Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! are very good reasons to be afraid of the dark. Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. This is your host, Stephanie. Heart-stopping violence, explosive bloodshed, undead flesh eaters and dismembered ghouls. That's right! about all the shit we love in film and all the finer things in this goddamn life. Well, one man is responsible for all this. And that man is George A. Romero. I'm joined tonight by Jesse. Vampires. I can hold my breath for a long time. Melissa. Do you believe in demons? Do you believe the devil can enter a person's soul? The maiden fair is waiting for her knight in shining corduroy. And John. Almighty God, deliver us from the devil worshippers and Satanists, who have summoned these demons from hell and loosed their evil on the world. Where's my cake, Bedelia? I want my cake, you dirty bitch! On this episode, we will be reviewing Creepshow from 1982 as a tribute to George A. Romero. But first, it's time for Trailer Trash.
are pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Our feature presentation is Creepshow uh, from 1982, which I mentioned uh, we're covering as a tribute to George A. Romero. R.I.P. The movie was rated R. The budget was $8 million. Holy fuck. And it grossed $19.7 million. It's Jeez. Jeez. That's, that's a lot of money, but like when you watch the documentary, they just keep saying how it was like a low no budget. How it was a low <laughs> budget movie and everything was done like bare bones. Yeah. So. It was actually in the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, Warner Brothers. Um, after they did a screening for it, Warner Brothers was like so impressed by like the turnout for the screening that they were like, "Yeah, we're putting this shit out for you." Yeah, so I definitely Warner thought Brothers it was got on board. Thought it was made for TV, but only because I saw it so many times. <laughs> made for <laughs> TV? Oh no, dude. Eighty two. I think eighty two was kind of like I don't want to say before made for TV shit, but like that's like that really wasn't like a huge thing back then in eighty two. Yeah. Um, so just a couple taglines. Um, the most fun you'll ever have being scared. Mm. It is pretty fun though. It's a lot of fun. I don't know that it's really oh, scary yeah. though. Is I want to keep referring to the documentary, but like you got to go watch Just Desserts, the documentary for a creep show. I got it for eight bucks on Blu-ray on Amazon. Yeah, Synapse, Synapse Films did a Fucking really good am- job with that. It's amazing, amazing, especially coming off the documentary for street trash <laughs> you get to see what like a real good documentary looks like yeah. you mean not a self-produced documentary when you're smelling your own farts yeah all right um next one is five jolting tales of terror and then the third one is just kind of a play on that one jolting tales of terror i don't know why, they're, are, sorry. I don't know why they're obsessed with the jolting i don't know because it's the whole lightning shtick yeah um, yeah i don't like it from inside the mind of a Mar- Marlboro cigarette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I, I he don't, just smokes in uh, all the interview and that documentary the whole, the whole time. Just smoking. desserts thing he's yeah. smoking the whole time. Got to And it's like one continuous cigarette. It's like a, it's like a cigarette <laughs> that's the size of like a baseball bat. He's just like yeah. yeah. never-ending cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And I know nothing. So so forgive me. But is the skeleton cartoon thing is that like the inspiration for the crypt keeper or anything like that? No, it's the other way it around. seems very he was uh, George Romero was inspired by EC Comics, which is what the, what the Crypt Keeper came from. Oh, okay. And so, like, he wanted to do like his own little thing. So, like, the creep was like designed by, I, I well, I guess like initially it was just, like the actual um, like special effect in the movie before it was like a comic was uh, designed by Savini, like with an actual human skeleton, and then he put like yeah, it's like, really interesting what he shit describes over that. top of it. Um, what is she licking that? Um, yeah, uh, so so beers. yeah, he talks about how they got an actual skeleton to make that, and he set it up so that it, everything was fully articulated, so he could do all the motions and everything. And they were like, you, "Oh yeah, they were moving oh, it he from showed, underneath." He was showing like diagrams and stuff like that. He's like, "So look, this is what we did." And there was like this like fucking diagrams with like a big like long uh, fulcrum that they would like. And he's like, "And we can move it. We can move the hand." And it took eight operators to do it. But mm-hmm. guess what? They used it for three seconds. Two oh seconds, my God. and then they no, animated but, everything they, else. And, and I was going to say, I was like, he really well, wasn't in that at no, all. The worst part is, he's like, and we set it up this way so that when the light shone from the back, you could see all of the bones, but then they put a carpet on it. And then you couldn't see. He's any like, of the he's like, I don't yeah. know what that carpet thing was. I don't know what that wrapper <laughs> oh, thing was. Oh, yeah. For that skeleton to make yeah. it unbug his face. Yeah. Well, and it's funny yeah. when you like, if you watch the documentary, there's like a um, because it doesn't talk, right? No, nah, it just like kind of points. Gestures, yeah. yeah. But um, 
Come here, little child. Let me touch you with my bony appendage. 28 minutes or so of like just straight up Tom Savini just walking around with like his uh, VHS recorder, like, and looking at that shot raw before like it was an actual, before it was actual movie looks cheesy as really? fuck. <laughs> oh. Like it looks so bad. It literally looks like a shitty decoration hanging in somebody's window. Yeah. So like it really puts yeah. it in, you know, it really puts it it really puts it in perspective like actual like the lighting and actual everything. Actual lighting yeah. and everything else makes it look good. Yeah. yeah. Not to um, mention the little Joe Hill's gerb face. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, what is that kid from? That's Stephen King's son. Oh no. That's Joe yeah. Hill. That's Joe Hill. It's his yeah. progeny. Yeah. Oh my god. The director and writer. Um yeah, so it was directed by George Romero as I mentioned. Um uh, do I need to go through all his movies? Yes. Uh The Dark oh. Half, Bruiser, Two Evil Eyes, Monkey Shines. Uh, Jesse's favorite, Night Riders, The Crazies, Martin, Dawn of the Dead, Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, Survival of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead. Zelda smell my penis right now. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was like, what is she? Like her tail was going. Her, she was getting real excited. And I was like, what's happening? Her snout was just burrowed in my scrotum. And oh, I was like, what's boy. happening? And now she's just like leg at your feet. I don't like know. waiting. She knows I need soothing right now. <laughs> she's all the beasts. She's so sensitive. Whenever I start crying, which is every day, she'll come and lay on me and be like, I love you. Don't kill yourself. Steph always says I'm the woman in the relationship. She calls me a DQ all the time. He's a DQ. And she's right. Drama what does queen, that mean? Dairy Queen? Drama Queen. Oh my yeah. god. She's like, yeah. just relax, DQ. Just relax. Why can't we just call him a, a diva? Because he's like he's like famous now. So we've got a DQ and we've got little showstopper. And then what's your other brother? No, 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 no. My fucking nickname when I was a kid was Berg. Berg? I don't know. Berg. Because Why? I have no fucking idea. My dad said I like cheeseburgers. I don't really oh. remember this. Did you? This okay. is like a secret little fat Jesse. He right. also called my mom Bean, which I always thought was disgusting because uh. it's just like you're saying my mom smells like farts all the time. Okay. And well, then Dan was Dan the man. Mm. Oh, so That's favorite? Easy. That that yeah. was yeah. so he's his favorite. Very Berg. easy. Berg is weird, man. I don't understand Berg, but I kind of huh. like it. You can call me Berg. <laughs> well, I think we need like a T-shirt with you as a Berg. 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 <laughs> well, Steph should be the Berg. She's the one obsessed with cheeseburgers. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's true. Um, music by John Harrison, and he uh, did music for Effects, Day of the Dead, Tales from the Dark Side, the TV series, and the movie. So it's interesting about him. Like he was actually like. He was actually part of like the art department, so he was like the first AD, like I guess like the first one of the first people that were there, like arrived on the scene all, all the time. So he like he just like went to um what initially they had planned for it was they were going to use just um shit that was like uh like free through the library, like like sound clips, but they, like generic Halloween sounds. But, <laughs> but the fidelity oh. was so shitty when they got it that he's like, well. He's like, I do music for fun, so why don't you just let me take a crack at it? And George Meyer's like, okay. And it's like the best soundtrack yeah. of all time. It's like, <laughs> it's seriously like one of my favorite soundtracks. And he's like, just let he me was, finish. He let was me. just waiting for that moment that someone was like, hey, don't you do music, guy? No, over there? no. I mean, it's why, awesome. Yeah. Why was the music initially supposed to be so throwaway, though? Because it was supposed to be like yuck, yucky, like the, mm-hmm. like the EC comics. And it wasn't really like they were supposed to. They still use some of it. It was just like kind of complimented the stuff that the other guy, that John Harrison okay. did. But it is, it is one of my yeah. favorite soundtracks. So I mean, I like, oh, the intro, the intro with the laughing kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we're at it real quick, I'll just mention. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in getting the soundtrack, I have the original one that was put out by Varisi Saraban. Um, of course you, you do. And you can get that shit for $60, which is actually pretty good because if you want to try to get the 2014 Waxworks release, it's like fucking crazy expensive. Like what's crazy expensive in vinyl world? I don't know. Like, I mean, I've seen this. I've seen the Waxwork one. So there's a Waxwork one that's like white cake with like blood splatter. And then there's another one called green meteor shit um but then there's the creeper edition that they put out like if you would if you pre-ordered it um when it first came out like in 2014 
it came with like uh it was like bone and it came with like a purple splatter on it and it had the art print of the creeper and then it came with like a slip um mat cover for your turntable and like a built-in booklet Holy shit. i've seen that shit on ebay for like 300 dollars. wow so. is the creeper the skeleton dude yeah okay the creeper because he's creeping. The mm. creeper. I mean, he is creeping. He's going to put yeah. down skeleton fingers like up your butthole. <laughs> Just like E.T. Uh, and then special effects by the Savines. Um, the Silver Fox, as he's known as. <laughs> silver Fox. That's what everybody calls him, the Silver Fox. Because <laughs> he's always was Leslie Nielsen. Because he's, always, <laughs> yeah, exactly. because he's always out banging bitches. Oh man, that's what he's just. Known I mean, for. I look at him and I do think he's just banging bitches. Especially in, like when he was what younger. Like yeah. I mean, like I'm. I'm I would bang him back in the eighties. <laughs> he just got like that rugged mustache. Yeah, this is the he stash. still looks the fucking same. He does. He just yeah. looks like saggy. That's all. It's a little older. That's it. A little pudgier, but yeah. like not fat, but just like loose. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> so you got that old man loose. Like, the gravity. You're like that's when like your muscle just becomes like instant mashed potatoes. Mad um, mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you have seen his work uh, in Martin Friday the Thirteenth, The Burning, which we covered here. Um, the Prowler, Creepshow 2, Day of the Dead, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Sometimes with these abbreviations, I have to stop I was, and think. I put them in there and I'm like, will Steph remember like, this or not? TCM2. TCM2. Uh, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre. Uh, Monkey Shines and Two Evil Eyes. Yeah. And he's in uh, Creepshow 2. He's the, he's the creeper. Yeah. Well, he was in too. this too. He's at the end. He's a trash man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the one that figures out that the clipping's missing. Right. Oh, yeah. The voodoo doll. He's like, oh, the clipping's missing for the voodoo doll. Uh, so Fox. He doesn't really sound like that. Though. The cast in this in this movie is, is so good. They got some really good uh, actors to be in this. I think. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Like um, they were talking about it in the documentary as well. Like um, he wasn't sure if they like George Romero always likes to use unknown people because he doesn't like like audiences having an attachment to the character. Mm-hmm. Like if you see someone that's popular, well, obviously they're not going to die because they're like the main person. So he likes having unknown people, so you don't know if that person can be killed at any time. But him and Stephen King kind of like talked it over and. They decided to go with like a lot of like people that already looked like the role that they were going for, right? Because they had already come up with ideas for these characters, so they wanted to find yeah, actors like who just fit the characters. Find them exactly. Yeah, yeah. But they, a lot of these people were already like Ted Danson was already a dude. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't at all. He was not established dude. Pre Cheers. It was pre Cheers. So like he in the documentary also says that like oh my god, who does he say he looks like? A young Charlton Heston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah. yeah he's like that's ted he's a handsome guy but i would say he looked like a young Tom Tom Savini Savini what about like <laughs> leslie nielsen he was a guy at this point yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Leslie yeah. nielsen was the man there's funny stories about him too but like with um i looked him up just to make sure he was dead already so because ted, that's how much i well, guess he did him oh yeah he oh. died in like 2010 oh. yeah so uh ted, RIP, ted danson like, like <laughs> they went they were like always hanging out at the bar after like shooting and stuff like that and ted danson was like talking to george and he's like listen i'm in this like move i'm in this like tv show now about like a bar and i don't think it's really gonna go anywhere it seems like a really like shitty show and the next you know it's on for like 11 seasons oh my God. <laughs> and he's like I a household re- name because of it yeah yeah but the guy was sitting there like nah but you shouldn't do it don't he, do you know, that show he did have a nice head of hair in this he, movie everybody oh just talks God, about the hair everybody just talks about how awesome leslie nielsen was like he was the fucking best he was dude just ever cracking people up he constantly. was just like he didn't like what? he oh, just he... liked to like he kept a fart machine yes. with him all the time so like they would go out to the bar afterwards and all these like women would come up to him and were like just like oh my god it's leslie nielsen whatever and he's just like how you doing i wish i liked him and they would think they was really farting and he would just like and they would leave him and be like he's <laughs> disgusting and they upsetting. would just start he up seems later. like one of those guys that would never turn it off and he's like yeah. and he didn't even care like he could have had these he could have had women half of his age and he was just playing fart noises and they were walking away <laughs> oh and he God. didn't even care <laughs> steve martin it's great i don't know oh i love steve martin Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm just going to start going through the cast. Uh, Hal Holbrook as Henry Northrup, um, and he was in The Crate. 
Um, he was uh, movies. The movies he he was in: Magnum Force, Rituals, The Fog, Wall Street, The Unholy, Fletch Lives. Fletch is that with um Chevy Chase? Yeah, Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Uh, and what? the firm. No, I haven't. It's an awesome movie. Yeah. You never you have Steph watch Flesh Lives? Steph hasn't seen so much, dude. Yeah. Chevy Chase oh is the worst. Too. So Listen, I still try to this day to get her Except to watch movies. Except in Christmas worst. Vacation. Have you seen Rituals? <sighs> Rituals. It's like a Deliverance clone with him in it. Doesn't oh, sound, really? Doesn't sound familiar. Oh, no. Yeah. I got to try to get watch Steph to watch Ghoulies too. She fell asleep through half of it. I tried to get her to watch the pitch. Fell asleep through half of it. <laughs> and I what tried is to- the pit about? It's about this kid who finds this hole in the ground in the woods and Sounds he like takes people and he but, throws them down there But he there simultaneously has creatures. a teddy bear that he talks to. Well, that- he's a creep. He's the creepiest goddamn kid. And he's, I don't know, everybody's like looking at the woman's, he's like watching this woman sleep and her boob is exposed and he's like, like looking at it. And, and then he, he makes the one woman give him a sponge bath. <laughs> oh, what? How did do you did do he that? Go, did he go blip? And then I tried to make, and then I tried to make Steph watch Red Dawn because oh. she never saw Red Dawn. Have you ever seen Red Dawn? Yes. Wait, we what didn't... is that about? It's, uh, like, it's when the commies take over and yeah. fucking Patrick Swayze's in it and Tom Cruise. What? <laughs> yeah. And see Thomas Hell from. Tom, Tom um, no, no, not Tom Cruise. Charlie Sheen. No, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Sorry, Charlie Sheen. Oh, um, so this is like Harry this, Dean's dances yes. in it, and they go to see him. And they go to see Harry Dean Stance. He's like in a concentration camp and they go up to the fence and they, they like they have to leave because like the Russians are coming and like they're on the other side of the fence. So they start leaving and the Dean Stance just starts screaming on the other side of the fence. Avenge me! What war was it supposed to be? Uh, it was like Basically, the, the Russian, Russians and the yeah. and what the Mexicans Mexican armies, join yeah. up and they invade the United oh, States. Oh, so this is like and this is this like a war. This didn't happen, right? I forget what <laughs> state it's in. This. No, no, but it's uh, like they, they, they remade it like they did remake ago. it. I never saw it. I was going to say, I feel like I'd heard I of Red Chan- Dawn without them. I feel like them. Channing Tatum is in the It's a terrible, oh, it's terrible, him. terrible, terrible movie, but it's so fun. The acting is like, really so bad. fucking fun. Acting is bad. Well because, like, well, because Patrick Swayze is supposed to be like a teen, but he's like 45. <laughs> no. And it doesn't, like, he doesn't even look <laughs> I mean, remotely like a child. Do. This came out right after The Outsiders, which I love The Outsiders. I don't know what that is. Tell oh. me again. That's all she talks about. Stay gold, pony boy. Oh yeah, that stuff's like well, stuff just kept talking about the whole time in Red Dawn how bad the dialogue was. was so so, like bad. this dialogue's fucking terrible. I was like, but it's a ten, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then I looked the over Wolverines and, killing fucking Russian soldiers on American soil. What's not the love? It's the best. Yeah, fucking best. And like, I got we have that, to finish it. Why well, can't we get a Patreon submission for? <laughs> all the I, I actually Dawn. got that from a dude uh, at the flea market when we were at the Q Mart. I got it off this dude for a dollar, and I had a Vestron video uh, video T shirt on. And he's like, oh man, and I was checking it for mold, and he's like, all right, I know this dude knows what's up, and he's like. Oh, what's your favorite Vestron movie, man? I was like, I don't know, probably Street Trash. And then we start talking, and then we look over to the left, and there's this other guy, and he's like, oh, man, what's up? And he had like a stack of VHS tapes, too. So then we started broing it up, and he's like, I follow you guys on Instagram. <laughs> and he's like, what, what, what are you guys from? And I was like, we're from the Salem St. Podcast. And he's like, God damn. Yeah. I follow you guys. That's funny. And it was just like tape head reunion, like going on yeah. right there. Oh, my God. And then at what point do you all just like unzip and start? Jerking each well, it's other funny because like tapeheads are like <laughs> tapeheads are always real happy with other people's scores, but then simultaneously like jealous. So I was yeah, disgusted. I was gonna say. So, so I was like looking at his shit, and I was like, "You fucking asshole!" And I was like, "Well, we just went through a guy's like tote box that was like Star Trek fucking shitty paperbacks, and then I had Steph look underneath of it, and she lifted one book up, and there was like a Stephen King book. I was like, "All right, keep digging in that." And the next thing I know, I see Halloween three fucking paperback book, which is like nerds pay fucking mm. a shit ton of money for that like book, dude. Hundreds. Of I got dollars. it for like seventy five cents. Yeah. Then the, <laughs> underneath perfect that, condition. underneath that was a Return of the Living Dead book. Nerds pay fucking crazy amounts of money for that. I got it for fucking seventy five cents. Yep. And then it just kept going, we kept going, we kept going. And he's like, "I'm supposed to meet the dude at another flea market because he's got a whole nother tote full of yeah. shit." So I'm supposed to meet him on Sunday. Shh. 
this episode this will be out after <laughs> why the can't you have that look with video games and then get shit for me no we never oh, dude. we never find any Wait, video games oh well i guess there would be old like any, um this NES no, you know, though, John, stuff, you know right? what happened with video games though even people that don't know shit about video games they just yeah. give it a generic flat price they're like okay that's a nintendo yeah. game i know it's worth fucking a lot of money and they'll be like 20 dollars and i'm like that's no, yeah. that's not even a fucking rare game, dude, for 20 bucks. Yeah. You don't even got the game collecting on the East Coast is like fucking terrible. Yeah. Because at the Q Mart, there's this awesome place. It's like an awesome video store inside the actual Q Mart. And like if you walk by the window, fucking perfect mint condition, never open like Nintendo games and fucking NES games and all this shit. But they want crazy money for it. So it's just like, it's just window like art. Yeah. And it makes yeah. me sad. Who's going to buy that? Sorry. Me. John. Got a little off track there. That's okay. Uh, so uh, up next, also from the crate, uh, Adrian Barbeau as Wilma Northrup. She's Caller Billy. Billy. I'm going to tell you right now, she like in the documentary Just Desserts, she's looking she damn looks, fucking good. She looks great what? for age. She still looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. She looks like, great. She, I would like, argue to say she looks better today than she does in this movie. Yeah, I, I agree with that. She looks yeah, I did not like bad. her in the it's movie. The hair. The perm. Oh, her, her hair is terrible. did not look great yeah. on anyone. I will... Shorties worldwide, I shall share with you when I find it a picture of the Melissa Perm <laughs> from the eighties, <laughs> or maybe the one where I well, cut my bangs the day before. If Steph, if Steph shoots her hair in its natural state, oh, yeah. it's basically like a like, it's a, like perm. a clown. It's yeah. like a Jerry curl. Like she ha- curly, she yeah. has a fro, dude. <laughs> yeah, she showed me a picture one time at work, and I laughed real hard. Well, and then she like I think she was offended for a real no, long time. No, no, because I, I showed you because it was a funny picture. Yeah. My hair was also bright red. It looked oh, really you terrible. Were, uh, you were bozo the clown yeah. that day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Melissa's like, yeah, this bitch is Ronald McDonald. Like, Do you remember that. fucking bozo in the morning? That shit was fucking oh, weird. Yeah. Bad really weird. at um. What was it, Wiener Wiener Town? That, was, that show was weird because you would make them play like weird circus games for like the shittiest prizes. Yep. It's like here you gotta throw this fucking like this turd into a bucket. And then, <laughs> yeah, it was and, like a beanbag yeah. or something, yeah. right? And then you win like a bunch of bozo prizes. Like here's mm-hmm. bozo cereal, and it's like it was like the lamest shit. I know ever. someone that was on there. That's accurate. Was this only for something in this area, or was that like nationwide? No, was, was that like it public was Nick. Wasn't it like Nickelodeon? No, it? no. I thought it was this was twelve, dude. Yeah, this was, was local, right? I'm pretty sure it was like was PBS it? or no. something. So what happened with that what guy? About Wienerville. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Did he end either. up touching kids or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm guessing, probably. Guessing he got state into, pen somewhere. Into some, he got into some a pen. <laughs> Georgie. Some, some kind of <laughs> anal penetration. Oh my god. Um. So Wild yeah. and crazy kids. <laughs> Adrian Barbo uh, was in The Fog, Escape from New York, Swamp Thing, Back to School, Two Evil Eyes, and uh, she did the voice of Catwoman in Batman the Animated Series. You know what else she was what? in? What? She was, well, I could tell you she who was, was in. She was Selena Kyle. No, she, she was in <laughs> John Carpenter's crotch. Yeah, she was. Sucking that old saggy balls, oh, dude. Oh, come on. Because you know John, John Carpenter, he Wait, probably he got dead? saggy ass nuts. No, I'm thinking of um, oh, John Carpenter. I'm thinking of Wes Craven. Then I saw Dead Man Live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes they get yeah. They start to they look were, a little bit they're weakened, they're weakened, weakened and Bernie and uh, John Carpenter. You know, it's just funny watching the documentary too because they're like when he he keeps referring to Stephen King as Steve. Oh yeah, Steve, you know Steve. And I'm just like, fuck, I would love to have been a part of that group where he's like, oh yeah, me and John Carpenter, we were like best buds, and he was married to Adrian. And I was like, Adrian, do you want to be in my movie? And she's is like, he Rocky? No. <laughs> All right, I'm just checking. <laughs> right. And Steph's voice is great. Adrian. <laughs> did did, did the three of them I ever work it. on something together? George Romero and John Carpenter. Yeah. And, and Adrian. Stephen King. I'm trying to stretch and think. No they just like, did they just it. like piecemeal like take well, Stephen the, King the, stuff well, and funny, adapt it? The funny thing is like George Romero wanted, and it's weird why it didn't happen, but like, uh, well, I can tell you why it happened actually, but George Romero wanted this to be 
like a fucking series of movies. Like he wanted to just keep going like one, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five and have different directors come in and one and different people like collaborate with him. Like it was Stephen King and that was supposed to be other people. But then he got tied up because like he's a super, super, super hardcore um, Universal Monsters fan because that's what he grew up with. And then he just got stuck for like 10 years in like development hell trying to like release a mummy movie that they ultimately didn't even go with. And so that's why it kind of just squandered all the oh good years God. for what like fucking mm-hmm. creep show could have been because he was like all about it like and it made him like great money it made him great money they could have kept going with it but they didn't it's sad oh, God, sad, sad, sad it's story. so sad um, just don't go home and cut yourself tonight up next uh leslie nielsen as richard vickers and he was in uh something to tide you over i'm just going to mention this the stories they're each in um uh movies that you know him from day of the animals which we have referenced Fucking a million times because he dude. fights the grizzly bear he's, like when <laughs> i say great i mean like great. he tries to rape a woman and then he what? fights the grizzly bear yeah yeah oh, it's, and it's a 10 with it's a serious sh- movie with his shirt off he is not funny it's oh serious. god the whole time when he was with like he was about to get the shower i was like please don't let me he's see another anything one, he's another dude that always had white hair to me oh yeah every yeah. movie i've ever seen him in white hair yeah yeah, Steve Martin and who else? Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick, well, no hair. Bald. <laughs> no, he's that. We used to have hair. Yeah. Um, well, they, they did tried, all those stupid like, ass naked gun movies. Well, yeah. when Leslie, when, he, when Nielsen was like younger, they tried to cast him as like the heartthrob, and like that's never mm-hmm. really what he, what he wanted to he be. He does have that voice though. He wanted to be like the like the the comic relief. Yeah. That's what he like. Mm-hmm. That's like what he wanted to be deep down. That's why, like, eventually, like later in life, like he got involved with like yeah. naked. Well, gun. yeah, he did. Well, airplane. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Airplane. Prom though. night, the naked gun series, repossessed, and then Dracula, dead and loving. Oh it. my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since it fucking came out. Oh god. I me remember neither. wanting to see that movie as a child, yeah. and then seeing it and be like, "That's Mel Brooks, right? That's stupid. Mel Brooks movie." Yeah, but you remember watching uh, Naked Gun series because no, no, OJ, remember- Orenthal, James. You know what I remember? Right. Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> oh yeah, Vampire in Brooklyn. A sweet curly mullet. Oh my god, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jerry, Curl. Jerry Curl Dracula. <laughs> it's like oh, it's like Dracula. Yeah. Why are you so greasy? <laughs> um, Ed Harris as Hank Blaine, um, and he was in uh, Father's Day. His movies: uh, Night Riders, The Right Stuff, The Abyss, The Firm. Well, I don't remember him being in The Firm. I don't remember I don't much know. about The Firm except for Cruise was in Cruise's it, right? face yeah. on the box. Yeah. Yeah. Wilford Brimley. I just remember Tom Cruise uh, running a lot in the yeah, firm. Yeah. Because, like, the firm was trying to get him. There was a mm-hmm. whole, like, slew of Tom Cruise movies where he's just running on the, on the poster of <laughs> everything. Minority Report. He's running. In that movie. Him and from, Will Smith. Um, they just run. Basic Instinct. In that movie? Oh. I don't think she's in the firm. Okay. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. I can't. I can't I like, the, tell you I anything the about the book. Remember in John Basic Grisham. Instinct, there was the brunette that, that she framed like she was um, obsessed with her? Oh my god! I thought I can't it was remember. that chick. Anyway, only thing I remember about Basic Instinct was just the the famous scene, the clam, with, the the clam bake with the clam bake yeah. getting opened up for a little that's bit. That's so stupid. There was <laughs> way the more ridiculous things happening in that movie. Yeah, you don't even really see anything no, though. You, you, you just really like, don't. Do you see, you see as much as you see in Street Trash when the Asian jumps over the fucking yeah, box yeah, yeah, at the exactly. end of it. Like it's they're like, aggressive about it though. Well, because she knows yeah. what she wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a woman that just knows what she wants. Uh, Ted Danson as Harry Wentworth, uh, and he was also in a something that tied you over. Um, you know him from such classics as Three Men and a, and a Baby. Nope. Wait, who? Ted Danson. Dance. Oh, the dance. Um, the Cheers TV series. Made in America. CSI TV series. Um, Saving Private Ryan. Was he in Saving no. Private Ryan? Like, he's in the beginning of oh. it. He's like one of the like old. Uh, he's like a or colonel or something in the beginning that gives yeah. Tom Hanks his orders or whatever. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm and Fargo. Oh, he's oh, really good at Fargo. Fargo. Is that the yeah. first season? No, second. 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 Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's like a sheriff. 
Like so good in it. Yeah, he's oh, really good. Why can't I remember? He gets like, he gets like shot, right? He's yeah. like Leslie Nielsen now. He's got the gray mane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but he's funny though. because Made he looks- in America with Whoopi Goldberg. When he oh used to date her. <laughs> Ridiculous. Who used to date Whoopi Goldberg? Ted, Ted Danson was just plowing that. And, it's weird, and right? he went to out for Halloween in blackface. And Whoopi, because Whoopi Goldberg was like, that'll be funny. You should do that. And did. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have this weird Ted that Danson did not work out. <laughs> Just think of Ted Danson, like this tall, skinny, white pencil man yeah. having sex with this frumpy, like. That's, she wasn't always frump. No, that's like, she that's wasn't. Like, she never had eyebrows, like, but she was never. She wasn't always frump. That's like Gilbert Goffrey admitting that he had Remember? sex with. Remember her sister act? No, finish that thought, terrible. John. That's like Gilbert Goffrey admitting that he had sex with C.H. Pounder. Like, no. Who what is, is that? C. No C. one knows. Pounder. Uh, she was in um, Sons of Anarchy. She I mean, was she in... she sounds humongous oh, by that name. Uh, <laughs> I think Carmen Sandiego, the TV show? Oh, oh shit. The fucking chief woman at the yep. beginning that gives you the whole... Oh, the whoa. chief woman. Oh. <laughs> Look her up real quick, because I want Jesse in. Oh, what is her uh, name? Oh, is she she, the... She's, in, um, she's in the Warriors. Yeah, she's the radio, the DJ. Yeah, the radio DJ. Yes. Maybe? All right, let's get down to it, Popper. Yeah. She's always got a toot in her voice. Yeah, All right, Boppers. Her. Yeah, she was in the Warriors. Every time she said Boppers, it just reminded me. I'm of just like, trying to think of like whenever Whoopi Goldberg was attractive enough for. I don't for think that. Ever. That's what I'm saying. I don't think ever. <laughs> like I, I guess that was like the height of her celebrity status. She's like, I can get myself a tall, skinny white boy. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, dude! Ted, like, and then I'm gonna go into view, and my clam muscles is gonna seal itself shut. <laughs> no, and then I think she did Weight Watchers. I don't know. Oh yeah, she did. Whoopi Goldberg. Wait, yeah. I just yeah. imagine, I imagine tall Ted Danson Oprah. walking around with like Whoopi Goldberg and like a Bijan, <laughs> but like really his penis is inside. Hold on, Jesse, I got, I got to oh say something. God. We're getting a little too off topic from the horror, so I got to apologize to the people. I think we're just, we're just veering off course here. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> apologize. look at yeah. these don't, pictures of them together. Don't get it. Don't. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh my god. That is the worst blackface I have ever he seen. It looks like he melted his Snickers and just. Like he was trying to be a clown. It was yeah. not a good idea. I don't Ooh, know. Like what? that's like no, that's like old timey like Negro statue yeah, blackface. No, it, it was bad. But Whoopi told him to do it. That's like male. He didn't know. He's like male Aunt Jemima. No, <laughs> he was an idiot, Melissa. He knew, all right? <laughs> that you can't just use white ignorance, all right? Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Let's not, let's not talk about white, white privilege right now. No, no, no but here no. they are in Made in America people with that ridiculous we, we, cowboy we, hat. Guys, we had a nearly perfect episode, and then we just fucked it up. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Mean, well, let's talk about Ghost next, because that's my next pick. I love Ghost. Um, Stephen King as Jordy Verrill. And um, oh was God. it the lonesome death of Jordy Verrill? Uh, well, it's oh. funny. Everybody was always. Everybody talked about him because, like, he's not actually on Justice Earth because he's like holier than thou, I guess. But everybody was just like he was the goddamn best. He's like there wasn't much that separated actual Stephen King from that character. It's like that yeah, basically no. was Stephen King. <laughs> like that's how he was twenty four seven on the set. They said he was like a thirteen year old kid that loved comic books. They yeah, said they would go out God. to eat and he's sitting there talking about comic books and all this other stuff and like the adults are like trying to have an adult conversation <laughs> and he's talking about like yeah comics and shit. Yeah. Well, like but it was the best. I love that episode. I mean that that story. Um so uh, was he also he was so yeah he was in a bunch of movies. And um, he was very like self conscious of like his acting because yeah. he was in front of other actors and like George Romero told him he's like I, w- I want you to play that role and he's like I can't do that and he's like sure you can he's like you're perfect for it you're like you are that person that we wrote this that you wrote that story yeah, for yeah and he basically said like don't hold back just and they had to shave Stephen out. King's beard before they did this and like if you saw Stephen King's beard it's actually oh, it was so bushily it's on the cover of like one of his books the book one of the books we got from the um 
from when we were at the flea market, the yeah. Q-Mart, when he has this bushly ass beard, but it just seems like someone's fucking ball sack that it's- hasn't been. <laughs> sh- oh, hasn't- it's like it's like grown out pubic hair. Yeah, hasn't been shaved since like birth. Yeah, oh. it's like original birth ball hair. Mm. Probably a good um, decision. Yeah, so Stephen King was also in a Knight Riders, Maximum Overdrive. Oh my god, the best. Creep Show also 2. Also directed by him. Pet Cemetery, Sleepwalkers, uh, The Stand TV series, The Langoliers TV series, and Thinner. 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 I curse you. That book was much better than the movie. Oh my god, the movie's fucking terrible. The movie's <laughs> so like, good. they try to make the movie like a comedy. It's like, wah, 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 you're yeah. gonna die because you're getting skinny. <laughs> who was the the main character in that what actor that guy oh, you know, know that guy you know but you just don't know, don't his, know name. his name yeah. yeah he was in like tv shows and stuff he's yeah. not really that exactly big. it's like the most recognizable man that you don't know his name mm-hmm. yeah and then finally the one and only tom atkins as stan uh, and he's in the beginning and the end and he beats the sun um and he doesn't have a stat <laughs> he just, uh, yeah he doesn't, and he doesn't he doesn't take ben gay from his wife he doesn't Mm-mm. oh he's so weird looking it bugs me i can't think about his well face. it's funny the it, overacting he <laughs> so like they get they presented this script to tom atkins because he's like he lives in pittsburgh and he still lives in pittsburgh to this day so like obviously romero lives in pittsburgh all those dudes lived in pittsburgh they did all their shit in pittsburgh they filmed in pittsburgh pennsylvania yada 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 say pittsburgh so, again so they got him pittsburgh. pittsburgh they got him and um they're like, well, check over this, look over the script and like, you know, tell us what character you want to be. And like, it's yours. Like, you, you just do it. He's like, well, I really want to be that, that Jordy guy. Yeah, he get, wanted Jordy Verrill. That gets oh. eaten by the weeds. And also, Weeds is a short story by Stephen King as well that you can like read. But, um, and, and George Martin's like, ah, oh, I'm sorry. Stephen King's playing that. Why don't you just be the dad? He, <laughs> yeah. he, he's like, can you just be the dad? Like, it's not an important role, but it is because it kind of like bookends like the whole story itself. And he's like, Fine, George, I'll be the dad. <laughs> oh so, he, so he did it for him. Well, I mean, I can't really think of him as any of the other characters. Maybe like the wall. Uh, I could see him. He could have been Leslie Nielsen's yeah, character easily. Yeah. I'm glad he plays who he plays, but Tom Atkins to me, like, dude can be any role, and I'm happy he's just there. Yeah. Like, he's just one of those guys. Like, and seeing he's in the, um, he he just seems like the fucking coolest guy. Like you could just have a conversation with him and just be like immediately friends with him. Yeah, because yeah, he's in the in the documentary. You're just like he's like the best dude. He's so friendly, like, and yeah. he just like and he gives a shit that like people like care about this movie, you know. And he's just trying to live in like his little house in Pittsburgh and just just chill with like um, his grampy grampy so- <laughs> sweat with his grampy sweater <laughs> yeah, on. He's like a grampy now. Um, so just uh, a few movies that he has acted in: uh, The Fog, Escape from New York, Night of the Creeps. Lethal Weapon, Maniac Cop, Bruiser, My Bloody, My Bloody Valentine from 2009. I was like, what is that? Blood my Bloody Bloody. Bloody Valentine. Was that the 3D one? The, the one from 2009. I have never seen yes. it. I think it is. Oh, with the minor. The original so one. The, well, the original one's good with, yeah. the, with the minor, but with I, Henry I, Warden. I never saw the. And then there's, val- yeah. there's the Valentine's remakes. Day or something like that with oh David, my God, David Boreanaz. Where there's like a cherub baby going around yep. killing people. That movie's fucking and stupid. Denise that Richardson. just sounds stupid. You know what that is? That's a that's a Chelsea number ten, like number one pick. <laughs> that is right there. Yeah. The Boreanaz. Um, formats VHS released in 1983 by Warner Home Video. DVD first released in 1999 by Warner Brothers Studios. Mm. Blu-ray released in 2009 also by Warner Brothers Studios. Digital rent or own through Amazon and iTunes, and paid streaming through YouTube's. YouTubes. Yeah. All right, time for some tribs. Uh, Creep Show is the only George Romero film to open up at number one at the at the weekend box office. What else playing? 
I mean, it's great. I don't know. But what else was playing? Well, I mean, there was a lot of hype around this. I mean, like, picture 82, dude. Like, 82, I think, like, didn't Ghostbusters come out in 82? 84 was the year. Part of the trivia is they, they, they did that test screening for this, and then they released it, like, in November. Mm. after they saw the fallout from what what the October releases were. Cause it, I can't remember. There was a movie they were expecting to do really good, and it flopped. And they were like, we can throw this in here because people are want we're, are going to want yeah. something Halloween Well, they really related. got sold on like the whole... like I think people were just really freaked out by the whole cockroach thing because they really played that up in the advertisements. Like, you can see like 20,000 cockroaches. And people were like, oh my God, it's fucking scary. Let's go see this movie. Hmm. People were easy to please back then. It's yeah. like, not today, where it's like, you got to have all kinds of bleeps and bloops and CGI shit and fucking mm-hmm. 80,000 Transformers. And dubstep and uh, ACDC in your trailer. Oh my God, no. Dubstep, for real. You got to have a- ACD. Oh my God, dude. Why did you have to fucking start talking about the goddamn- I wanted, to bring, I wanted to bring that up. Death Wish fucking trailer. Oh, it looks like a, the biggest pile of dog shit dookie poop you have ever oh, seen in your life. So generic. You just stare at it and you see corn and you're like, what happened? To Bruce Willis. I meant to ask you, did you ever see uh, Death Sentence with Kevin Bakes? I did see it. Did you like that? It was fun. I mean, it wasn't like that a is movie, a way, like, That is a way better Death Wish oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I, no, I agree. Me and Steph watched that not too long ago. Because like, it actually yeah. has gore and it like doesn't pull any it's punches. It's a revenge movie with like him. It is like a straight up like just like rip on um, Death Wish, but it doesn't look like it's cheesy. But like when you watch that trailer for Death Wish, it looks so phony and corny. It, and it's like it's almost like a comedy. The way uh, they treat the trailer is like almost like a, it's cut like a comedy. I think it's hard. It. I think it's hard seeing Bruce Willis do that because I don't really. He's like an action star, not like a revenge slot guy. Like you know, he doesn't even seem like he tries mm. anymore. Though he just shows up and he's like, "Give me my money, and I'm out." Yeah. I mean, he did do three Expendables movies, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's where my money at. I'm out. I mean, Liam Nielsen or whatever his name probably wasn't available. Well, he's divorced now, right? So he's probably like, "I need my alimony money." Who, Bruce? Yeah, Bruce Demise. Bruce is like. Bruce, Bruce, is, you know what Bruce looks like? Yeah. Bruce looks like a hairless cat. He's <laughs> like just, he's smooth. Like he looks like he was just birthed. Like he has no eyebrows. Oh he has no God. like ear hair. By now he should have that like old man ear hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the fucking like just and, like long vines coming out of his ear hole. I don't care. And his nose just keeps getting longer and narrower. The older he gets, <laughs> and it's like droopier. It like, the more, yeah, the older he gets, the more like it's a like tur- a rhinoceros horn growing out of his <laughs> like, the center of his fucking face. Like, oh my god, okay. I really want a baked potato right now. I don't know why. I'm just staring at his fucking face. That's what put some butter on your nose. Die Hard with the Vengeance, still the best moves. <laughs> that movie is fun, dude. No, die- the best. I I will die on the cross, but fucking, uh, I like the second movie the best. No, Die Hard. No, no, the one at the airport. No, yeah, yeah no, I like all the Die Hards. I like all. Of them. But like my favorite one is the airport one. People are like that's the worst one out of the three, and I'm like, no. Uh, I, I like them all like, pretty much the same, but the first one's the best. Best. Yeah. Die Hard with I'll, a Vengeance with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> oh ah, the Samaritan. And uh, who do, is it? Jeremy London? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do, man, like, so I do like the story in that. It's cool. Like, who's um, that? It's Jeremy Irons, right? But, yeah, all, Irons, but all he yeah. does in that movie is just run around to different parts of the city. Plarts. Plarts. <laughs> Shorties worldwide. You want to play a really good video game? Die Hard trilogy for PlayStation is fucking amazing because really? it, has, it has sequences from all the three movies. I didn't even know there was a fucking wow. game. Yeah, they made two either. of them. They made two Die Hard I remember, the, oh, games. Oh, I remember the I remember the arcade for Die Hard because we used to play it all the time. Yeah, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> That's wow. like that that it's got a rendering of the Nakatomi Plaza. It's got a guy and a wife beater going around beating up dudes. <laughs> yeah, and one oh board. And, and that's they just like skinned a game that they knew wasn't going to do well, and they just put Die Hard yeah. in front of oh it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it's a ten. It's a good. It's a good, it's a good arcade beat. I don't remember it's much. So weird. Yeah, I just remember just literally just running around in a white beater, just beating wow. people up. 
I don't know how we got there, but I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tom Savini, uh, on an episode of Livewire from 1980, revealed that all of the creatures on the film had nicknames, Hmm. um, as well as the creature in the crate, Fluffy, the name of the skeleton at the window in the beginning of the film was nicknamed Raul. Raul? What? Fluffy and Raul. Yeah, I got. Oh, I'll just, I mean, I got a lot of trivia based on all the creatures, but I'll just do it as we get to the stories. Yeah, I'll do it better that way. Uh, during Fan Expo Canada 2015, George Romero had said that the cockroaches were the most expensive part of the movie, stating that the cockroaches cost fifty cents each and that they used more than two hundred and fifty thousand. So, wow! So to get those, <laughs> to get these cockroaches, they sent two um, interns, like two guys, over <laughs> to like Trinidad. To a fuck to a fucking cave because <gasps> to get this many bugs, you these bugs feed on bat guano, mm. so, it's, so it's bat shit. They went to a cave. They would fucking go into the bat guano. They dig a fucking hole, and they turn out the lights. And then when they turned the lights, the hole would fill up with roaches. Oh, I'm would, so horrified. They would pick up all the roaches. They put them in a container, and they did it. And they got like eighteen thousand roaches themselves brought them back and then bred them in a fucking trailer for like oh, no. four months so they had like 200,000 roaches and when they would shoot the scene for the roaches they would just let them run and scatter and they were thought like they were going to be able to catch them all so meanwhile they're, no they're, way. they're introducing <laughs> no way yes no, they're introducing like invasive species yes. to like Pittsburgh right so they were in this warehouse where they <laughs> oh, had like God. where they because they used them all for the last for the last one and when the last movie I mean the last uh, story rather in the whole movie Basically, they were going to cut this, yeah, because they, they ran out of money. They ran out of money, yeah. and and they were, but they really like fought. Stephen King fought for it because it would. They, they thought like we need one more story because it's going to be like you know a complete thing. We already have it written. Let's just do it. You, we can you, do need, it. To, you need to put the fact in there too that they wanted to shoot this in an apartment building, and, oh, they, they really? and they and they decided at the last minute to make it like a sterile environment, like a set because they Thank couldn't God. for health contained? reasons they couldn't have yeah. done it. So they're like, well, this is Ugh. what we're going to do. Like we won't. The, none of the bugs will escape because we'll line all the corners of the room with Vaseline. Are they f- so stupid? they just they leap they, they cake Vaseline in all the crevices. Uh, uh, crevices. Where the crevices? Read that that would work. So they, yeah. So he said like George Romero was basically like, well, listen, you can't train cockroaches. All you can do is dump a bunch of them on the ground and film them for twenty seconds. He's like, and after twenty seconds, you don't see them anymore. They, he's like they crawled into all the electronics that were in the that were in the room. Oh he's like God. you would take apart the phone. It would be a when you took when you took the cover off the phone. It would be a black phone shaped thing, and it was all roaches in there. Oh my God! This is like my nightmare. He's like right we watched. Now. He's like and so like the guy. Uh, it was actually John Harrison. He's like so they they put the Vaseline up on the ceiling, and they're telling me that that's going to stop him. He's like oh okay good idea good idea. He's like and they let the cockroaches go. And I watched all the cockroaches plow right through the Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, and so that didn't work. He's oh like, so God. anytime we let, he's like, we would usually let like a thousand go per shot. And he's like, and every time we let a thousand go, 500 got away. What about the bathtub oh. scene? They, they, had, they, had, they had roach wranglers that would like get half of them <laughs> after the shot, but the rest of them escaped. So then afterwards, right, they were in this big warehouse. He's like, they had to break stuff down. And so like, they had a lot of the crew there, like the grip guys and everything that were like there tearing everything down. He's like, we were anytime we tore down a wall, there was fucking huge roaches, and we're not talking like little roaches. Like Mm-mm. some of the roaches they got were like were the big. size of your fist. Yeah, he's like we would tear it down. He's like, and I watched guys come and pick up their tools, and I saw like fifty cockroaches in their toolbox, and I was like, eh, I'm not gonna tell them. 
I'll let them figure it out when they get home. Oh my god! So basically, there are there are, right now today in Pittsburgh there are yep. species He's of fucking rages. cockroaches that exist. There's an urban from, legend. There's an urban creep show. There's an urban legend now that basically like Pittsburgh is infested with like roaches from basically the creep show shoot wow. because they've like they've gotten out of control. <laughs> oh my yes. god. That's insane. Oh yeah, so so um the grand total for the cockroaches alone was $125,000. But George Romero also Hi. said like back then there was no regulation so you could get away with shit like that. It wasn't oh, yeah. like what are you bringing into the country? 18,000 cockroaches. Um, no you can't do that. No it's like okay. I know it's only one actor but I can't believe that actor was like, "Yeah, you can subject me to fucking just dousing me with cockroaches." Well, even the dude um what do they call him? Eej? Eej, yeah. They call that old guy um what was EG something. EG something. And they say he was the coolest guy ever because, like, he's this huge actor, like, known from, like, going back. And they're like, we're going to cover you in cockroaches. He's like, yeah, it's fine. He didn't care. Everyone loved him. Each. He's like, I'm not going to suck your dick, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is cockroaches? All right. I'm good. <laughs> now, cockroaches isn't a euphemism for your dick, right? Yeah. All right. Is it real cockroaches? I'm on board. Uh, during a break in filming, Stephen King took his son to a McDonald's. And as a joke, Joe was made up with bruises, cuts, and scabs. The girl at the drive-thru called the police when she saw him. No shit. Yeah. It's so funny, guys. It's so funny. Guy. When, oh, yeah. when they were filming the scene when um, Tom Atkins slaps the kid, apparently like he did slap the kid. And Stephen King's mm-hmm. like, you're not going to hit him hard, or you're not going to hit him hard. Or, and like they were talking back and forth. And he, he didn't slap the kid. The kid slapped himself. Uh, that's, that's the a, gag. That's not, the worst thing. that's not what they were saying in the documentary. Really? Yeah. He's like, Stephen King was super worried that Tom Atkins was going to hurt his kid. And Tom Atkins like, I'm a professional here. I'm not, <laughs> not going to hurt your kid. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Stephen King was real worried about it. He was all upset. <laughs> and the kid smacked himself. I guess. I if you look at that shot, it's, it's him coming across his face like this and slapping the side of his face. Hmm. In Father's Day, Aunt Bedelia's father came to life after she spills wh- whiskey on his grave. Jim Bame. In Gaelic, the word for whiskey is translated as water of life and is possibly a nod to James Joyce and his book Finnegan's Wake. That right there is Game of Thrones fucking like level, <laughs> yeah. like digging. Yeah. In the book, a builder's laborer falls from a ladder and breaks his skull, but is revived when someone spills whiskey on his corpse at the wake. The story of Finnegan's Wake, in turn, is based off of an old Dublin Street ballad. I actually never noticed that until I was watching it just now. Oh, with the whiskey? Yeah, I never noticed that she spills the whiskey and he comes back up. Never. Never saw it. Well, you thought he yeah. just suddenly at seven years no, later that's... just wanted his cake? Yeah, I didn't think there was a reason. I thought he was like, he's back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> well, he's back. I was trying to figure out why the fuck that would bring him back. Bernie Sanders wants but, his babka. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie Sanders wants his chocolate-covered matzo. Yeah, we gotta... <laughs> Uh, the Ooh. prop 10 cent creep show comic book featured in the film was drawn and inked by veteran artist Jack Kamen, one of the artists for the original EC crime and horror comics of the 1950s. Creep show was a tribute to these comic books. Jack Kamen also created the comic book style poster for the film, which was also featured on the front of the plume creep show comic book adaptation, which Bernie Wrightson, another prolific horror comic artist, drew and inked the interiors for. Also, also RIP. RIP Bernie. Originally, Stephen King wanted Graham Ingalls, another EC artist, famous for his work on the title The Haunt of Fear, to do the artwork for the film's poster, but he refused. It was head of EC Comics' William M. Gaines who then suggested Jack Kamen to do the assignment. Kamen accepted. I mean, I love that about the movie. Yeah. Like the, all the different like comic strip things that they brought in and then how they did like some of the framing. Oh, yeah. The overlays are great. Yeah, awesome. you, yeah, yeah, you gotta imagine how like how painstaking hard. that was probably in 82 oh, it wasn't yeah. like easy like it is now because it's funny because like all the shit they did in that 
they like probably like worked their asses off to do but then you watch the documentary and the documentary is doing the same thing and it probably literally took yeah. those people <laughs> three seconds to do it on like some computer program mm-hmm. it's frame yeah. by frame yeah, yeah. Wh- who was one of the wasn't one of these guys associated with uh was it jack Hammond that was associated with heavy metal oh i don't know yeah probably right i don't know off the top of my head Adrian Barbo was still married to John Carpenter when Creepshow was released. Carpenter would make the film version of Stephen King's Christine, 1983, the following year. Yes, we did. King wrote and makes an appearance in Creepshow. Additionally, Hal Holbrook and Tom Atkins, who starred in this film, co-starred in The Fog from 1980 with Adrian and which Carpenter directed. And then Carpenter also did Body Bags, which is like another horror anthology that's fucking awesome. With the guy with, with the Mark Hamill's, with Mark Hamill's is in it, and what? then and then the one dude has his hair that comes to life. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Luke Skywalker. Yes. No, Luke Skywalker. No, another Mark I'm Hamill's. Like, <laughs> I just need to be the Joker. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Yeah. He's, he's got like pink eye in it. It's basically he's got like poop eye. Poop Was eye? this before or after his accident? This is um early nineties. Ninety three, I think, is body back. Accident? What accident? Mark Hamill's? Yeah. What is accident? Yeah, in between what was it? Uh, episodes. Uh, five and yourself. four and five or something. He got or five and six. He got herpes. Mark Hamill's got in a very bad car accident, almost died, and really? that's why at the beginning of uh Return of the Jedi, when he gets taken by the whatever the fucking the Wookies, not the Wookies, Jabba the Hutt, <laughs> no, <laughs> the fucking snow monster thing. Oh, the Wampa, the Wampa. He has that scar. That's, they had to work that into the fucking movie. That's in uh. That's in uh. uh uh, Empire Strikes Back. Not Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, sorry. Because nerds so are gonna be like, the, "That's no, why was the episode? <laughs> the snow plan is clearly on the second episode." <laughs> no, so, no, no. Yes. The, the nerds are like, "Stick to horror. Stick to fucking horror." <laughs> I don't know how you guys don't know that though. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> you listen. I love. Look, look. I love Star Wars, but I don't deep dive into Star Wars like some people. do. I deep dive into anything. Especially assholes. Give her, give her, give her, give her especially by assholes. deep dive, you go, Something you go. Into there and who? We call that spelunking. <laughs> by, by, by spelunking, Melissa means I went on my computer, went moviepilot.com, no. and the nerds told me <laughs> no, she just, these things. Yeah, yeah, she Listen, did, no, I just wink my magical little, like, not even my vagina. Well, I don't John, even need to do that. Just like a little cleavage, and they just they just scatter. They John, gave me the John news. gave you some credit when he said you had to actually type it in. For me, that's favorited. That, 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 that's yeah. like, what, <laughs> like, that's what comes up on no, your phone first. I don't, I do <laughs> not seek these stories out guys they come to me via the well, facebook there's a thing called, I, I, like, I just scroll there's a thing called they cookies know. so like when you go to a thing long enough they know you love it so like every oh, time you're scrolling through your fucking facebook feed that's all it is oh, i click like- on that clickbait all the time <laughs> and i get in there and i'm like God and what happened it! melissa what did you do what happened what happened melissa i kept clicking i don't know and then what happened what did, what did you ruin for yourself what did i ruin oh, game, game of, of thrones? thrones no i didn't she didn't read it i sent you the screenshot of that i did not read it i don't think i don't i think you did <laughs> no i, I am did. one of those people that i i can be patient i can be very patient because <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's a screener online for the next episode already so oh, people yeah, already know what yeah. the next week's episode oh, is god damn it why, do you want, why would you want to ruin it for yourself just wait I, until I, the damn people it. ruin yeah, everything you guys got a fire stick yeah. i'll watch it tonight mm. And finally, George Romero went on to adapt Stephen King's novel, The Dark Half, in 1993, as a film. The, the film. And The Dark Half isn't like, we're not talking about Ted Dance and Whoopi Goldberg anymore, no, either. Yeah, no, no. No. <laughs> it's one of my favorite That's um, books. awesome, by the way. Movies. That should be a shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the Dark Half, Ted Danson and Blackface. <laughs> so bad. Uh, oh, my I God. Just, I wonder how fast we get a cease and desist letter from fucking uh, <laughs> <it's laughs> lawyers. I'm doing it. It's happening right now. Studio House Design, 
Smelly Ellie should make that. That would be a fucking 10. You cannot make that. It'll just be Whoopi Goldberg and then Ted Danson in my face. The dark half. It's so perfect. It's terrible. I'm sorry. I regret telling you guys. Oh my God. The dark half featured Ed Harris's wife, Amy Madigan. Harris went on to appear in Needful Things in 93 as Sheriff Alan Pangborn, a character who originally appeared in oh the Dark Oh my half. god, you know what it just reminded me of? Now that you're talking about Stephen King stuff. What? The movie we watched. What movie did it make you watch, Steph? Return to Sam's Lot. Oh my Have you goodness. ever seen that, John? No. It is the worst. Oh my god. So our boy's in it. Michael Moriarty is in it. Oh. And yeah. Okay, it's not good. No, it's it, not. He's a like, good and that's a sweaty vampire, and that's a sweaty vampire. <laughs> it may be the most like absurd fucking movie. Like it, it's up there with like top ten absurd movies. It is so. It's is this so straight? Bad. Is this straight to TV or is it? I don't know if it was straight to TV or not. Who directed it? Uh some nobody. Uh, it is the worst piece. of It's garbage. literally. It's just a. It's just a fucking cash grab. Is all it is. But yeah, it's so. The bad. fact that it exists. Oh wait, guess who's in it as a child? Tara Reid. Oh yeah, Tyra Reed. <laughs> Tyra yes. Reed plays like one of the vampire kids. Yes, pepperoni nipple boot job. <laughs> Tara Reed. What happens when Aww. she dies? There's like a scene where they're um they're burning all the coffins for the vampires, and she's just walking, and she walks between them, and then she kind of walks backward, and she's like ah ah. And then suddenly she's on fire. It makes no <laughs> sense. Is she a vampire? She's clearly not even yeah, touching yeah, the fire. Yeah, she's a vampire. yeah, it's really bad. Michael Moriarty is like when you watch that movie, you feel like you're on acid and you're drunk, <laughs> but like. Yeah, you're just completely sober. And nothing about it makes sense. The movie's weird, and the guy like gets what happens? The, the old dude gets his foot caught in a bear trap. Yeah, and so like the rest of the movie, he's supposed to be hobbling. He's supposed to be limping, he, but yeah. like he forgets, so it's like hop, hop, hop. But then he's walking regular, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like you can tell, like the director's probably like, "Your foot's fucked up. What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh," and he starts hopping again for like three steps. Yes, it's so <laughs> it's, terrible. It's the best. Oh uh, yes, yeah, so you should watch it. Um, so that's it. That's it for the trivs. I uh, got some trivia. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, god. Um, and it's just some quick shit about um, George Romero. So just a little history here. So, George Romero was slated to direct, originally he was supposed to direct the film version of The Stand before it was a know, TV miniseries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was supposed to direct Resident Evil. Mm. but I kind of wish that happened. But. He, his script didn't get chosen. They ended up taking that Paul Dingleberry dude that, oh, did, that did event Poop Risings. Uh, he was slated to do, as we know, we said it before, uh, Pet Cemetery, and he was also slated to direct the film version of Sam's Lot, which was also opted to be like uh, Toby Hoops, like a made-for-TV kind yeah. of thing. Hmm. It's better for that actually because it's like a longer story. And Toby Hooper did an awesome job with it. Mm. He used to shoot short films that were used in Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Like the little things, yeah. Like the puppets. He was offered no, no, like, like these, like weird, like short, like, yeah, like yeah, instructional yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He was offered three million by Rubenstein to make the fourth zombie film in the early nineties, but passed to develop the script again for Universal, which ended up in development hell. He mm -hmm. just like kept trying to like do that mummy, like he was obsessed with it. Did you do Bag of Bones with uh, Pierce Bronson? Because that was the worst. Bag of Bones. That's a Stephen King book. Is it? But they made oh, it into a horrible no, no, what about made that? What for about, TV movie. What's that Peter Jackson one? Lovely Bones. Oh, that's not, no. that's not Stephen King, is it? No. No, no. no, no I read that book. I, the book. I read the book, but yeah, no. You said Bones. The Tooch, so. the tooch is the, in The Tooch is in oh. it, and the Tooch is like touching kids' oh, Tooches. We can't right? talk about yeah, it. It's upsetting. I, I don't want to remember that. The Tooch, Marky Mark. The Tooch <laughs> is doing Toochception because he's like, I'm the Tooch, and I'm touching a kid's Tooch. No. Is your mind blown? It's really upsetting. Uh, he was born in the Bronx, and then later in life, he became uh, became like a Canadian citizen. 
Hmm. Died in his sleep while listening to the score of The Quiet Man after a brief but aggressive battle with lung cancer. Soundtrack for that's very good. The Quiet Man soundtrack. Mm. Very good. Very good indeed. That's sad that mm. he died. Yeah. He's, well, it's good he died in his sleep. I guess that's a good way to go. Mm. It's weird because it, it must, it, like, it was, like, it must have been, like, a very short and just, like, very aggressive battle. Like, you know, like get cancer, like, lung cancer in particular can be one of these things where it drags on for a long time or it just kills you in a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's weird because typically people who smoke don't get that form of cancer. The they aggressive They one, don't yeah. get the aggressive one. They get the one that just kind of lingers and they live for a long time. The, the people, the is... people who don't smoke, are the ones that get like the killer. Yeah. It's like, oh, we got lung cancer, and then they're dead in two months. Yeah, that was our, my neighbor. She was, she was dead within like three months. When yeah. She was like, no, she oh was not a, not a smoker. They, they must have not expected it because he was in production to do that other zombie movie. Well, it's weird. You know what I was thinking? I was like, dude, you, you, you know, it's funny because like when you watch the um when you watch just desserts, they go back like, and you see like the 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 different you know like before John Carpenter. I mean, not John Carpenter, George Romero was wearing those ridiculous glasses. glasses. <laughs> I love those glasses. But like, no, they compliment him as an old guy. But yeah. like when he was like middle-aged, like he didn't have those glasses. No. He just was like gray-haired, a little he heavier. He was a husky guy. Yeah. yeah, he was like husky. He's super tall, right? But at the, yeah, he's tall. And at the same time, he's like very soft-spoken though. So I just like urge everybody to watch that. Like somehow just go buy it or watch the Just Desserts thing because it gives you the feels so much for George Romero because everybody that he was surrounded with Loved him to death. Yeah. Like there wasn't one person that was like, "No, fuck that guy's name." He's a pretty affable guy. guy. Everybody says he's just super approachable. When they were making a movie, you know, people would come up to him, and he wasn't like a dictator. It was like a democracy when they were making a movie. It was like all friends. Like you know, it was all for the betterment of the movie. Like even this, even um, Creep Show. Everybody says like this movie would not have been made if he didn't have the crew behind him that was willing to like do all the extra stuff with him to make the movie like what it was. Like the people that worked in the art department, like did stuff for like just like half the cost just to make the shots look better. Yeah. And it's cool that we are covering something that isn't one of his zombie movies. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. And it's like, and it's one of those movies like it wasn't made. It, like even the people, all the people that were involved in this movie, like they didn't know Warner Brothers had picked up the movie until they went to go see the actual screening of the movie, and the Warner Brothers logo was in the front, and they were like, "Holy shit, this is fucking crazy!" Like Warner Brothers actually picked up a movie. That's insane because they're just making it. They're making it in Pittsburgh. You know, yeah. it's just a bunch of guys like building up their their own sets and everything in Pittsburgh, and then it must it just must have been like a really awesome feeling yeah. for the for the and, guys. And just watching the documentary, and then we've talked about this before with other movies and stuff, and other documentaries. Listening to the people, the way they talk about it, it was the best time of their oh lives. Oh my god, that's working what on these movies says. in and the eighties. And, and you know that reminds me of um, when we went to the three D. Um, oh, when we the, the guy who talked about Rottweiler, the guy who had Rottweiler. He's like, yeah. you know, like we talk, like I, he's like I've talked to many because he still works out in Hollywood. The guy who directed Rottweiler. He's like, I talked to many guys that you know went on to do movies. He's like, and when you get together with a bunch of guys that used to direct movies or work in movies in the eighties, you just talk about it like it was the golden age because like there was no rules. You could just fucking close the street off, tell like a local police officer you needed the street closed off, and they, they'd be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. I guess we'll let you do that. And then we could just drive cars down there doing like 90 miles per hour and not have to worry about anything. He's yeah. like, now you have to get permits and everything like this, that, and the other thing. And it just seems like there was so much freedom for, for creativity, too. Because but they didn't have yeah. a lot of money in a lot of these cases. Well, so they, yeah, they had trying to. Well, particularly right. like in their case, this movie, because it was like a movie that wasn't made in Hollywood. It right. was like, it was made in Pittsburgh. It was made on the East Coast. So like, they weren't under any it was basically like what was Stephen King and what was George Romero's vision? And like in nineteen eighty two you couldn't find like two bigger names in horror to be like 
just mashed together, you yeah. know? It's just and then, been, and been with like Tom Savini working on the special effects, it's like, and it's then crazy. Tom And it's yeah. cool for Tom Savini, too, because Tom Savini was known, like, and they say it in the documentary as well, like, he was known as, like, the Lord the of wizard, Gore. The Wizard of Gore, the whatever he called Gore. himself. I am the Wizard Master. <laughs> this was, like, his first movie where he was actually able to make, like, creatures and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, he was that. super so, excited so about it. he was, like, it. super excited to be able to make, um, uh, Fluffy. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, Which holds up years oh, and years later. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. so good. And, you know, um, he did The Creeper, obviously, and he did, uh, and but a lot of the stuff was very minimal because they didn't have a lot of money, so, like, a lot of, uh, we'll get to it as we go on, but a lot of stuff was, like, wasn't as complicated as you thought it would be, but then other stuff is way more complicated than it yeah. looks in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, some and of dangerous. the shots I had to do, and super dangerous, <laughs> because basically it was Tom Savini and a 17-year-old that did all the special yes. effects, that's no. it. <laughs> it wasn't the yeah. same 17-year-old that died. Oh, he from didn't the burning. Say. From the burning, it might have been, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't get the deets on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the burning was what eighty six or something like that. No, it was no, uh, it was eighty one. It was eighty one. Yeah. So then it could. So um, then it could have been. Well, I don't know when he died though. So not it, long it, after it, the it burning, well, it very well could have been, but I don't know. How did he yeah. die? Was it a suicide or was it no, an it was accident? Like a stun or something like that. Yeah, yeah. helicopter crash. It was a Fred Bogan. Like, yeah. Incident. Yeah. But uh, there's also the document of the dead, which I haven't watched yet, but that chronicles all of behind the scenes of George Romero's zombie stuff. I tried to watch stuff. Well, I tried to watch some of that, and that. That fails in the same way, kind of like the street trash like documentary failed. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I feel like that guy's not that guy's not meant to be a do- like. I feel like the people who did this, the, who did uh, Just Desserts, are like they know how to do a documentary and they know how to do it well and they know how to keep the person involved and they know how to do the edits very well. Whereas, like when I was trying to watch some of the documentary, that it was just very long takes of mm-hmm. George Romero just talking, but it really, it's not that it wasn't interesting. It was just kind of like blah 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 kind of stuff. Yeah. Know? Were the people that did Just Desserts, were they involved in the making of the movie I don't know. originally at all? Or? I didn't look at that I think either. It's, okay. Isn't that the red shirt one? So it's the people that do the stuff for... Red sleeves? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, red shirt productions, they do, like, usually if there's a, a, especially with Shout Factory and stuff like that, if there's usually, like, commentary or something like that, they produce it. Okay. Well, they got most of the people. I mean, everybody was involved in the movie for the most part, so the people that were dead and Stephen King, because he's fucking, he's, he's too dope. Mm. He's just like, yo, I can't not. Nah. Because he's Steve. You he's know? like, oh, I mean, Steve. He'd, he'd be doing a documentary of. Oh, every well, other real day. quick, I want to say, real quick, I want to say, it's like Stephen King, like everybody was saying, he was like very like regimented person. So, like, they were like, they were like, how long is it going to take you to write the script for, um, for Creep Show? So, you guys a working script for it. And he's like, it'll take me six months and like, or three it, months it or was whatever like, it was. short of it, it was like 60 days. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. no, you're right. 60 days. Like, give me 60 days. And he said 60 days to the day he delivered it because he's like super regimented. Even to this day with his writing, that's how he's able to like mm. just crank out books. He's like, he writes X amount of time on X amount of days of the week, month, and year, and he can deliver novels like clockwork because yeah. he sticks to it and he only has yeah. like a day off on Sundays. Right. He like doesn't write. 30 years holidays, from now, yeah. somebody will probably be talking about The Dark Tower like it was the best movie ever made. Oh my God. No, <laughs> that released <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> that's all you're going to hear when that movie 18%, comes out. 18%. No, it came out yesterday. 18% on the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I believe it. Oh. That's not good, right? No. I don't know. That's the worst. I don't, I don't understand Rotten Tomatoes scale. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't. 100% Jessup is you need to go watch this as the second coming of Christ. Uh, yeah. And then the lower you get from that, it's so Sandra, Sandra Bullock is congeniality too bullshit. But, I mean, did the trailer lead you to believe it was going to be anything no. more than that? Well, I mean, no. But like, didn't they tried to hype it up just like they did for Ghostbusters where they were like, oh yeah, you know, Bill signed off on it. Like they tried to say that with Stephen King where he was like, he was happy with it. Well, to be it. fair, Stephen King, like, he's, he been, loves he's been talking about it. Like he loves on, it. On Facebook, I follow him on Facebook and he's Same. like, I got it. I got uh, the Dark Tower and something else coming out and he's like, 
they're all good. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> not they all can't be good. Yeah, no, <laughs> SK. I mean, well, SK. I want to believe you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The, Steve, the, the, the Mister the Mister Mercedes series is coming out too. That's I mean, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Super high hopes for it, but as far as like, I mean, listen, Dark Tower is a nearly impossible thing to do mm-hmm. if you're just gonna. I mean, in the capacity that they're trying to do it, that needs to be a TV show. Or it's not. It just can't be anything. Yeah, like, it's what, too. It's too. When it was involved. supposed to be a TV show, it was a hype as shit for it because, and I don't want it to necessarily follow the books because, like, listen, the books are like all over the place. But like, as far as like quality and what's good and what's not good. But if you do what kind of Game of Thrones did and you like keep some stuff and throw other stuff away, then you could really had a good story there. Yeah. But they didn't do it because they're fucking stupid. Yeah. Bam, 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 it's too bad. All right, so let's uh, let's get in the, into the movie. All right, so like, yeah, so the movie starts off with little Joe Hill, and he's getting yelled no, at. No, the story starts out with Jessup and his father, real pissed off because yeah. a he didn't leave the door open. hundred <laughs> percent, little Jessup, yeah. and b he found his inside porn collection. Yeah, that, I mean that is that is legit written down. Number one thing my, in my, my notes. Da- my dad was. My parents were actually good. They weren't. They weren't snooping because honestly, I wasn't a good hider. And it, and it, and <laughs> As it, we learned, and it would not have taken much for them to find all my porn. I they were just like sneezing in your room, and then all the porn would fall out of all the loose places. Pretty much. <laughs> I, yeah. I, what I used to do was I used to have this little like shelf, and then underneath the shelf was a piece of wood, and I would just pull out the wood, and there was like a gap between the bottom of the shelf and the rug, and I had like six porns oh. under there, and then I didn't have a lock on my door, so I would. Look at the porns, and I would sit against my bunk bed and have my feet pressed up against the door, and I would just be like, eh. <laughs> oh my God. and I remember I wasn't smart, like I would never like pre-prepare, so I would just like splooge all over like the red rugs and then try to clean up <laughs> and like smear it. My mom would be like, "Why is all this Elmer's glue? Uh, no, uh, no, Jessup, uh, you're so creative. Uh, you're gonna be an artist one day, aren't you, Jessup?" And I'm like, "Yeah, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> mom, I'm working on my crafts." I also used to lay the Playboy like centerfolds out on my bed and pretend I was like having sex with a woman. I'd be like, "Oh, you're so you're all mine now. You're so you're <laughs> oh so my flat. God. You're so flat, but you're uh, all mine, aren't you?" Is uh, this before this is, this you the, did like the whole poster between yeah, this, the this two is, shelves? That was the progender to yeah. the flashlight, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm oh, like, God. oh, I ruined another one because it should be all wet and like holy. What? Where did you get I, these be from? Because you couldn't it. just walk in and buy them, right? Did no, you did you I take was, them from your dad? No, I steal them from my friend's house. My friend, like the neighbor, Mike, was, was the, it Mike? Everybody always no, had no, a neighbor. No, okay. It wasn't Mike. It was it was Jeff. Actually, See, I got I got VHS tapes from my neighbor well, from his dad's porn collection. Jeff's stepdad had in his like in the man's bathroom. So there was like the regular bathroom upstairs, and there was like oh, the no. man's bathroom, which was on like the regular floor that like the mom didn't use at all. But she knew the porns were in there, and there was a basket in the corner <laughs> oh, with with Playboys stacked up from the floor mm-hmm. to the ceiling, and I would just take porn from like the bottom of the stack and i'd be like okay this one's good and they would drive me home i would stay there for the weekend and so like i always made sure before i was done there i'd take a piss in the room slip a playboy in my pants with my belt and then walk out like everything was cool (laughs) did jeff ever get flack from you taking the fucking magazines he used to take them too and then like he how did the dad not figure out that they're he didn't care because he had so many and if he did know he didn't give a shit because he had so fucking many of them but then jeff Jeff was like really scared because his parents are really religious, so he would hide them. What? He would hide them up in the attic under the insulation, and his and so yeah. So like when we would when we wanted to look at porns over Jeff's house, we had to wait until his parents were asleep, and then we would turn on the lights and we'd creep up into the attic and try to be really like sneaky so they couldn't <laughs> hear us, and we would like go to the back of the attic and pull up the foam, and we'd just sit there in like the hottest shit attic <laughs> oh looking God. at naked bitches. Well, then Jeff like grew up obviously and left the house. No. And, and, and went out on his own was doing like his own thing and then his dad decided to put set, 
to put central air in the house. Oh my god! Because there was no there was no ductwork, so his dad's up there lifting up all the insulation to start doing like putting like fucking the ductwork down and found like a fucking just stockpile of old dried out <laughs> oh, porn that had been chilling up there for oh like ten god. years. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, so he just says, "Chef, like I'm not mad, but I just found all this fucking shit up in the attic, like all these old Playboy magazines, and I don't understand how they got up there." And Jeff just started cracking up. Right <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, they're me and Jesse's from like fucking ten years ago." Oh wow! <laughs> so it's a puberty relic. Oh wow! <laughs> but seriously though, Tom Atkins comes in and finds a dude. Well, I mean, like, while he's yelling at him and like the uh, Joe, Joe Hill can't take him seriously because he doesn't have a fucking mustache. Right. He's like, I don't know, like what I'm looking at here. You look like an orangutan. <laughs> he's got like that fucking thing. He's like, it's like he's like he looks like Stephen King where he's got like that four inch room between the, lip. between the bottom of his nose yeah. and the top of his yeah. Up, yeah. top lip. Like, you know, something there's like a silhouette of what something that should be there, but yeah. it's not there. And there's like, yeah, it's, it's like, well, and the skin, it's disturbing. And the, the skin color is also very different. It's like yeah. that skin color looks very young it's, and milky. It's where, like where like the rest of it looks weathered. It's like yeah. whenever they show a haunted house and you know, there was supposed to be a picture frame on the wall because there's a silhouette of dust around it. <laughs> That's where the turd stash was supposed to occupy. But it, like, Nothing's there well, right it's now. Like, yeah, it's like after watching a fat woman lay on the sand in the beach, and then she gets up and she's done, but like her fucking little outline's still there, and you're like, yeah, the fat woman was once there, right? And you see, were, you, you see her chicken bones there because she was eating chicken wings on the beach. And, yeah. and that's, that's, kind of that's oddly specific. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. last time I was at the beach, I was digging my toes in the sand, and I was like, no. oh, I love digging my toes in the sand. It's what is this? And it was a chicken wing. It's bone. usually yeah. And then there's also cigarette butts. Usually. And then I looked over to the right. The beaches? Were, are you guys fucking going? And then yeah. Wildwood. And then I looked. Oh. I looked so you guys go like, oh, let's go to the shore. Let's go to the trashiest fucking beach. Well, I want that go- Jersey offers. No, I like characters, so I like to go to a beach where there's people having like deep fry sessions, like on the <laughs> beach. Like, who brings a deep fryer to the beach? Well, this family did. That's right next to us. That's cool. <laughs> what the fuck? I never like. I never had the hankering for taquitos when I was on the beach, but <laughs> apparently some people do. Um. So here's the most unrealistic part of this movie: the kid gets his comic book confiscated, and instead of like reacting like a normal child, like suck it up, yeah, do something else. You rat on your dad about your dad's porn collection yeah. to the mom. He's, Dude, you're going to be using that shit later. Why would you fucking do that? He's like, I found your Ramrod and your Cockfight magazines in there, dad. Are you a homo? <laughs> <laughs> Ramrod and Cockfights? No, but it's weird because like he's so pissed off that he found like this that he found like this horror comic, but meanwhile, his son's room literally has bats yes. taped to the ceiling dangling. Yeah. And I don't know why he's fixated on like he's like, not my son. My listen, my son's allowed to have fucking just weird shit all over his room, but God forbid he has one comic book. <laughs> I told him he can listen to one ministry song and what does he pick? Every day is Halloween. But, Every fucking day <laughs> but in I mean, his house. That is true though, because like when I was a kid, I had fucking naked pictures of women on my walls. But God forbid I had garbage pal kids. My mom was like, Shanna, that's where I draw the line. Garbage pal kids is where I draw the line, Jess up. It's weird. She didn't like it. It's a weird choice. My mom didn't care that I had naked women on my walls, but I couldn't say poop or shit. It, it, was, like, it was like the end. God forbid I said poop. Well, we were allowed to say fart when I was a kid. You're so. like a child. Fart? None yeah. of it. You're like a child saying poop. You can look at that clitoris on the wall all you want, but you better not say poop. Little Jesse. I the couldn't ar- say shut up. The arbitrary lines that parents drew. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we proceeded to cross. I wanted to fucking kill my mom when she just told me. I just came home and she's like, yeah, I'm just throwing garbage back kids. And I was just like, what did I do? They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's time like, to grow up, Jessup. No, and I was like, why did you do that? Because like I had like, I used to keep my garbage back kids in like an old, like, you remember the fucking goddamn little snap cases, the fucking, uh, 
the, yes. the, the, the butt wipes used to come yes. in. Yeah, the wipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would. I had all my garbage pail kids in, in old butt wipe containers, so they smelled like butt wipes. <laughs> I don't know why. They I smelled thought, like ass raggings. Yeah. So, but I don't know why I thought that was a good like. But they did smell clean. Yeah. And it's like they're gone. <laughs> oh, it's and terrible. Like, why? But then years later, my mom bought me a collection at like uh, Wizard World. She's like, "Here's some of your garbage pail kids back," and I was like, "You're all right, mom." What a mean mom. You bitch. You still owe me job. fucking seven seven of the series. You cunt. Well, after Joe Hill um, c- calls his dad out for his sex books, he slaps him across the face. Mm-hmm. And the mom, like, they're then they're like downstairs. Yeah. The mom is so timid. She's like, you know, you shouldn't have done that. No, but, you know, you probably beat me, so I'm not going to say anything. She's crocheting. Yeah. Like, so like, That's th- why God made fathers. And he's like, it's Miller time. He just starts drinking his beer. Yeah, he does. And he says that line. I, oh. oh, man. I was, I was scared. <laughs> well, I was having flashbacks. So then it cuts up to, to Joe Hill, who's like, I hope you rot in hell. And then he looks out the window and he sees the creep, the, mm-hmm. the creeper out there. I fucking love the face so weird. Joe Hill's making because he looks. No, no, he he's, looks, be, he's trying to be devious. He looks like a genuinely like happy as fuck kid. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, Joe Hill and Tom Savini were like best buds throughout this movie because Tom Savini just had like this like workshop where he had all shit in, it and he would just let little Joe Hill in there and like play with all the shit all the time. And so they're like best friends, like inseparable. So yeah, he sees the creeper at the window. The creeper kind of like gestures to him like, come here, come here. Yeah. And then like we said earlier, all that hard work is just fucking pushed aside and it's like an animation. And it the, does, anima- yeah. the animation's it's fucking great. good though. Yeah. No, the it is good. Really good. I, I really like how they transition from the movie to, to the animation in this. Kind of goes to the comic book and then it's Father's the, Day. Father's Day, right. Which is the first story. Um, and it, it opens up on a, a family in a sitting room eating, high society. eating Super scones. High society. Oh, no. Pass the scones. scones. <laughs> Pass, you're such a hog. <laughs> oh my God. You Why is look married an one? enormous hog? <laughs> it's like a weird country club where people eat like weird foods that you didn't yeah. know existed. Like here's prawns and cream cheese <laughs> and like oysters with like horseradish beer juice like it none of nothing makes sense you're just like i guess this is stuff people eat so you just go over and you start dipping a prawn in cream cheese and you're like, oh, yes. i would try that and scones i guess what isn't good with cream cheese though scones? i ask of you yeah. scones i'm telling you right now if you ever get some scones get some clotted fucking cream yeah and put that on your scone you're gonna be like this what is this a scone, a scone. <laughs> it's just a fucking delicious pastry it's a biscuit it's a pastry. Sh- is it a pastry or is it a biscuit? It's something in between. It's a pastry mm-hmm. biscuit shot out of Jesus's ass. Best with chocolate chips. That, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, chocolate chips. Chocolate yeah. chips. Yeah, they make them. You yeah. put anything oh delicious inside of a scone. They exist. Yeah. Where Where do you get these? Cr- Cranberry orange Probably Starbucks. Are good actually, too. they have vanilla oh, bean ones. Snarbucks. Snarbucks is not good. No, their their fucking scones suck, man. You got to get them from like a legit bakery or Whole Foods yeah, has Whole good Foods ones. Whole Foods chocolate chip scones. Yeah, best. Their scones are just, they're pretty good. I feel like I'm like uh, you're missing out, John. Uh, apparently, I I'm guess. right now. Do you we'll, dip them in something, or you just no, you eat just them eat with them. coffee? Or yeah, like, yeah, Steph's gonna promise. Steph's gonna promise to get you scones, no. but guess what? It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Just like, your, just like your Land Yeggers. I've made scones before. Too. No, you know what we'll do? We'll make you some scones with Land Yeggers in them. <laughs> 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 to the like little meat pies. <laughs> little savory meats. Yeah, so they're they're sitting around, they're waiting for Aunt Bedelia to come. And, Aunt um, Bedelia. And this is basically when they explain the backstory about Aunt she Bedelia. Apparently to, murdered yeah, to her Ed father. Harris. The high yeah. society bitch starts yeah. explaining it. Yeah. Well, you're in the family now, Ed Harris. So, like, that comes with like, well, you being an accomplice to murder, basically. I love how they yeah. keep calling Ed Harris like a boy, but meanwhile he's like 47 <laughs> in this movie. Like, oh, that boy, he's so sweet. That boy. If I ever saw a boy that looked yeah. like Ed Harris, I'd fucking be shit scared. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. First yeah. off, that boy has like immense cheekbones. <laughs> like you can make scones off the cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> you can roll the scon the scon dough in his cheekbones. And just, uh, yeah. and let, you can let the scon dough rise in his cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so, I think society bitch basically says that there was like a Freudian thing going on between Bedelia and her dad. Yeah, like they were like yeah. or something like that. And he it's was weird. terribly jealous of Bedelia. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. there, when you're jealous. in high society, it almost sounds like you're trying to push out a fart and it's so close to cresting your asshole but never quite does. Yeah, the so waspy. She like finally she was taking care of her father who yeah. was ill. Yeah, um, stroke at like 108. Yeah. And so she finally fell in love with this older man and mm-hmm. her father had him murdered and then so that's when she, she lost in a hunting yeah. accident. So yeah. they're saying like they're they're saying that yeah, he had a stroke and then Bedelia had to like nurse him or whatever mm-hmm. and and Bedelia started dating a 75-year-old, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. That, so the 75-year-old was much older than her, but she looks like she's 77, <laughs> so I don't understand like why that was why yeah. supposed to be older like in the flashback. Data made no attempt in the flashbacks to make no. her look younger. Dude, no. you know what's awesome? If you watch, uh, so the hunting accident that happens where like he apparently, the father apparently has him killed, Yeah. you need to watch the fucking extras, and there's like a Tom Savini thing where it shows all the retarded ass fucking goddamn heads he made for the hunters. Oh my god. <laughs> it looks like someone put like pizza dough over like a watermelon and said that's a head. And they put like a little hunter hat on it and he just he's exploding them and it's supposed to look like the hunter. <laughs> oh. I don't know which one they went with, but clearly none of the ones that are in this thing. <laughs> you don't see that. They look don't terrible. you see him get shot and like he just flies back into like a pond? I, I don't mm-hmm. think they ended up using any of them because they're fucking they're terrible. Bad. He was like they, it looks like he had a 17 year old do it because there's yeah. nothing that looks like anatomy wise. He like was looking human. at he like, not perfected like, like his maniac. Yeah, no, it, does, it doesn't look good. He was looking at like food fighters, and he's like, "Man, that guy looks like a pizza, like a piece of pizza with a soldier's helmet." We'll put this in. Yeah. The thing. So yeah, apparently Bedelia had enough, and she bashed her father's head in with an ashtray. And apparently, like ashtrays are like a big thing. A big in this marble. Movie. It's, a, it's a marble. Ashtray. It's like a reoccurring theme in the movie with ashtrays. And she I don't returns know. every Father's Day, every seven, seven years, years, because she's overwhelmed with guilt. At exactly 6 p.m. And we owe all of our love and money to her. Blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> George Romero did a little like tribute to John, John Carpenter with Bedelia drinking the, the Jim Bean. Mm. Is the thing. Yeah, so the, the whole thing, the, her ritual, ritual is she shows up, she goes to the, the grave, she meditates for an hour, which apparently means she, gets, she gets drunk, and then she goes to the house and they have a baked ham mm. dinner. Mm-hmm. It, it escalates yeah. real quick, so she goes out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real quick. And she's like, so she's she, so sad too. She's like, I'm sorry. So she's over there, she's drinking or whatever, and she keeps having flashbacks of of mm-hmm. like her Bernie Sanders looking dad. <laughs> yeah, I want my cake. Padilla. I want my cake. Where I is want my, my political revolution. <laughs> you said you'd bring me political revolution, and then we get Trump. What is this bullshit, <laughs> you, you dirty bitch? You told me there'd be health care for everyone and affordable. Affordable health care and living wages for everyone, Bedelia. <laughs> Did you see when the bird landed on my cane? Everybody wow. saw wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Can you guys like keep your political shit to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> You're getting like out of control right now. And she's in there trying to mix batter. Like I can't bring political revolution no. with just ba- with just baby batter. I can't do it. <laughs> so then you get yeah you get the flashback. He's screaming, he's screaming, he's screaming. Uh, I don't know, like John said it before we're recording, but why, like, you have yeah. all this shit. Why wouldn't you just have the maid well, making the, the cake? The maid is giving her the biggest, like, 
Side eye? Side eye face. Like, like yep, make that cake, bitch. Like, like, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, like, that's not how you make a cake, girl. Yeah. Mm. And 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 also, also the, the cake was pretty much done. Was All she done. had to do was write something in icing on top of it. <laughs> well, at that point, he was screaming and slamming his cake. No, yeah. Yeah. The, table. The, cake, the cake is done, and she just keeps going overboard with the icing, and it's <laughs> yeah. like there's like four inches and of now icing. Yeah. Just, now it's just an icing mountain, and what yeah. are you going to do with that shit? I mean, I do like a lot of icing on my cake. <laughs> so do I. I always I, want the boat there. How does she? even sneak up on him she doesn't she just bashes she him. just, just walks like, over and bashes you him. don't have to fucking the, the, the guy's bound to a fucking chair yeah, yeah. the cane i mean he's just basically like a little veggie except he just mm-hmm. got his cane and he, he slams his cane down yeah she would have murdered him years ago why didn't she just get him fudgy the whale <laughs> he made everybody's fucking exactly. life easier should have got a carvel cake well because he's with out super there. mario and like, everything went good it's not like he's out there like if someone's making you cake you gotta be patient like okay they're making me a cake so i appreciate this person but she's he's like, like he, you, you, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you know what he is he's a fucking ingrate he's an ingrate what he is. that's what i would do <sighs> it's like steph cooks me like a nice meal i'm like this this could be better yeah. Uh, how long did you take making this box, this sautéed bok choy? Mm, under seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> story, story of my life. I mean, this meat is a, is, a, is a little dry. I mean, it's not dry when I put it in my mouth because I have spit in my mouth. But you know, I've had better meat. No, <laughs> oh, these aren't cured meats. <laughs> so, did you make this? Okay. <laughs> I guess it's a curious choice. Uh, I wouldn't have done that. Could have uh, better. <laughs> it's funny how the meat's not good. <laughs> oh my god! I would have I made it good. Yeah, it was May. So she's just like hanging out in the grave. Yep, she crying. Put, put some fresh flowers there. She's crying. She drinking. She's Does drinking. She do like a she's little, boozing. like a little toast to him. Like, well, she's, happy Father's well, no, she's, Day. She starts getting pissed off. She's like, "You called me a bitch. Yeah. You boot like a killer murderer. You oh, ungrateful bastard." And then she like drops the bottle of whiskey, and the the juices seep into the soil, and they mm. reanimate his corpse like I, immediately. Yeah, I love his arm just pops right out. But, yeah, this is and cool. she just lays there and screams. She lays there and screams, and then Herbert West comes around a headstone. And he's like, "Really? That's all it fucking took <laughs> was fucking whiskey? <laughs> three movies? Three <laughs> movies? I did." So they like um, it's funny because they actually rented. They didn't. They rented this. I want to say rent, but it was like an estate from like a wig importer. Mm. wig importer okay so there's apparently there's a lot of money in wigs uh, there's a lot of money in wigs apparently and so like he was like you can use certain certain like parts of it for a certain amount of time so like they weren't supposed to make a lot of disruptions so they could like had this one little area of the yard where they were allowed to make like this cemetery and so they had like the grave dug out because they were afraid they were going to bury this guy alive so they had like dug a hole and they kind of put a piece of plywood with the guy like laying underneath of it and then they put mealworms in the eye well the Mm. actor that was playing him would not allow them to put mealworms on it because he was too freaked out by Ugh. it. So then they had one of the women that was part of the art department get dressed up as him, and then they put the mealworms in the eye. They were supposed to be maggots, but yeah. it's always mealworms. Also, always right? mealworms. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then he comes crawling out. It is amazing how quickly he gets out of the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's never talked about. I like the freaking the voice effects they do. Yes. It's kind of like a recurring theme throughout the movie where it's like kind of gurgly yeah. and like watery sound. Yeah, they do it in the next one, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, they do it and uh, to tide you over, yeah. and they do it with um yeah with Stephen King's character too. He comes out, he he like drags out, and he's like, "Where's my cake? It's it's Father's Day. I want my chocolate covered matzo." <laughs> is it time for the political revolution yet? When is yeah. the political revolution coming? And it's not the political revolution that's coming. It's fucking disco fever that's coming because then it cuts immediately oh, to my. 
the best fucking scene ever. And this is the bit like this, I was this disturbed. Is, this is equivalent to in Friday the Thirteenth Part Four when Chris fucking Crispin Glover is yes. doing his like weird heavy metal <laughs> dance that like doesn't like match up with the music and, at and, all. And Part Five. Oh yeah, Part Five is amazing as well. When she's pop locking and dropping. <laughs> well, oh, like yeah. she, she's God, she's not great. yeah. She's not too aggressive with it, but no, the, the dan- Ed, Ed Harris's dance moves Man, are. Is this is what <laughs> this is. This is what Ed, Ed, Ed Harris's dance move look like. Like a mating ritual of like an exotic bird. Yeah, yeah. That, that is that is true. <laughs> it's like the balding Harris hawk combs its hair forward in an attempt to hide its shiny scalp and attract the hornier female. <laughs> Well, the she way was that Chick it. was dancing yeah. too was a little bit oh. crazy. And how long so, was that song? Or were they just looping it? And her mother was like, "Turn that shit down." Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, so it like Olivia when they John. when they interview Ed Harris, he's like trying to distance himself from this movie like so much, like because like, of that, like so much, like he's in it. And I was actually shocked that they actually got him mm-hmm. in the interview. And they're talking to George Romero, and George Romero's like, "Yeah, you know." I got got in touch with George with uh, Ed Harris, and um, I thought he was a big time Hollywood actor by this time, but he wasn't. He wasn't at all. Oh my god, <laughs> he was doing nothing. So I just asked him, "You want to be in this movie?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll be in the movie. Hell yeah!" And then it cuts to Ed Harris, and Ed Harris is like, "Yeah, I just did it as a favor to George." For George. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a silly movie, and I just did it as a favor to him. They told me to dance, and you know, George Romero doesn't give you any art direction. He's like, "Just do a dance." So. I just had fun with it. I Such guess. a weird fucking dude. <laughs> yeah, that's and, and Harris is, but he's probably thinking in his head like, I'll never get a fucking nominated for an Oscar with Creepshow in my IMDb. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then Tom Savini's like, you know, I saw him dancing. I mean, I guess that's what he was doing. I don't, I don't, everybody was laughing at it because they didn't know what the hell he was. But it was a fun like, time. You, you, know, you know, I was in Enemy at the Gates and like I played oh a German guy, but like I spoke with an American accent. Well, well, so like, I feel like you should nominate me for something because like. Just Desserts is, like, a recent, like, you know, thing. So, like, it's funny to listen to, like, Ed Harris reflecting on something that he probably really doesn't have that good of a recollection yeah. of. And I imagine... Do you start talking Mar- about Westworld? No, but he <laughs> but he's basically looks exactly like he does in Westworld. Like, and he, he's, he is a weird dude. Like, Ed Harris, I love him so much, but he is a fucking weird-ass guy. Yeah. He doesn't make, like, that much eye contact with the camera. He just, like, looks up every once in a while and, like, is staring mm. at the ground like Steph did when I got pissed off and stopped recording. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it's, but the, the point you made is that he, has, he probably doesn't have a lot of memories because he says he was only there for a very, very short time. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he was yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. And that was... Uh, I'm sure a lot of that was one take. He's like, he's like listen, yeah. I don't remember what I did. I just had fun with and, it. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, I guess every, it's also midnight. They have sat there and waited for this bitch oh, for to show up for hours. him. Yeah. And they're just like, we're just going to keep waiting. And oh, and I forget, boozing it up. I forget why he decided to go outside. Because he's hot as shit because he was just getting disco fever. So he goes outside to have a nice, like, he wants to have a drag on a nice fag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes out there and starts smoking a fag. And wanders into, oh, he sees the car doors open. He looks wanders in there. into the graveyard. He yeah. wanders into the graveyard. He finds the fucking Jim Bean on the ground. He picks it up, takes a nice little swig of it, and oh, then gosh. he trips and he falls into the hole that like Nate fell out of, Bernie Sanders fell out of. Yeah. And he like this part's fucking ridiculous because he, he's sense. laying there and he's looking up and he sees the headstone like moving forward. It's like I'm just gonna lay here. Moving forward. And I don't remember this. I remember this part, but I don't. Rem- I didn't remember it right in my head because in my head, like the dead Nate's the one that pushed the goddamn yes. headstone. But no. then it's not like he he sees he it just moving. Stays he was there like in telekinesis, and he's about to get up, and he looks over, and then he sees like the corpse coming towards him, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he feels something to his left, and he looks over, and it's, it's Bed- Bedelia's yeah. there. Yeah, she's dead. She's dead. And then the fucking thing falls on him and squishes yeah. him. Yeah, and it makes like the best noise. It's like, yeah, it does make a really really good squish. 
But like, does Detonate Dead Nate has the Force then? Is that what we're saying? I, that's what it seemed like he said. Yeah, like he that's used what he did. Some Everybody power was obsessed with incorporating the Force into yeah. their eighties <laughs> yeah, movies because I mean, of the fucking did. Star Wars. Just in, it was just in everything. It was just ingrained in fucking yeah. every. It was ingrained in cinema. Just accept. So meanwhile, the family they're just they just continue to drink. Mm-hmm. And this point, they're getting they're getting a little hangry because they haven't had their ham. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're mad because Ed's missing too. Mm-hmm. So Aunt Bedelia is gone. She never showed up. Ed's missing. So yeah, and then so so she goes inside the kitchen, right? Right. Elizabeth Taylor Vag. Yeah. I don't know her name. <laughs> yeah. she, and, go, she goes in there and she gets attacked by dead Bernie Sanders. Yes. And he's like, feel the burn. And he twists her head off like a fucking dandelion. Yeah, he just breaks her neck. Yeah. Oh, because she saw the dead maid behind the Well, no, no, no. Bernie, yeah. Bernie Sanders just wanted to spin the dreidel. So he like fucking spun <laughs> dreidel, the dreidel. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> yeah. He wanted his Jewish... No, no, no. Bernie Sanders wanted his Jewish chocolate coins. They're like the lamest goddamn fucking like. What they call like guilt, guilt or something. There's guilt. Jewish coins, fucking. Yeah, there's a name for chocolate them. coins with like fucking silver wrapping on them. And Let t- them yeah. have their candy. They're no, wrong. They're, they're terrible because it takes forty five minutes to, to get unwrap that damn one wrapper of them. off. And that's a thing. Yeah. They're yeah. usually like yeah. super John. melted too. I've yeah. had like novelty John. coin candy, but like yes. I don't know, there's like a Jewish thing attached yeah. to it. I didn't of think course, so either. But of course, the oh, Jews would God find a way it. to eat money, John. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is that a shock to you? That is like that is like the uh-huh. height of like sexual. Like, but you can't eat too much because they're frugal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, God. oh my, I can't believe you ate five dollars worth of chocolate. Oh, boy, they. <laughs> Hard edit. So so at this point, the only two people left are Cass and her brother. Richard. Richard, um, I'm scared, please. Well, Richard doesn't really care. Yeah, I mean, he he's, not. He's, ha- he's like four, like four wine bottles deep he now. He is her yeah. closeted brother. He is he the does token not care. Yeah, he's the token gay dude. Yeah. He's like, bitch, I just wish you would leave so I could, go- could be smoking. Harris is schlong. Well, he, mm-hmm. but he does earlier in the movie. He, he said that he didn't like her husband. Yeah. So he I mean, established, listen, or or they have a secret sex. I don't blame him. I don't, I don't blame him because like this is <laughs> this isn't before Ed Harris is like he's not like Ed Harris is like he's vulgar now. So he like he, he like after Eastern Promises, he he earned his respect from Jessup, especially with Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. No, no. Was he in that Eastern Promises? Yeah, he was. Yes. In, um, or was he in History of Violence? He was History in both. Of, History of Violence. Wasn't he? I thought he was in both. I don't know. History violence. But I just wanted to say if you go Morgan Square. Yeah, again. I know you did. It's been a while. Been a while. <laughs> um, so they go, Cass and Richard go together to look and they go in the, in the dark kitchen. Mm. Uh, they see the muddy footprints and the dead Nate comes out with uh, the head, the, mo- the was it mom? But head like, the I don't, this is all part I don't like about the story. He should have had Bedelia's head on yeah. the cake. Like, why yeah. did he have her? Yeah. It's fucking stupid. I mean, he ripped it off pretty good, though. He did rip it off. Nice clean cut. Oh, because yeah. Bedelia's head well, was dirty. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 you need a dirty cake. Yeah. I just ima- I imagine dead Nate, like, in the kitchen trying to find, like, the fucking candles and he's, like, putting <laughs> them on and trying to light them and shit. It's Plus, so he weird. has no eyes. What so he like, he's like, I got my cake. Yeah. And like, it's so a, weird. It's Father's Day. It's Father's day and i got my cake happy father's day such a weird and the um the, this is the, like the, the, the guy go oh, yeah, yeah, and they pause it with them like that screaming is, that is it's, awesome it's yeah. one of my favorite things it's the best i love it because it has yeah it shows dead nate with the thing and it has the background on it yeah and apparently they spent tons of time with those like i don't know what you call it. they had like a weird transition for them Mm-hmm. But it was like they called them something strange though, it wasn't that storyboarding or something? No, it was just like the they used like they had screens? these screens. Well, the way they did it was there was a gel in back of them, 
and then a light in back of them, and then also a cutout in between that. So it was like layers of like lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. But they had like thousands of them that they presented to Jordan. And he was. Oh, this like, wasn't an after effect they did in post. They did it right there. They lit. They lit the shot like that. They did it right there. Yeah. yeah. I Holy really, shit. I really love. They, they filmed this movie by story in chronological order. So they did each story and then they moved on to the next one. Oh, I really wow. love those. Yeah, I love those transitions to the comic like screens or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, the lighting is what I love so much. Yeah, it's fun. It gives it, it that comic book yeah. feel. I mean, it's funny because well, it's also like, like red lighting they do behind everyone's head when, when you watch like each of these stories. They're also similar, but at the same time, they're also different because it was they used different editors for each one. So, like the editors were the ones in charge of doing all that cool. Like, like George Romero was like, "Listen, I want it to be like a comic book. I want you to do X, Y, Z." But ultimately, it was up to the editors to make it like you know to to cut the movie in a yeah. way. And like you know, you don't think about it until after the fact. But George Romero was like, "Yeah, you know, you film what you film." And the movie's not really made until it gets to the editing phase. And then a lot of times you get the editor saying, like, why didn't you get a shot of the clock? Or why didn't you get a shot of, like, you know, this? This would have been awesome if you did this. He's like, well, guess what? It's too late because we're done that. So you got to fucking work with what, the, with what you got. Yeah. And he says he doesn't like being an editor because you're always like, oh, I should have fucking did this. I shouldn't have did that. He's like, I'd like to just leave it to somebody else. And he edited, George Romero himself edited um, something to tide you over. Mm. And he's like, and I was disappointed I didn't do all this extra shit. I oh, it's, but it's great. It, it, and it, they awesome. do feel, they feel different, but they do, it feels mm-hmm. cohesive with, with all the stories. So then it pans out, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the end of this story. That's the end of that one. And it goes to the, the page kind of turns and it goes to the next story, which is the lonesome death of Jordy Barrel, which is the one with Stephen King. Yes. Wait, did we, are we going to rate each one as we go? Uh, we'll or just go, we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it opens, um, you see like a man outside in front of his farm at night, right? Farmhouse, I don't know, I guess whatever. It's a man. Oh, yeah. um, you see, you see something come out of the sky and crash into the ground, and then he runs over, and, uh... And it's a cotton candy spaceship. That's a meteor! I'd be dipped in shit if that ain't a meteor! Wow. I know, I had to write that down. <laughs> that's like Stephen King, I like, that. That, and basically, like, that sums up, like, what everybody said, that's all Stephen King would do when he was on set, he would be, like, 100% in character, and he would just be walking around saying stupid shit yeah. like that when they weren't filming. And people were just like, this fucking guy, this fucking guy just won't leave me alone. He just keeps coming over here talking like <laughs> Was a this redneck. when he was doing all the coke and shit? I don't think he was probably at his height in 82. Probably like mid-80s, he was probably in his height. But I think he was always doing drugs, dude. You know what I was thinking? I was Very thinking like, here. who the fuck was Stephen King's dealer? Who was giving him the drugs? Like, you know, that must have been the best thing ever. Like, <laughs> his publisher probably. Like, yeah. I, I know. I mean, it had to be someone higher up. Like, you figure, we need like, like three novels this week. Yeah. Here's some coke. Uh, SK. Yeah. Like Stevie, Stevie, here's your envelope. Here's your envelope of yayo, and here's your envelope full of actual monies. Done. Don't use the actual monies for the yayo. I got you the yayo already. And he's like, it's not enough. Yeah, so he goes over to the meteor and he's uh, inspecting it, poking it with like a stick, and then he's got um, the wonderment. And then he he's t- got the childlike wonderment. Yeah, he does. He touches it. Was that you gurgling? What yeah, was that? I had a gurgle. Oh. Uh, and mm. he and he his, he gets his, his fingers get burned. Um, and then he has this. He really sucks it. I wonder how yeah. much they pay for it up at the college. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like sucking on his finger. You're like the I love the daydream. I do love the daydream. Who's this weird doctor supposed to be? That's in these scenes. Just weird Asian, a scholarly. Everybody said that like George Romero didn't give a lot of direction, but what he said was. When they would do a scene, he'd be like, you're not taking it far enough. You need to take it <laughs> yeah. farther. Oh, God. And they would stop and he'd be like, you need to take it further. You need to take it further. But he yeah. said that to everybody. So it wasn't just like, he didn't just say it to, he said it to Adrian Barbeau that. and he said it to Stephen King. He's like, Stephen King, you need to do, you need to, he's like, I like the character you're doing, but you need to take it 
20 more levels up. <laughs> He's like, and I don't care how absurd you think it is, you need to just go with it. Yeah. And everyone did. And so he did. <laughs> and that's why it is like, no, because he's doing all these weird things. He's like, oh my God. Yeah, it was. You, it Jordy Burrow, you wrong cat. <laughs> and he's always like slapping his face and everything. Yeah, and it's, it's real comical. So he starts daydreaming and he goes to the Department of Meteors. Because that's a place that exists. <laughs> and the guy's like, damn fine meteor, at least $50. And he's like, not a cent less than 200 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's like holding his hat. He's like, not going to uh, be moved on that. So then it cuts back to like real life and he like he's grabbing water to cool it off. Right. And he, he notices as he's doing it, he's got like this weird like mango rash on his fingers. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, like, all, the, all the lumps going on there and shit. He's like, <laughs> he's like, should I go to my doctor and get Valtrex? I don't know. <laughs> okay, it could be the mangoes again. I'm not sure. And he throws water on it. Yeah. And cracks it cracks in half. It in cracks half. It. Mm-hmm. And you see like a blue uh, liquid oozing uh, uh, throughout uh, it, right? It cracks in half. Yeah. Meteor yolk. Right, yeah. yeah. Yolk. And he says, Vero luck is always in and you spell it B-A-D. <laughs> well, I love when he picks it up and uh, he gets the blue liquid on his hand. He's like, meteor shit. That is the best. I fucking love that reaction. <laughs> I love that part too. That's like one of my favorite lines. There's an awesome t-shirt that somebody put. Oh, God damn, I can't remember who put it. Ah, fuck. But it's like, it's like an 8-bit version of that. And it's Stephen King and it says meteor shit under oh, it. I want so it. good. <laughs> so, so good. So he pours out the egg yolk mm-hmm. into, the, into like the crater and then throws <laughs> the halves into a bucket. And puts it on his porch and like yeah. goes inside the house. Because he, he thinks he might be able to glue it back together yeah. in the morning. But he has another one of those daydreams where he tries to go back and sell it to him. And they're like, and the guy's uh, yeah. like laughing at him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> so he goes back in and he cracks open a red ripple. Right. And he decides to watch some wrestling. Wrestling. He looks like a kind of guy. He like looks like a wrestler guy. Yeah, I think so. He keeps sucking on his finger the whole time and then it cuts to outside and outside is like the grass and weeds have grown and it's crazy because they fucking had to do like transition shots mm-hmm. of like so all that stuff like you gotta always remember like the shit stuff is before CGI so it's not just like as easy as like throw some more in there and then throw some more in there it's like no you had people out there fucking in the field putting all this shit yeah. up to yeah. make it yeah. look like it was overgrown green mm-hmm. pipe cleaners and they built that fucking barn they built yeah. that house. That was a location shot. Nope, they built all that stuff from the ground that up. That was a stage, and it freaked the fuck out. No, of- it was it was out in a f- in farmland because they talk about how pilots were so used to flying over and there was nothing there, and then suddenly there was this farm that looked a old, landmark that looked yeah. really old that appeared, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And they yeah. thought they were flying in the wrong direction, and so they would turn, and then they were like, uh, and they actually had people come and say, "Like, listen, you're fucking up the airport so much because these guys are used to flying a certain way, and they see this barn, and they're like, I'm going the wrong way, and they try to change course." You're fucking everything up. And then after the movie was done, they, they, they tore, tore it back down, down. So then they fucked <laughs> them up again. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, it's great. It, it is fucking amazed me that they built that from the ground up, like mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. Because they gave the like they gave the main like art department. Like I mean, there's obviously a shit ton of people in the art department, but the main guy, the main production guy, they gave him pictures of, like this is what I want you to try to match for every single thing. And they pretty much did yeah, for the they most did a, part. Yeah, a really yeah. good job. Um, yeah, so outside is all is all this new green growth, and then he notices that his fingertips are green. He got like butt crusties on his finger, yeah. like he was yeah. like he was like itching his butt in the night from like a really itchy hemorrhoid, and then he woke <laughs> up and he had like the butt crusties on. Yeah. It. And he sort of realizes at this point, like he's been sucking out his finger, right? Well, no, first he has. That day he he goes to the phone oh, and he's gonna yeah. call and then he has that daydream about going to the doctor. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Vera, but those fingers have to come off. This is going to be extremely painful, Mr. Vera. 
<laughs> he does, and he looks yeah. like a monkey. <laughs> I, think, I swear to God, I've seen I've seen like ape ape creatures at the yeah. zoo do similar faces. And then that's when he puts two and two together. That oh shit, I've been sucking on these fingers. And he looks in the mirror and he sees that he has some, and then some we, green in his mouth. And then we, as the audience, get a green light mm-hmm. behind his head for some reason. <laughs> oh, well, when no. he goes in there, yeah, and he looks at his tongue too. His tongue has like moss on it, like he's been like licking swamp things chewed. Mm-hmm. It's like all mossy. So then it cuts outside again and now it's grow that shit's growing everywhere right and he goes into the kitchen and he's like covered in it now he's got like a hand his yeah. face is like all like <laughs> thing and his he goes and he mixes like a bottle of vodka and oj as one does mixes, yes. mixes an it entire an entire bottle and he sits in front of the tv and there's this like quote from like what is it like he's watching like some, some kind of like uh, elevant like televangelist tele- yeah televangelist bullshit yeah it's like look up lift your head you will succeed be mm-hmm. confident mm-hmm. Of one thing that God, who has begun a good thing in you, will complete it. And he's like, I'm growing. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's just like, he passes out. He falls asleep. He's like, oh, I'm so tired. Well, I like when he wakes up. And um, at this point now, he has like an entire moss beard going on. He looks like Frank Zappa. (laughs) He's like the Frank Zappa of moss men. And he decides he's going to go in the bathroom and take a bath. I don't know. He gets undressed well, and he looks down on his oh package because he has this up there too. Yeah. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like they don't go into it, but like if you read the short story weeds, like he has like this urge that like he needs to be in water. Like yeah. he has this like call towards the water. It's like his body's like, oh, you need to drink, you need to drink, you need mm-hmm. to drink, and oh, you need to get in water, you need to get in water. And so like, yeah, he's he, trying to fight it he because has he realizes we- sort of what would happen. This weird vision, right? In back of him, of like father. some Amish right. father. It's his father. Oh my yeah. gosh, <laughs> Daddy! <laughs> You're not gonna get in that tub, are you? It's the water that it wants, Jordy. And he's like, "I'm a goner already, ain't I, Daddy?" <laughs> yeah, and then his dad disappears, and he gets he gets in the tub. And he jumps he gets in. in the glitter water, and he loves it. It was luring him. He does love it. Uh, so the next morning, the house is like completely covered in plant mm-hmm. plant matter. Um, and Inside then and out, you right everywhere, and you you see something it's like a, moving. It's like astroturf. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Did you ever have people like in your, in your neighborhood when astroturf became a thing? Like have oh, it in your yard. That's gonna be my yard now. Yeah, my yard's gonna be astroturf. Yeah, and I think we had some in our yard for a while. My friend had fucking. So my friend is disgusting. He had his porch. So it was a covered oh, porch. Oh no! Yes. So, oh, so tacky. Oh, I, that's not even the nastiest part. Ready? So it was a covered porch, and they decided, like, let's put AstroTurf oh, in so there, and the dogs would piss on Ew, the AstroTurf. It's so stinky. And the family would actively hang out there, so when you would sit out there, it just smelled, uh, like, really, like... Hot like, doll, old hot, dog pig. like, just... I, yeah. can't even, I can't describe to you the smell, but I was like... Outdoor I, urine smell. The first time Yikes. I went out there, I was like, hold on. Like, why is this okay that everybody's just sitting out there hanging in the pit fucking uh, dog piss AstroTurf? I don't understand. That's it's, disgusting. It's like the weirdest thing. <sighs> I was going to say, there's a bit of truth, too. Uh, Stephen King had an allergic reaction to the green shit that they put on him. Oh, he, had get, like, an, he had to get, like, an allergy shot. Tom Savini was saying, like, no matter what he... He's like, I've done, like, special effects in every movie. I've never had any problems except when I tried to do things to Stephen King. <laughs> he's like, nothing worked. I tried to do, like, this... I tried to do this to him. It didn't work. I tried to do this. He had an allergic reaction. I tried to do this, this, this. Nothing worked. He, He's like, I wanted to do an appliance where like it shot out like moss out of his face, and like, and that didn't work. Oh. He's like, so basically, anytime I was with Stephen King, I just felt like a complete failure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you see something that's like kind of moving, um, and it's and it's Jordy who is just like a mound of 
moss. Oh, God, please, just this once. Let it work. Please. Oh, God. Yeah, he reaches over and grabs. You just see the mound reach over and grab mm-hmm. the shotgun. He's like, let my luck be in just this once. So this is a cool effect, actually. It's pretty fucking mm-hmm. crazy. So for this effect, they had a so they had the 17-year-old in the suit, but the suit he so so he the kid was laying down right in the suit and the kid was laying his top half was behind a fake wall mm-hmm. and he was holding up the the front part where the head was with his hands with one hand and he was holding the shotgun with the other hand that was actually holding the gun tom savini was in the ceiling what hold with the string that was holding down the squib or the top of the head so he was going to so at the same time tom savini was going to light the ammunition that was in the gun because it wasn't really loaded and he was going to pull the top off the head so it looked like mm-hmm. one simultaneous action mm-hmm. and he said it took him like 50 times and every time they didn't get it right all the sparks that came off the gun <laughs> oh, no. would land on the kid and the kid would be immediately engulfed in flames <laughs> oh my god and they would have to do it over again then have to build the suit all Holy over again shit yeah he's like it probably took- a better way to do that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> He's like, yeah, he caught on fire, you know, so many times he caught on fire, but we didn't want to have a real gun. So, like, it was like, let's not have him have a real gun and blow his brains out, but let's have yeah. him catch on fire, like, every two seconds. Yeah, so so he blows his, his head off, um, and then you hear, like, at the, at the time, you hear, like, a weather report coming from the, the TV, uh, a news report, um, calls for moderating temperatures and lots of rain. And then it cuts outside. You see a road, like a crossroad, like intersection yep. uh, with road signs. And it, everything is covered in plant growth. Um, Portland, it shows like a little thing. It says Portland, 37 miles, Boston, 188 miles, and then Castle Rock, five miles, which is, right. isn't that like Castle the, Rock is a, like his imaginary right. place that he t- puts all of his books. And they got the weeds growing um, all the way down the stretch of the highway. And then you hear on the radio, Castle Rock is going to turn so green the next month. That it's going to be <laughs> almost miraculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it, it zooms it turns out. Turns back into a cartoon. Turns back into a cartoon. Yeah. And the page turns. Mm-hmm. And then you get to one of my personal favorites. Yes, it is. Something to tide you over. Yeah, I love this. Um, so it it starts with uh, you see someone sleeping on a, a sofa in a robe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the dance. It totally is the dance with his luscious locks. Mm-hmm. He's got it. fucking thick ass <laughs> hair. <laughs> that dude's got, oh, it's humongous. That dude's got the 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 hair genes that every man <laughs> just like craves for. Like he can, like he probably just sits in the mirror and tries to see what his scalp looks like, and like he just can't he can get never to find the, it. He no. can never get the scalp because there's just hair follicles on top of hair follicles. That, and he's got like a strong jaw line too yeah. and then the butt chin well and yeah. his eye, even his fucking eyebrows are like they're so thick. thick they are but they're yeah. weird though because like most people have like semi-arched eyebrows his are like flat yeah it looks like he's got <laughs> triangle hair blocks on his face no and expression we get leslie nielsen or somebody unknown to us at this point yeah, they, outside yelling Wilfred. i mean we know he's leslie nielsen Wilfred, my, i mean <laughs> what, I, what they, they kind of, this this <laughs> this segment Wilfred. they kind of throw you off Same the thing. deep end because they kind of like throw a lot of information at you like all at once with mm-hmm. the team like these two have a rapport well i mean yeah I, I, it was hard to figure it out this is probably one of the most story like deep right of, of the whole bunch yeah, like this yeah. is where you're gonna get your actual whole story at like where the other ones are kind of fun this one's like, okay, this is going to be like an actual like revenge thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So Ted goes to the door and he opens it with the chain lock, whatever. And he sees who it is, but he's pretending that he doesn't know who it is. Yeah. Um, but he, Leslie Nielsen threatens him and says he's going to 
hurt Rebecca if he doesn't let him in. Well, Ted Danson's like, yo, listen, I bench. Apparently, he thinks he can bench press 300 pounds. (laughs) I may work on TV, but I can bench press 300 pounds. You better get your foot out of the door. In in the business, we call that overselling the product. Yeah. (laughs) Because you shouldn't know there's no way you're lifting 300 pounds with them, like, fucking bony ass (laughs) arms, bruh. Maybe 100. I'll give you 100, but you know 300. But okay, was he like her tennis instructor? Is this cat's eye? Like, what? There's, how are they? They connected? don't really say that, like, how they Does met, he right? Own, like a banging. TV station. That there's they no, work like, at? there's no real betrayal set up in this where it's, no. not, it's not like they were trying to, like, jip him out of money. It's basically no. like they were just, like, banging. They're yeah. just fucking. Okay. Yeah. And, like, but he finds out about it because he works with TV cameras uh, yeah. and, I guess, caught them because he's he knows all. Yeah. He's yeah. a fucking all seeing eye. <laughs> And he's like, something like, nasty is going to happen to Rebecca unless you come with me. The funny part is the whole time they're having, the, so basically Ted Danson is talking at him and he's like, you know, she, does, she doesn't love you. She just wants to be done. And Leslie Nielsen is just fucking with this TV. Well, because yes. like, well, Leslie Nielsen's demeanor is like cool and calm. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. he doesn't care. Like he knows what he's fucking doing. He's he got has the, the, he's all the plans. He's got it. He's got yeah. it all planned and situated. Situated. And I, is this where he's like, I keep what's mine. Yeah, no, all, no exception to that rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all I saw was when they went in Danson's apartment was like way too many plants. He, there's I, a lot of plants. Yeah. I was like, why does this guy got like 60 he, fucking plants in his house? Because he, he likes to have clean air. Also, in his apartment. I don't like that hand oh. you're doing right there. What, <laughs> what was that necklace what, that, that Leslie Nielsen was, was wearing? What was he wearing? Some he weird was, fucking necklace. It was humongous. It was like a woman's necklace. Because yeah. he takes it off later when his, he's wearing his, his velour oh, his, jacket. Uh, his, uh, his pimp gold. chain. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Huge. It was probably like his the necklace. That velour tracksuit, let me oh tell you. Oh my God, that green one. Dude, he's stylish in this movie. That's I don't his know. Gra- oh my that's God. His he had duds. like. His grampy duds. No, he had like the like grampy Mexican blanket. Sweater? Like sweater. I loved it. It reminded me of fucking, the one that you look at and just like you're instantly just itchy. Uh, it, it reminded me of Crawford Huge. sweater and from beyond where it was like wolf ball yeah. hair. <laughs> um, so yeah, he pulls out a little tape recorder thing and he plays a tape for uh, for Ted and it's of Rebecca and, and she's, she's like she's begging him to come. Mm-hmm. Rebecca's like she's like just come. Oh my god, you said, how me, close are you? Uh, are you close? I want to I want to swallow them babies. Just no. just come. Uh, you want to you want to swallow the babies? Oh, I'm it's funny though because she's like she never gets out what exactly is happening. He has me in a uh oh just you got to come. Hey, I'm in a in the uh uh never says it. Man, do people like, say it. a lot of people just came right now it with that voice did they, did they come? They did. Um come, come, come the butthead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and Leslie basically tells him like don't do anything stupid because if you kill me you're never going to find her. So yeah. then they get in the stylish the jeep. Fair. Yeah. The jeep. And they go for a ride down the beach. And then you see that his jeep's his his jeep's license plate says biohazard. <laughs> no. And it's a 10. Oh my god. I was like wait, where do I know that from? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, um but what is he what is the name of all this that he owns like Comfort. It's not even. It's like the most like old man. Yeah, it is an old man thing. It's like this is Comfort Point, and then I call my my home base com- Comfort Central. And doesn't Ted Dan <laughs> says something smart like, "Yeah, it's great. You should have called it like Shit Basket." I don't know. <laughs> He's like, it's "I had my I had my best bowel movements in in Comfort Control. <laughs> yeah, smooth, creamy." So they, they no, no. He's like, "Is that is that Camp or Kitsch?" And then he's like, "Dancing's like." It's just stupid. <laughs> That's what I think of that name. So they like drive up to the edge of the beach and they see like a mound and a, and a shovel. And that's where he kind of, yeah. like, Leslie Nelson kind of intimates that like, yeah, Rebecca's buried there. Yeah. So Ted mm-hmm. Danson goes and runs out there, <laughs> yep. realizes it's an empty hole. Too and, late. And guess what? He's going to be occupying because 
Leslie Nielsen's got a thigh or an ankle holster. Yeah. Oh my god! He's gosh. got his little his little pea shooter. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he pulls out. He, I don't know. I I would have probably gone at him. Well, when they passed that house, when they're coming down to the beach, that house was actually it, not really there. It was a painting. Yeah, it was painting. They put that oh painting. Oh my in god! There. It looks good. It does look, I thought it was real. And did they show yeah. like the video cameras in that shot too? Kind of like watching watching them. them yeah, because yeah. you got to get the technology. They're trying yeah. to show you this guy all, like, all the technologies. Yeah. So like basically, state of the art. John Madden here. Sneaks, <laughs> yes. sneaks up and back at Ted Danson and tells him, like, listen, you're going to get in that hole right there. Mm-hmm. And I thought Ted Danson was going to become invisible when he jumped in that hole. All the tan shit he's wearing. He's got, like, <laughs> everything he's wearing is, like, khaki colored. He's got, like, a khaki colored jacket and khaki colored khaki pants <laughs> and khaki shoes that are khaki made out of khaki. <laughs> khaki. Yeah, and he tells him to kneel down. Fucking the, khaki. Yeah. Kneel down the hole and start pulling the dirt down. Kneel down the, the hole. Kneel down the <laughs> hole. Oh, oh, my God. Shut up. Kneel down I the hole. <laughs> I like to think I would come up with some clever way to get out of this. Like, maybe Dude, not pack myself so tight, um, but I feel like just, that's not a what thing. What if run? What if you just grabbed a fistful of sand and threw it throw in his fucking face? face? Oh, yeah. John thinks this is like a kung fu movie where they like where <laughs> they mean, do that, where they like where they sweep dirt into the face. He didn't try it. <laughs> well, all. here's the alternative: die a slow, horrible, drowning yeah. death. Well, because no, I mean, he's or, worried about the, I listen, get potentially that get shot and die. I hear that he's worried. About I hear what chick. you guys are saying, but at this point, he's still thinking that like he's going to show him what's the dill pickle with his baby bitch. Yeah, like, yeah. he wants to know about his baby bitch. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this effect is pretty cool. How they ended up burying him because they were afraid like you can't just bury an actor Mm-mm. in fucking goddamn sand like that because it's way too heavy. So they dug a. No, you could like suffocate they, from a diaphragm. So they impressed him. They dug a deepest shit hole that they put a chair in. Yeah. <laughs> and he was sitting in the chair and they put a freaking piece of really thin piece of wood down and then they just covered the piece of wood in sand. So it looked That's like good. he was in there and he was just, he was really. I mean, yeah. You kind of see that when he's kind of struggling yeah. a little bit in the sand's like, what up his, too much. Hair, his hair stayed like very quaffed throughout this entire <laughs> oh time. Oh my God, dude. His and hair. And so when <laughs> Leslie Nielsen kind of like, he's like, I'm going to put the sand on you. Like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And I, he like got it right <laughs> in his eye. I was like, oh, I, I had to I suck. I fucking dare. I dare you to watch that. Watch it when his hair gets wet. Try to see Ted Danson scalp. You can't. You can't. It, well, you can't it's not. Like staring into the sun. It's just so <laughs> Some thick. of those shots, though, was like a balloon with hair on the back of it. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know. What, what, this is what should have happened. When Leslie Nielsen was knocking at his door and he heard it was his voice, he should have put on blackface real quick and just pretend. No, God damn it. I regret telling you this. I regret so many no. things. Like, you just latch on to the most random shit that I say. And he, like, and he should have just came to the door and be like, listen, I don't know what you're doing oh here. Are you talking to me? Oh. I'm just a poor black man. I don't know what you, you mean. And then Leslie Nielsen's just looking at him like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Like obviously it's him. He's like, like, I, he's like, but I had this plan, and it's I don't know what to do. He's like, he's like I know it's a Snickers bar in his face because I got to see the oh peanuts. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I was just watching this movie on TV, The Dark Half. It's crazy. Oh, why is it this talked about more? <laughs> he's like Ted, Ted Dance is like I got to do Fargo so people forget about the blackface I did 15 yeah. years ago. I don't know, like literally, like that would haunt anybody else to their dying day. But they're like, but he did Cheers for like 11 years, so like just watch this. Why, it was, why, why it was after Cheers. I don't know like, how look, he survived. I think it was because Whoopi was like, I told him to do. Whoopi was just no, when you no, Whoopi, was, Whoopi was just pounding she was just on like, his. Whoopi. When you spend 11 seasons <laughs> co-starring Rassles. on a TV mm-hmm. show with Kirstie Alley, they pretty much say. He's been through enough. Whoop. Oh, come on. No. She wasn't bad. That <laughs> bitch that was on there before. Whoopi Goldberg, she seems like the kind of woman that, like, 
she when she's riding you, when she's on top riding, oh, she just she it. frequently farts on your balls. No, come on. And laughs at it and says, You better stay hard. <laughs> oh my god. Because this is my dick. You don't think she like takes her dreads and just grinds them in your fucking oh chest? I don't know, man, but she's like the frumpiest bitch that ever lived. Oh, That's my all god. I know. And she's definitely farting on man's balls. Like anytime she she fucking slams down. She was not bad in ghost <laughs> and sister. Well, act. she's old now too, so she's got less rectal control. So like her ass is just loose and just letting the steam out. It's all over them, nut, them, them nizzle nuts, them white boy nuts. Oh my god! <laughs> Crush them white boy nuts, Whoopi. So, so at some point they um, call me Goldberg after because <laughs> my fucking pussy's like the wrestler Goldberg. After he gets uh, Ted buried, <laughs> he goes back up to his house and he comes back with a camera on a tripod. Steph, my pussy's on steroids. That's, <laughs> oh, why, call, that's, why, that's why they call me Goldberg. Why did I give you like your next why? I know Melissa McCarthy labia? No, listen, I'm working on that fucking shirt tonight. <laughs> Screen print it. Uh, so yeah, he comes back with uh with a, a, a TV monitor and the, and a camera, and he sets everything mm -hmm. up, all the cable, plugs the it in, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and he says because he says I keep my promises, mm -hmm. and he turns it on, and it's a live video, whatever of. No, what are you talking about? Rebecca. Rebecca. You're talking about the, the crab, though. Uh, oh, no. when he comes back, he's like, "Oh, it's your little friend." Oh my god, the, the crab. And he he's, is like screaming because Ted Danson looks very concerned. Yeah, I would have been concerned too. That thing was right next like, to his fucking face. Right up to his face. Yeah. Right next to his moneymaker. You can't have that shit. So yeah. What are so, you looking at, John? Your mouth is wide open, dude. What are you looking is at? Is that more? Is that more Ted Danson? She's got a track record of dating tall, skinny, fucking uh, white actors. Did she date Kramer? She dated. You'll know this, dude. She, John, she, listen, she, listen, she, listen. She she dated Timothy Dalton. Listen, really? It's just no, it, but James comes, Bond. Listen, no. It, it comes down don't, to don't ruin my life forever. Um, it comes down she to dated, symmetry. She dated uh when you're black and white you got to have something that's that white French and tall. Guy okay. from that horrible she, movie that she did with the imaginary friend Gerard Depardieu? Yeah. She dated um she's like put that Depardieu inside my fucking Goldberg. Oh yeah. Uh, inside Frank Langella? I don't know which, who that is. Oh, you know who Frank is. Is that like the Langella effect? I don't know. Oh my god, Whoopi Goldberg, dude, that her pussy's got roid rage in that. What is he in because He looks like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but I, I know imagine, that's not him. I imagine that Whoopi Goldberg's vagina looks like a pumped oh, bicep. He's been in so much shit. Like oh my god. Her, her her labia is like a mound, like a fucking pit, like <laughs> like a like a pitcher's mound. I don't want to think about Whoopi Goldberg's it's, vagina. I'm sure it's lovely. Like, <laughs> let's let's not talk about it. Let's move on from the Whoopi. Uh, she does like she likes banging skinny she white men. She makes the Whoopi. So, so listen, you you know what? We can't fault her for what her heart likes. No, yeah, listen, I'm not her blaming vagina her. likes. Black and white equals white and tall. <laughs> Apparently, it's rumored she dated Alan Moore, which is a guy who looks like Randy Quaid does look like now. Oh, <laughs> no, that guy if, is that Charles Manson. Listen, it looks like Charles Manson and Randy Quaid. <laughs> if the sound from Prices Right was a person, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the person. Oh, come on, we've we've all made mistakes in our lives. Let's, let's not. That, that's a big mistake. That's that a is. that's a mistake that gives you VD for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm, hope, I mean, I'm hoping that. he didn't look like that when they did it. But uh, anyway, yeah. the crab. Right. Wait, oh yeah. So the crab. Um, Leslie Nielsen comes over, kicks it away, and um, she banged Bill Duke. That's the dude from Predator, right? And uh, Commando. I, He's the Green Beret. He can. She can do whatever she wants. She's banging <laughs> everybody. She probably got the Schwarzenegger too. I wonder if she ate him for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh my god, my pussy is like on uh, is roid raging right now, do, just do like you, you do yeah. every day. Do you think Bill, Bill Duke like would like come? Should, like Whoopi Goldberg, come, Whoopi Goldberg would come home from like a hard day's work, and Bill Duke would come in like drop his drawers like I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> Whoopi, I'm gonna have me some fun. <laughs> 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 
He says something else when he's fucking like waiting for Predator. What the hell does he goddamn say? Oh my god, he has the best line. Which one? In Predator, the black dude. She she did Danny Glover. She's a fucking A-lister bitch. Well, she damn. can do what she wants. Saying, like Whoopi Goldberg apparently got around and nobody knew about it till now. <laughs> I knew. I revealed it here to you on the podcast. And you did not believe. We'll be going. We'll like, listen, I swallowed a lot of listen. some of a fluid in my bag. All right. She's like, listen, I, I swallowed them babies. I didn't have any problem with it. I mean, it if you pulled up that she banged Patrick Swayze, I would believe it. Do you think? Do you think Danny Lover at one point was like banging her? And he's like, I'm too listen, old for this shit. Listen, I hope my so. Riggs, I'm too old for this I shit. I hope so. We just did the Impossible Creep Show, and Whoopi Goldberg are now like like tied together for all, for, for all eternity. Oh, no. I'm sorry, everyone. Th- thank us for that later. I'm sorry, the dark hair. Thank you, Melissa. That's why um, on the show. Ted Dance in right. Blackface for all eternity. <laughs> oh my god, I should never <laughs> say anything. I just can't believe he did that. It's like, I, I can't believe. It's yeah. not okay. It's shocking that anyone would do that, ever. I mean, he didn't do a good job. Yeah, I mean, I think know. he and that other guy from, um, what is that movie we always talk about? The dude from The Hitcher that did that entire oh, movie. See Thomas Hell. Yeah. Listen, I, I want black people. They need to, to support I, each I other. Want, I want my, 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 my black peeps to take the power back and just start doing that white face. I want to see it on the streets. White face and black lips. Ugh. No, but like white people don't have like black lips, so it's like you have to do white on peach yeah, or something. Pink, pink, pink lips. It would be difficult. Yeah, like I mean, nom on some peach cobbler, like, and then like, <laughs> yeah, just go get some fucking baby powder, and then people put, just like yeah, it's like harder for black people. It looks like you just have like rouge, like too much rouge on your face. Like it's not gonna work. Put clotted cream on your lips, and then powdered donuts. You can, you can look like any honky. And then when people say what's up with that, just be like, yo, shut up. Did you see Ted dancing? You see what he did? <laughs> I heard it on the Say Love Same podcast. That's just that's fucking that's wrong. Mm-mm, hard at it. Uncomfortable. And we're getting back on track here. Uh, wait, so where are we at? So, oh, so track. yeah, he sets up the monitor and he it turns it on, and we see Becky who is buried in the sand. That girl is an, poison. Another point it on the like beach. She could have gotten out if she wanted, though. Um, she's a, she's upset. I don't know. I she's not that. Like she seems like not as packed in there. Well, because the water is coming up yeah. to her. Yeah. It's kind of oh, okay. loosening the soil so around her neck. Put her in her head like over a lot. She's like, Meow. So to do that effect, what they did was they built this machine that was like three layers. Right? I mean, not three layers, but like three, three boxes. Three boxes pretty much on top of, of each other that were filled with water. And like a they, wave machine. They would yeah. dump the first one and then the second one and the third one. So it looked like parts of the wave coming in, yeah. crashing into their face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So Leslie uh, tells him that he's he's uh, going to record it for his home his home movies, mm. and um, and then you know you just he just beats oh, off. The can I say? Shit. Yeah. I just fucking goddamn love the song that's in this 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 story of the um, movie. Sampled it for the podcast. Whoa! Yeah, it is good. Yeah. So good. Uh yeah, so the the tide is coming in, and um Leslie leaves and tells him yeah. to uh, enjoy the show, and basically Ted is mm-hmm. is forced to watch uh as as Becky yeah. is uh, like, drowning. drowning. Yeah, but before he like is kind of coaching him too about like how to hold his breath. Yeah, and, well, like, like, you know you don't want to get overexcited because she's get see she's getting hysterical. That bitch is gonna die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to act like that hysterical well, bitch. I mean he's giving him hope as if there's any hope of getting out of this situation alive. I don't none. know. Yeah. 
So, so he's going to go back and, and take himself a nice hot shower mm-hmm. and put on his velour track suit uh-huh. and th- make th- sure th- all th- of his tapes are there. He's got to he's got to well, no, he he's got to he's got to thumb all the spines and make sure well, like, they're all in the what, proper what sequence. Did, well, what did you think those tapes were? Were they other people he killed? I don't Maybe. know. I was wondering about Didn't that. Didn't he say something about I hope the maid hasn't been like stealing my shit again? I think he, I think he just records everything that yeah. happens in his house I mean, and he's he very disappointed when like that the recording well, of them true. ended so quickly. He was like, eh, what the fuck am I going to do now?" Because he does say like he's like He's like, I'm not really crazy about most things in life except what's mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. that is true. Like, yeah, he probably videotapes everything in his life. So then, it, like, he goes over and he turns on his like state of the art James Bond <laughs> supervillain like <laughs> fucking screen, and mm-hmm. he's like, and he like pulls up and he's watching fucking Ted Danson, and Ted Danson kind of makes eye contact with the thing. He's like, Yeah, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. And he's like, Hold your breath. You gotta fucking hold your breath, you little. Blackface bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just hold it as best you can. I see the waves washing that Snickers bar off your face. That was a disgrace, Ted. The, the next scene is my favorite. It's that underwater shot. Because mm-hmm. um, at this point, the water, oh. the water has come completely over Ted. How do this? He's Tell ang- me. He's angry. This, this is, part is the... This is a fucking amazing thing because, yeah. okay, so they wanted to do this shot and they were like all about doing it. Yeah. So they had to like figure out a way to do it. So basically they built uh, they got like a fish tank. Ted Danson's head was in it, and they filled it up to the top. And they had a scuba diver thing go down and give him breath, and then they pulled it out. And all that stuff I was couldn't do it. That whole thing was done in one take. So that like light that's in back of him, mm-hmm. that was, that was a light that was actually in back of him. So all that stuff had to like match up. Yeah, and they had like a vacuum that would suck out the water if they freaking like scuba thing failed. And then Tom Savini's like. You know, they had all this stuff here, but secretly, Tom Savini always tries to like play himself up. He tries to he's play like, himself up. He's like, I had an axe. And he I did, he's like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding he's me? He's like, sledgehammer. He's like, you know, this is a new thing, But I was sitting there, I was sitting there secretly and I had a sledgehammer in my, in my hand just in case. Oh my God. <laughs> just in case. I was, I was just holding that sledgehammer just in case because they had like this, you know, they had this like vacuum set up to suck out the water. But I didn't trust that. It's probably made a fucking plexiglass so. that he's not going to be able to break Anytime it anyway. Anytime Tom Savini like tries to walk into a room naked like mentally, he like tries to do that yeah. for the person. He's like, are you horny yet from me? Did I make he's you horny probably, yet? He's probably fucking not uncircumcised No, either. he's probably got like. I know it. He, he's probably got like a fucking. An fla- ashy root. No, no. He's yeah. probably got like a. Instead of like it being uncircumcised, he's got like a flap that goes off of his dick like the top of a tea kettle. <laughs> Like when the tea kettle what? boils, it kind of like pops up. When he's ready to come, it pops up. But then otherwise, it sinks back down. Oh. I'm trying to visualize so, what the fuck you're talking well, about. And I think my brain is protecting it's me. It's like the stopper of a piss flap. Yeah, yeah, no. oh, Look, God. it's like this. No, don't show me. Because like that, that way, the piss flap, it like keeps out all VD. No, except no. when he's yeah. shooting. Yeah, so this so at this point, like you said, the light, the red light lights up behind his mm. head and, and he drowns. You see him drown. He drowns. Um, it's almost like in, in Ninja Turtles when you're swimming and then you die in Ninja Turtles and it goes oh, that's Sonic the Hedgehog you're like oh god anxiety anxiety so much you're like oh my coins where my fucking coins rings 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 yeah not as bad when you land on like the spiky ball and then you're like John just he was so upset he shook his head in disgust he's like oh rings Jess you fucking shit it's like Melissa was like yeah the whole you know the snow planet and return of the Jedi people were just like killing themselves crashing their cars I did not say snow planet 
<laughs> I just couldn't remember what the abominable's name was. Jess is like rings. Jess, next next thing you know, you're gonna be coming in here in blackface. <laughs> oh god, damn it! It's a slippery slope. <laughs> First is fucking coins, and next thing is blackface. I mean, you're just in Wawa one day looking at the Snickers bar, like wondering what it would look like on your face. <laughs> milk chocolate. Though. You gotta get the milk chocolate. The milk chocolate. I mean, I would use the fucking Three Musketeers. Yeah, you I, get the nougat in that, there. That I would just get a, I would just get a Twix and just use the left and the right half. Oh. And no, dude, simultaneously. Twi- Twi- Twix are too good. Don't waste Twix. <laughs> fucking goddamn. Mm. Three Musketeers are poor people candy. Mm. That's why Steph eats them because she's from the hood. I like them. Of course you do. I like Milky Way's better though. I thought Paydays was like the uh, like the one that was like yeah. You know what I don't understand? Fucking Butterfingers because it's like oh stupid. It's They're like so gross. chocolate over like stalactite oh. peanut butter. <laughs> it's remember, not, it's remember not the Simpsons butter. with. Bart, where he was always like, oh, I gotta you know, yeah, but I you know like what was them. good? Butterfinger BBs. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. the little BBs. Not Butterfinger, but they had like Nestle Crunch BBs. <sighs> another, no, no. Right? Butterfinger BBs. Every now and then I would get a hankering for a Butterfinger and you take one bite of it and you're like, and I'm and done with that. That's yeah, why yeah, I'm yeah. Done. <laughs> and that's why I don't have That was like definitely it. one of the Halloween candies that like stayed in the bag. I would always yeah. walk I find it like a year later and you're like, do I want it? I didn't no. eat peanut butter. So I would be I like, Sean, you love Butterfingers. And he'd be like, do I? Yeah. I was like, you know what candy bar is like the nastiest baby Ruth and Snickers? They suck. So I'll give you all my Butterfingers. You give me all yours. And he's like, Jess, you're the best brother. And like, I don't you're the best. <laughs> I was all about the Tootsie Rolls. I'm like, Sean, you love Whoppers too. No, Whoppers. Oh, I love Whoppers. Oh my god, ne- Whoppers. Nestle Crunch no, was like fuck Whoppers. If there was anything that went out of the bag faster, it was fucking Nestle Crunch. Ew. Give me that shit. Oh my god. I love no, it. No, Nestle Crunch Ew. nasty chocolate, dude. I love them. Anything with Rice Krispies in it. I used to get the flat no bars. I used to get the flat bars and then eat around the letters. No. <laughs> the chocolate. Make a little game out of it. The chocolate. The when you eat the chocolate for Nestle's Crunch, it just tastes poor. Like it tastes like, yeah. poor, like oh, poor. it does. Nestle chocolate is the fucking worst. We have talked about this before. Yeah. You two are idiots. It, it, I grew up, uh, first off, anytime like there's like five times in my childhood, my my dad made cookies. Nestle. Oh well, yes, fine. Nestle Toll House. You got to get the Toll House. Okay. Nestle what? Toll House. You can't fine. just talk shit on Nestle and be like, yeah, they're chocolate chips. Are, are the best. Listen, we can it's the same it. fucking that chocolate, is, Melissa. No, no, when you put it in bar form no, with no. fucking <laughs> crispies, no, yeah. you just took a dump in no, a goddamn wrapper yeah, and no. tried to sell it to you, me. You're just you're just drinking the milk of magnesia. Me and, me and, B, me and BB are on the same page yeah. on this. Yeah. Oh. Fuck that noise. On this on this debate, there can be <laughs> on this issue, there can be no debate. Brother. No debate. You're wrong. Um, oh god. Yeah. Right. So Leslie goes down back down to the beach after the the deed is done beach. to get a shit. And um, he gets the monitor, and we see that the the wire is frayed. Yeah. Uh, and he's looking around, and he's like, oh, the current the current pulled him out. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not how that works. But then yeah, he sees yeah. the bucket, and he was like, why is the bucket yeah. still here? And then you hear, well, you hear, Richard. Well, you hear, like, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen says something, and he's like, it's the same old story. Boy finds girl. Boy loses girl. Girl finds boy. Boy forgets girl. Boy remembers girl. What the fuck are you saying over there? Girl dies in tragic blimp accident. <laughs> and then someone says Goodyear and he says, No, the worst. <laughs> oh my god. Is that, that was bad. Is that from like Naked Gun. Okay. Oh. It's a naked gun. It's like a dad, no. it's a dad joke. This is a dad movie. Oh. <laughs> it's a dad movie. It is. <laughs> it's a dad There's like four people that are like forty five years old going, uh huh. <laughs> remember that. No, they're like Great. eighty. Oh my god. You guys are stupid if you don't know the naked gun, you're the worst. It's the worst. So yeah, I don't it's, know. it's one of the best. So, so it cuts to Leslie uh, lounging in his bed, oh, have, oh, having oh. a beverage, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets up to look for a tape because he wants to watch one of his, his home movies. Yeah, John already said this. Yeah, well, well no, like like while Wait. ago, and then yeah, he hears fine. someone say his name. Yeah, 
This is where he's when he's wearing his velour tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then he he doesn't become concerned. He Isn't he like singing in the shower for a little well, bit? Well, he did. He doesn't get in the shower yet. This is when he's looking around. He looks out the window. He's looking out the door. He doesn't oh, see anything. Oh, this yeah. is when he does like a little sniff check and he lifts up his balls and he smells like the mo- <laughs> he smells the moth balls on his balls. So he's like, I gotta go scrub these balls. And right. I I and remember now, being like, please, dear God, do not let him take his shirt off. Yeah. Well, and it happens. He's not like a terribly saggy old man. No, he's, he's, not. he's, he's like barrel chested. He he's like old timey. Yeah. How old you don't is he? Want to see. He is. I mean, that's a perfect description. He is barrel chested. He is old timey. But he's not like an old man in the but in 1982. Steph, he's an old man. <laughs> was this a camper shower? Like, why was he so much higher than like that door <laughs> he's on a the big shower? Dude. He's a big guy too. Well, I was trying to figure it out because Ted Dance is like kind of a tall guy. Ted Danson, I think, is like six one, and I and I believe also like Leslie Nielsen's pretty big as well. But like, did they not have showers tall enough for you large people? I want to tell you something. You want to see large people, Jesse? You want to see something odd? Watch me try to take a shower in any fucking person's shower because really even in mine i have to fucking like when i my head is the level that the, the faucet is i mean oh the, 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 the shower head is at the level this microphone is right now so for me to be able to wash i have to crouch down and go <laughs> like this i look like a weird chipmunk oh trying to clean God. its head when i'm in the shower you should see the angle of the shower head when i go to get in because yeah. it's like pointed almost up at the ceiling and i have to turn it all the way down so that i can I'm get so in there sorry i did not know the struggles of your people <laughs> yeah it's, it's a rough life yeah. I also bash my head like at least <laughs> once a week trying to get into the Honda Fit because oh. I, I misjudge how much I have to duck down and especially if I'm flip-flopping between cars I duck down and then one mm-hmm. time I don't duck down enough and it's just and I just it's, lost half my memory yeah. again well my body hates my face so it's, it, a, it's it, a hard it, reason it lets me do that a lot did the car salesman be like oh, do you, oh you're real tall do you, not, uh, do you not want this vehicle with the, like no headroom the car dealership we went to was the most unpersonable experience I ever went to in my life it was a Russian guy he's like you buy this car you buy this car we give you Okay, right. You buy, <laughs> and I was like, I buy. It has a clock radio, no, no. and he even and he was even like, this car does not come with with mats, floor mats. You want these floor mats? Four hundred dollars. Oh and I was like, we don't God. want them. He's like, good job, buddy. <laughs> no floor mats, yeah. buddy. I uh, I tried to negotiate my uh oh. my V dub down, and How'd I get go? real awkward. When somebody doesn't do what I want them to do, I just like I lock them, and it gets it gets to the point where nobody says anything, and someone else there has to be like, okay. Uh, so it Melissa, didn't work. Melissa but I don't tries know how to, to do, negotiate. No, Melissa tries to do that at Starbucks at the drive-through, but no one can see her, so she just stares <laughs> at like the will. fucking order thing. They're like, oh, it's and it's five fifty-nine, and she's like, how about two dollars? <laughs> and she's just silent, and she stands there at the order screen, and it's like. People start beeping at her from behind. Ma'am, they, they can uh, see me. Ma'am, I don't get paid enough to dictate the prices on the menu. <laughs> He's like, you can't. Yeah, you can't haggle Starbucks. Yeah, I want Chick Fil A to be open on Sundays, ma'am. Uh, we did a religious observance, well, I so mean, we'll no, open up for the you. Lord rested. No matter, you know what? No matter how long I live, I will never learn the lesson that Chick Fil A is not open on Sundays. <laughs> I always go there and I'm like, wah, 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 wah. Why don't, I ever don't you remember the part lesson? in the Genesis Bible where it said, you know, the seventh day God the said, let there, not, let there not be chicken. <laughs> no, not on be. the seventh day, God said, let there not be chicken. Let there not be Chick Fil A. Yeah, and there let, let there not be the chicken tenders of the sea. Let there not be All right, the chickens bored. and the no, burgers. Bored by no, everybody. no waffle fries. Oh, God damn it. Waffle fries are the best. They are the best. Waffle fries with the yeah. cheese sauce are so, the best. So he's he in the shower. Out. He hears somebody in the house. We see somebody come in the front door and kind of, you see their feet kind of shuffling, shuffling around. around. But shuffling, like, you shuffling. see. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of Adam and Barbara from Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. 
And oh, and this is another cool effect. This is an effect he did with just latex and toilet paper. Yeah, oh, that looks so good. They did life cast, and then they just made a, a mask over the, their faces with fucking latex. That's and great because paper. I guess neither so of those pruny. faces look like the actor. We are having technical difficulties. Please stand by. back from um electricity outage mm-hmm. it's yeah. weird two two weeks in a row two weeks in a row mm-hmm. power <laughs> outages one while john was mid idea and then it was probably a good one and the second mid driving over here yeah. <laughs> and me and steph were driving towards melissa's house and there was like a black fucking like just oh my god obsidian mass yeah. like going over delaware and i was like that right there melissa's uh power's probably gonna go off and i was like yeah it's probably gonna go off and then all of a sudden, it just started pouring like a motherfucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody stopped on 95. And then literally, five minutes after I said that, you text Steph. And it was like, oh, fuck, my power went out. Yep. Or, yep. or I just got home and the power's out, dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we, so we're, we're back to resume. So, yeah. Finally. <laughs> that happens maybe three times a year. And it has now happened both times. Two times. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's strange. Like, I didn't know how, like... It, how you feel like maybe there's some uh, power that's trying to prevent us yeah. from actually mm-hmm. recording this episode. It's George Romero. It's a dark. It's a dark hole. <laughs> he's yeah. He's blowing his cigarette smoke. He's out, like over the clouds. He's yeah. like, please don't point out all the flaws in this movie. <laughs> what flaws? The flaws. Flawless. Yeah. All right. So we were at the part where the where the zombie that looks like Ted Danson but isn't Ted Danson, but mm-hmm. totally not Ted Danson, and then the chick from Day of the Dead come in. Uh, what do yeah, you right. mean? 
paper mache <laughs> to dancing <laughs> with that luscious locks of hair it's like Charmin oh Ultra God, hair. <laughs> like wet wet down Charmin Ultra on and the I face. say yeah. zombies loosely because they look like meth addicts that were like mm-hmm. from Fraggle Rock <laughs> Fraggle Rock they're like Fraggle Rock like the trash heap it's like yeah. if you tried to make Kensington into Fraggle Rock that's what they would oh, look like yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty accurate full of like green juice <laughs> They got green juice in yeah. them. Yeah, they do, and they're and they're but, covered with seaweed. But dudes, they like, weren't like, even. They were in the ocean, maybe twenty minutes. Dude, right. Real pruny, and they're already prunified in green real juice. Yeah, and covered in seaweed because the ocean is full of green juice. <laughs> like if you go down <laughs> deep enough, it's all green juice down mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that's, that's how it works, get, and that's how they get active. Cool, like green tea, <laughs> like like matcha, like, like mint tea? matcha. Yeah, matcha. Like mm. ma- I don't know what matcha is, but I know it's green. It's green tea powder. And I don't it's know. Like, protein or people something like it people yeah. use it in drinks it's and disgusting stuff. i smelled it once and i was like <laughs> it's a little bitter for me and i like wafted the smells away <laughs> speaking <laughs> of wafting man the burp i just had inside my throat Ew. was not good was hot, hot dogs and mac and cheese it was it was hot dogs and mac and cheese oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like burning inside and my beer. nose <laughs> oh yeah the uh the allagash black is not mm-hmm. is not blending it's not well. mixing no mm-hmm. it's not jiving yeah. So yeah, so they come in. Did we mention? So, so the, did, like, did they get shot yet? No. So they're at the no. they're at the door and shoot us. Yeah. He says you can't shoot us dead, Richard, because we're already dead. And Leslie's yeah. like, you know, I got a six shot gun, but I'm going to take 15 shots with this mm-hmm. fucking thing. He's like, I can't, I can't hear what I'm you're saying. I'm just glad he covered up his nips because I was like real scared of them. <laughs> what did you say? It sounds like you got green juice in your mouth. Juice? You got some kind of matcha? You can hold your breath. And he shoots Becky right in the head. And this is when right we see the, the, green, the green liquid. So he said when he like, when he sculpted those masks initially, he had like the pocket already ready in them. So then mm. they just had to put something over it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Huh. And then the Way green and the green ocean juice just yeah. <laughs> trickled out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then um, they say this is when they say that they have a they have a they have a whole dug for him below high tide line. They and, had a lot of and, like and kelp on them. He, they had a lot of kelp. And I imagine no. like if I like were, when he throws the gun at them too. If if there was an Asian family within distance of them, the Asian family would start coming up and picking off the parts that they could use like <laughs> in their like salads. What are you trying to say, Jess? No, because Steph, anytime me and you go somewhere, we always see Asians like just. Harvesting. Get, harvesting from the land where you think that people can't harvest from the land, like in Center City from like a tree that's hanging down and there's Asians picking off random berries that no one knows exist except right. for them. Clearly they're edible. Though. And when we went to Maine. We did. There was the Asians <laughs> digging through old ass seaweed and like putting it in pans. I, I don't get yeah. this though because Asians don't fucking age well. So they're doing all these things to do what? what Look like about? fucking mummies when they're 60? They yeah. do age well. I think out of all the people that age, age the, the best. best, I think they it's, do. no, 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 I think it's, I think it's African-Americans age the best. Exactly. They yeah. get like a little gray streak in their hair. Then they, <laughs> then their heart just explodes one day yeah. at like 62. They're like, oh, is that person 40? And he's like, I'm 95. <laughs> and you're like, God damn. Mm. <laughs> Asian people just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they age bad. They, they, they look, they look like life force or... fucking mummies. I would, say, <laughs> I would say white people definitely age the worst. Oh, they, yeah, you can, All the age spots come out and the bruises. Like, when you get older, you basically turn into, like, just a walking bruise. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> a, hair, a hairless walking bruise. And then, like, and then your bones are brittle and shit. And yeah. Other old people think you look abnormal if you have, like, a patch that looks like regular skin. They're like, you're not purple <laughs> enough today, Bertha. Uh, so, yeah, they, he just keeps shooting and they keep coming towards him. And they reach out to grab him, and this is like another scene where like the blue light flashes oh, behind yeah. him. Oh, it's so good! Everybody would talk about how funny they were behind the scenes, like yeah. him, Ted Danson. Oh, apparently and Ted Danson was hilarious. They were talking like rednecks, yeah. and they were just saying a lot of redneck shit. And they wanted to like they wanted to do a take with them talking as rednecks, but they wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. it's a waste of film. I don't know. That would be great. It's wasteful. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, so, we, oh, so he runs into the bedroom and he locks the door and uh, turns around and they're there in the room. Oh, uh, transportation. Ted, Dan- yeah. Ted Danson said how he prepared to do like the gurgling noise is that he just pretended that he was in, he was like deep diving in Kirstie Alley's fucking muff. Oh, the entire time. God. <laughs> He's like, she I can do that real easy. Kirstie oh. yeah, Alley was like, she wasn't attractive a then. Person he was inside Kirstie Alley, but her like, her pussy lips <laughs> oh, were like, or like a clogged drain with a lot of hair in it. If I had to choose between her and that blonde bitch that was on that show for a while, Oh, I don't Fuck remember that. You know what I remember about Cheers? A lot of fat, depressed guys and just her. Yeah. And she was never attractive to me. She was one of those other women that was like on the uh, cusp of being like hot yeah. or weird. Right. Like like the chick yeah. from fucking uh They Live. Yeah. She I get the same oh, feels. Yeah, yeah. Same feels from her. She, they remind me of each other. They do. Oh, Meg yeah. Foster? I yeah. think they're cousins. What was the uh <laughs> I think that's a what fact. What was the horror movie she was in with the kids with the purple eyes? Purple eyes? Purple eyes. Village or something. Village, yeah. Purple eyes. No, they have white eyes. White eyes, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, 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 Village of the Damned. Purple eyes. With fucking, um, with Superman. Right? The remake Is you're talking about? It? Yeah. And the, she, has to get, she has to do like an autopsy on herself. They like uh, use their mind telekinesis. Uh, oh, I don't know this. Uh, when I do that, that means someone needs to be like, going on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have time for this. Yeah. Um, right. So he turns around and they're there in the room. And he, the blue light again is, is I think they, like, behind him. Sucked down into the drain in the and sink, and then shot they out. shot out of the the fucking of the bidet. The drain, yeah, bidet. <laughs> yeah, they shot out of that bidet. Because you know he has a bidet in oh there. Oh my god, bidets are the best, you man. Clean your, yep. butt, clean your butthole. Village of the damned. I don't know why Americans don't just embrace the bidet because I, 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 I fucking wiping your ass is just such a hassle. Can't you just like get a hand wand in the shower and just fucking go up there with it? Yeah, like, no, but, make. no, no, no. But well, I mean, some like, toilets about, have a little spray nozzle too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like at work, I would love to have a bidet to just spray my ass down because I hate wiping. It's like such a fucking. I hate it. Moist. What are you? There's not enough paper. You dry it with what? Okay, guys. You want to hear about something disgusting today? An old lady had to go to the bathroom, and so she's like, I need to, I need to. No, she's what she says exactly. Looks me dead in the eye and says, Oh no, I need to piss. So I was like, Okay, she was weighed 85 pounds, smelled like fucking goddamn like mackerel. It's disgusting. (laughs) She sits up, my coworker puts a bedpan in there. She fucking, well, first of all, she flaps open her gown. Oh, no underwear on. God. Bald pussy. Damn it. My coworker puts the fucking <laughs> pan underneath her. She pisses. My coworker, who's a female, leaves to go dump it in the toilet. And she's like, it's wet. Wipe me. <laughs> no. <laughs> she looks right in my eyes and says that. And I was just like, I fucking threw, t- I threw like towels, out, not towels, like um, <laughs> hand, hand, like paper towels at, uh, at her. And I was like, I'm fucking wiping your pussy. Oh. So you like cannot when you, pay me when you come money. on somebody and you just hand them the, the towels and they're supposed to take I care of themselves. Like, <laughs> yeah, what's the etiquette there? I feel like it's 50-50 either way. And she like, starts just mm-hmm. viciously patting her. Oh, like, God damn she, it. She's patting it, patting it, patting it. And then she tries to hand me the used fucking towels. I'm like, shut nah, nah, You put them in the... Put them in the trash. <laughs> if it's the first time you bang somebody and you come all over them, do you give them the cum rag and I'm expecting them to clean it up? Or are you as the gentleman? You should be courteous. The, you should be courteous. Courteous and yeah. clean. Yeah. yeah. Clean your cum. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should clean up. Because I feel yeah. like when they say, like, you can come on me, it's like an admission, like, you're going to clean this up afterwards. Yeah. Like, that's, that's There's a trust that forms there yeah. that we you will yeah. not leave the love pancakes <laughs> on me. <laughs> I go to the bathroom for 20 minutes, and while I'm laying there with a, like, awkward, like, no, 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 no it's like, I can't move. It's like when <laughs> Steph told me the first time we were having sex, she's like, come inside me. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Whoa. Whoa. Like, when she, whoa. Said, when she said that, I, like, already what came. A like, skank. I, was, I was like, I got news for 
before you. I already did. <laughs> oh my god! How do you not have like three kids already? Because we're crazy like it's that. It's birth control. Yeah, <sighs> I don't trust that she's shit. Got, she's one hundred percent effective. She's I do not trust Oh my god, dude! How many times do you think I came inside stuff in this fucking? Oh like, my! Like, are we talking hundreds? Hundreds. Hundreds. Dear <laughs> Lord. Did you ever check and see if you got low swimmers? Steph's vagina is like a fucking cemetery of like all my dead sperm. <laughs> <laughs> all those dead babies. <laughs> all, those, all those thin upper lip kids <laughs> that you never had. You go, you go in there. Steph's fucking vagina is a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you ever get your sperm count checked? Uh, Out of curiosity? No, why would I? Because I, yeah. I don't care if I'm shooting blanks. If I'm shooting blanks, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like game on. Bro. I was gonna say, like, would you make it more risky if if you knew you were shooting blanks? Oh my god, I don't know. But I but I'll tell you one thing. I shoot deep when I shoot. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like right against the egg when I'm shooting. I'm like I'm just putting you're, them right in you're there. Doing, you're doing the eye pressure test yeah, yeah. inside of her vagina. <laughs> oh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we get back to the creep show? Yes. I think we're there. Yeah. I we think it to. ended. I so, think it happened. Okay, good. At the end. This is the scene where he's like, Leslie Nielsen is like backed up against the wall and he starts laughing hysterically, but is like terrified yet laughing. Mm-hmm. I love oh, this part. Yeah, terrified. He's, yeah, he's doing like the, yeah, yeah he's really like ch- chumming it up in yeah. this part. Yeah, he's, he's, he's being laughing. He's stupid yeah. self. And then he loves doing it. This is when they say the if you can hold your breath thing. If you can hold your breath. And then it cuts to the beach. When he's buried. Yeah, yeah. Then he's, then he's cut and it makes like the dumb face like Ooh, bogus! Mm. and it like pauses on his face and he's got like uh he's like um in he's framed like in a comic yeah again. I, I love it i don't know why do you why do you hate people we love so much melissa i hate leslie nelson you hate know. him you hate tom <laughs> hanks what's fucks up she's got like a I've weird got a, no i have a very heightened kid toucher sense and i know wait are you saying leslie it. nielsen's a kid toucher oh, 100 really <laughs> i don't know oh. i don't see that hundred something with old men for some reason i see Leslie Nielsen, like fucking fourteen year old girls, like I do mm. see that. It's like yeah. a Woody Allison, yeah. Woody Allison, Allison, <laughs> yeah. Allen, whatever. Hi, my name's Woody Allison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Woody Allen's like stepbrother. <laughs> What's up? Uh, All right. I marry fourteen year old Indians. So, so then it pans out again, and then you, the, the page <clears throat> fucking turns right, and then you get another one. Number four. Number four, the crate. Yeah. So this um. Well, it starts off with a man dropping a coin, right? It's dropped the, something. The janitor. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a janitor. And it rolls under like a little gated thing. Under, under the stairs. stairs. Right. Yeah. And you think you're going to find people under the stairs. But there's no people the under these stairs. But there's no people. No, there's under, just a crate. Mm-hmm. Under those steps. There's a crate under the stairs. It's a crate with a bumble in it. Mm-hmm. And um, then it cuts to, well, it just cuts away, right? He sees the crate. It's kind of it, like street trash, right? He fucking yeah. stumbles upon something right. amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It is pretty amazing. Or not amazing. Um, <laughs> exactly why Melissa should have gave Street Trash a 10. <laughs> or zero. Uh, so it cuts to um, Henry and his wife. Wilma. And they're... Oh um, Adrian Barbo. Call me Billy. <laughs> they're at a party. The fucking bitch. She's the just, worst. She's so wasted immediately at this party. He's got no backbone. She's an alky. Yes. She's playing... She said when she, this was like one of her favorite characters to play because it was like the least from herself. Right. And I was like, bitch, no. Right, she I don't believe She that. doesn't drink or anything. Not with that hair. She doesn't drink. Yeah. And she's fucking gorgeous, George. I think we said it on the, on the, uh, yeah, she looks the just, first half here. She has but aged well. God damn, dude. Like, I never, th- I thought she looks kind of rough in this movie, but then when I'm looking at her like 30 years after the fact, I'm like, how can you get hotter 30 years <laughs> after you were in your prime? I don't know how she yeah, did it. She's an attractive mm-hmm. lady. Um, yes. Yeah, but she did say she never drank before. That's fucking she weird. She did say that. Don't trust I mean, people that never drank. <gasps> nope. It's weird. It's, it is weird. Don't. I mean, if you don't drink, it's cool. As long as you're listening. As long as you're giving me them sweet, sweet plays. So the janitor calls Professor Stanley, which is one of Henry's friends, about the crate and tells him to get over there. Mm-hmm. You know who Stanley is? You know who he is? He's in some other stuff, right? He's the guy that says, 
Satan! For the podcast. Oh. Yeah, there you go. The pe- it's all the dots are all connected. All connected. He says it in a movie called Jaws of Satan, mm. aka King Cobra. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> I mean, don't watch it. It was good for that sample, but yeah. it's not good. Aside from that, it's not good. It's not worth your time. So Adrian Barbeau kind of reminds me of the fucking wife from uh, Boogie Nights. That's always fucking the other yes. fucking people. What's this? Uh, William H Macy, uh-huh. his wife. It's uh. always like. He always like goes into the other room and he's like, God damn it, you're fucking this guy now. Yeah. That's what she reminds me of. I love that movie. Mm. So good. Um, yeah, so he gets a call. Mm-hmm. And so he leaves and then Henry well, and he's, he's telling him about the uh, the the crate and he, he doesn't think it's a big deal. He's like, oh, it's just whatever some bullshit crate. And he's like, no, it- you know, it has like the date 1834 mm-hmm. on it. And it's something about some Arctic expedition. And then he's like, oh, shit, maybe it is something important. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Dex. So he, yeah, Dex. So he goes. He leaves the party. He leaves. And poor. You know, did, you, did you notice the way that him and like Henry look at each other? Didn't they talk about that in the? They talk about in the extras like, how there's this like, like, yeah, like they they like really liked the homoeroticism that he was trying to put <laughs> what? in this. What? And, yes. Uh, Who was the two professors? Yeah, the yeah. two like no, like, the no, one no, that was trying no. to hook up with like a twenty year old okay. girl. Yeah. Like you don't get that, but now that you get that. Because no. I said it, go back and watch it and just see the hidden gayness. No, mm-hmm. there's not. That's not, oh. what I, that's not what I got at all. Okay. They I, legit I said that they did said, that. Yeah. I said the same thing until I went back and watched it. And I was like, oh, yeah. the, the way they framed yeah. that scene with that exchange, it made me look like he was about to say something like, we can't be friends anymore because your wife's a cunt. Yeah. And then they get interrupted. Right. That's that, yeah. until you didn't know that information. But now I'm saying, <laughs> go back and, knowing that information, no. it's like you can't go back to not know that information. I'm going to go back yeah. and it's not going to be gay at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> you wouldn't go back anyway because you'd fast forward through it. No, You're, I love this movie. Yeah. I have watched it <laughs> numerous times with commercials just, on the TVs. Just and, and now millions of listeners are being like, do I still kill Melissa later because she didn't like street trash? Or <laughs> she likes creep show now. Oh, God damn it, it Mel- Melissa's on so many hit lists. She doesn't even know it. <laughs> but yes, two just like well-educated men, sweaty in a fucking goddamn like study room mm-hmm. after they're done playing chess and all that fucking just pent up aggression from playing chess. You know, you get yeah. like really agitated mm-hmm. when you're playing chess and you're it's not an winning. It's an intense game. And you just fucking decimate each other's assholes. <laughs> no. Tangerine Jessup. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's you're like um, they're like my fucking goddamn my, your asshole's a rook <laughs> and my fucking penis is the goddamn queen it can go anywhere at once and your fucking no. ass and then have your you, mouth have you played chess that's not how it works I mean, <laughs> I mean, i'm pretty sure the queen can go anywhere i mean for ad-libbing chess he, he did, uh, you know guys a decent job but there's a piece called the rook there is a rook okay yeah. so you're wrong i was impressed the queen i was impressed with this <laughs> oh so yeah so dex drives away in his in his little sports car Mm -hmm. and um this is when henry has the fantasy of of killing billy and i i love this this scene so good i like how he has the i like how it's real hammy it's good yeah yeah, i like how he has those like you know just like moments where he's like you think it's really first time you see you think it's real and then like you see like this is a thing he does all the time Mm -hmm. you know because he hates her that much yeah she's like yapping away yapping away calling her and then Call me Billy, everybody. He does. just pulls out a gun and shoots her in the head, and everyone looks yeah. at him and applauds. And they're like, yeah. "Great shot!" They're yeah. like, "Cheers, motherfucker!" That was like <laughs> goddamn shit. So everyone hates her. <laughs> um, but in reality, he's just getting bitched at for not bringing the car around right, in time. Yeah, right. And she's she, just like, and it just makes you fucking hate her so goddamn yeah. much. Yes, like, ah, she, ah, Henry. <laughs> What yeah. would you do without me? Yeah, she really is like the the most annoying character. Well, she, it's like, like a, it's impressive. Again, like mm-hmm. it comes back to like George Romero was telling all these people that are playing all these roles throughout this movie. He's like, 
You're not doing it enough. Yeah. So I want you to take it to like, you know, the 10th level. Right. You're at a five right now. Same thing with like Stephen King. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You didn't didn't think anybody was taking it there. It works. I think everyone has to be like over the top. Yeah. Yeah. The overacting, it works. And I think everybody does a a damn good job. Yeah. I think so too. And the move's a 10. (laughs) It's a 10. Say. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, I was just a part where Melissa goes, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I She's like, it's insane. She's I'm like, scared. Jesus. I'm scared. What's going to happen to me? <laughs> I mean, your power can't go out any fucking more than already Dude, has, Melissa. Don't it invoke. <laughs> a fucking squirrel drops an acorn on the wire Don't outside invoke. and it's, the power goes out. The Worst fucking, week ever. Yeah, a squirrel's like dry humping the line out there and it's like, hey, and the power's oh out. And you, see this, you go outside and you see the squirrel and he's like pointing at you. He's like, oh my God. Wait, when did the squirrel turn into Gage? I don't know. Did you poison my doodles? <laughs> that's my voice for everything that's little. <laughs> Not my penis, though. <laughs> well, when oh, it, well, before it grows. <laughs> oh, it's just a little one there. Now it's getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> then it turns into Belial. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. And then says, oh, I must say stories. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, <laughs> so this is when the janitor and Stanley they drag the crate out and they're kind of examining it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and they um they oh Dex goes in and they oh, open they get they, they get it out right they pry it open and like and except somehow, for except for like one nails in there and they're kind of peeking. The best like, is how no they even that. carry no. it. How no, do they carry that? Nobody tries to peek in a little crevasse. Like no. you just want to open it up all the way and yes. see what's inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's never a good idea. Yeah. Never a good idea. And don't go fucking snoo- snooping. And then it's don't Hen- go snooping. No. It's Henry and Wilma. It's a quick cut to Henry and Wilma back at the house, and like mm-hmm. Wilma's leaving. They gotta go to go to a class or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, her class, but like she's fucking drunk. Where the I don't know. Is she going? I like thought it was like an art class. And she's or like something, yelling you know? at him the whole time not to like mess up the house because she doesn't want to have to clean it. And blah, she's blah, talking. Blah. She's bitching about how uh, Dex smokes. I mean, and tobacco smokes. Unless she was supposed to be a teacher, but I didn't get that no, vibe. No, I didn't no. get that at all either. I, I get that she doesn't do anything. Is my, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like maybe, she was going. Maybe it was like no, a perm no. class. She was yeah. going to one of those bullshit classes where like everybody paints the same thing. Oh, like oh, the, yeah. the paint, painting with the twist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we're all gonna paint a cat laying on a rug with a fucking goddamn on a beach setting. Yeah. <laughs> I like to do ceramics myself. Like, go get the little cat, Steph paint that. it with a little tuxedo. Oh, I, did, I painted a bowl for the cat. She's yeah, like, she's best. like, she, uh, I just squeezed my temple so hard that day. It's never been squeezed harder. I was just Why? like. Except for when you went to go see Twilight, then that was the second time it was squeezed hard. I went with coworkers. Okay, I was trying to be part of the team. So hard to temple. I saw all of them in theater. Mm-hmm. I only saw one, and it was horrible. That pressure point was. Pre- and then all the per- listeners again are like, "Oh, right, she saw all the Twilight movies. We got to put them back them. on the list." Back on the list. <laughs> and I saw Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Ooh. Ah. The, pr- the pressure points in my head were completely fused that day. Yeah. I just squeezed them and I, I fucking like <laughs> soldered them shut. Yeah. Don't judge me. Oh, we're gonna Don't judge you. Don't judge me. Judged. All right, you, you will be judged. So they're back, right? They're back at the at the uh, university, and yep. they're trying to open that damn crate. Trying to open it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the old man, he gets like he's like a hammer and a chisel. Do people just keep yeah. hammers and chisels around? Well, I mean, they're in a whatever. He's a janitor, dude. He's a custodian. He's got Do all sorts of shit. Them? Custodians got anything you need. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because they just fucking got all the tools for reals. Yeah. So they're like peeking in the corner, and they hear something inside. 
and um and they but, something is shifting around they can feel something shifting around i box. love the brief second that stanley gets a good look at they both establish eye contact with the creatures yeah <laughs> yeah it is an awesome shot too and the old guy's like he sees something so he reaches this okay first no. of all don't look in second no. don't put your arm inside like, i see something in there furry and really really fucking scary let me go <laughs> i want to pet him <laughs> and he reaches in there and he gets fucking and the red light red light, the shines, red light comes yeah. on oh yeah that is cool they talked about that actually like you know, it's funny because when you see these things now, like you don't realize that, like all that shit, all that shit was done, like while, while they were filming. It's like physical lighting. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. they can't do that after the yeah. fact. You know, like mm-hmm. nowadays you could fucking add all that shit in all you want. But yeah, that was an actual light they put in there and everything. It's really it was like cool. A, it was like a red filter they just put and it's the a giant heat lamp. And, the, <laughs> and well, and the fluffy creature was like there was a couple different versions oh of it. There was like God. a there was a puppet, and there was an actual like full grown man in like a suit, no. and the suit went up from like the waist up. But it's enormous because there's pictures of like people yeah. standing next to like the fluffy. But I guess they just like shoot it in a way it that makes look it look proportionally big. small. Yeah. But it's fucking enormous looking. The one. Yeah, I mean, I guess they never actually shoot it in the crate. Like, it's is it just like they make it look like it's in a crate? They make it look like it's like, in the crate. I guess. Like, yeah. yeah, just through. I don't know. I mean, to me, it just looks like the bumble from Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> the bumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got. I mean, they. Well, it's funny because that's like, what he looks like. Tom, like you should see. Like if you have um just desserts uh look at some of the fucking sketches that like they were go- they were also going to go with because like shan to the fucking nah he let it was like tom savini and like two other kids did um they were like younger than him that's why i'm saying kids they did like sketches of what like they were going to make it look like and they gave it to i guess i don't remember who it was i think they gave it to george romero and george and they didn't say who designed which one and george picked tom savini's and tom savini's doesn't i mean it looks like apish i guess but mm-hmm. like just like with fluffy hair but the other two look like insectoid things with mm-hmm. like hair on them, fucking terrible looking. Like it would definitely have not had the same feel to it mm-hmm. if they went with one of the other sketches. Yeah. Well, Tom's looks more like a yeti, like a Wendigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. And he said the only thing he regretted about like the he wanted he should have made it more skinny because he's like it was in that crate for so yeah. long. I'm like what was it doing in there? I was like, well, dude. It was even bugs. I don't really think it matters the no. fucking weight of the creature. No. <laughs> if it was yeah. in a fucking goddamn thing for a hundred years just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the creature grabs his arm he and like, he screams. Yeah. And then they kind of fall forward. All with over. The, with the it crate. tips over, yeah. yeah. And he's like stuck in front of the crate, like, I don't know if I want to move. And then it turns into like it and he gets pulled in. Yeah. He gets pulled in there. Yeah. And then blood, just blood is just pouring out mm-hmm. of the crate. Um, and Dex runs out. And I love what he's like so frantic when he runs out into the hallway and he just grabs that guy who's just randomly there and is like f- screaming and freaking out. Um, and then we see the beast is like, well, Fluffy. Let's call him Fluffy. He's like pushing the crate, yeah, away, yeah, right back to his little hiding hole, back to his little mm-hmm. space, yeah, because he's still safe there. His hiding yeah. hole. <laughs> yeah. So Dex escapes and he goes to um, he goes into Charlie's, right? Charlie, yeah, yeah. And Charlie's like, okay, I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna go inspect it or whatever. Bad idea. So he goes there and he sees the crate was dragged back under the staircase, and so Charlie uh grabs one of the shoes that's there because he wants to measure the bite marks that's on mm-hmm. it, right? And he, um, what happens now? God, my but, fucking writing's so terrible. Well, because he yeah. looks, he looks, so he goes under to get the shoe, and then he looks over, and the monster's there under the stairs. Yes. Right. And right? swipes him, and then he takes oh, the, yeah, he yeah. takes the, slashes got, his he's, chest. He's got a pipe wrench or something, and he hits him yeah. over the back of the head with the pipe wrench, which just pisses him off more. Oh, yeah. yeah. I missed the whole fucking thing here. Charlie's the, Charlie was one of the students. He's the grad, yeah, he's, he's the, the grad, grad student. Because so, he ran yeah. up there, and he's basically like, all right, dude, like, I'm going to go back down with you, but there's nothing yeah, here. Yeah, he's basically looking at Dex, like Dex is the one that did it yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. And he thinks he's insane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, then he, right, he goes down, he follows like the blood trail, and then, um, he goes, yeah, he goes under and he's like grabs the flashlight 
and he's trying to investigate that he sees the janitor's bodies under there in the mm-hmm. little hidey hole. Yeah. Um, and that's when he grabs the shoe and he's going to measure it. And this, um, and so the, it slashes him, right? Yeah, it's yeah. behind him. Kills him, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then and so, we have the red and blue lights that kind of yeah. flash on. So then he leaves and he run. Dex runs to go Henry's. Yeah. This is what I was getting confused yes. here because I yeah. forgot about the whole fucking Charlie mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. And he tells him the story and Henry's just like looking at Dex like he's on drugs or something like that. He's, he, anyway, he's, this, he's and, like he like believes him but he doesn't believe well, him this, but I, he just wants to see like if he can get something to have the upper hand on right or something. well yeah I, this whole interaction i was like unclear like does he believe him does he think he's crazy and he did yeah. something it was like kind of you couldn't really tell until i think the story moves on and you're like well, oh well he had this whole other fucking thing planned he, he like saw his buddy <laughs> we, i think we like, missed <laughs> part of the uh part of the subtext of this of this segment also is that when it, and they hint at it in the very beginning in the party is that there's a weird like social Darwinistic thing going on between the professors and the grad students and stuff, which is what Wilma's hop- harping on Henry about that he's not he doesn't have enough spine to like be competitive with these guys. So the stuff with Charlie not believing Stanley and then Stanley going to Henry and kind of being submissive, all that kind of stuff is playing into that subtext. Well, and also it's like known that like um, Dex like fucks all the young fucking right. goddamn yeah, students, students yeah. and. And Which is why the homoerotic thing is no bueno. So he's so he's thinking that like maybe you know he killed somebody, he killed one right. of his like students or something like that. Yeah. So Henry goes. Um, oh no, this is when Henry like figures out what he's going to do, and he basically he drugs. This is when he drugs. Yeah, he Dex. goes to the he bathroom and he, and he gets something out of the, the cabinet and, mm-hmm. he, and he puts and he, it in his. He drink. leaves Wilma a note before heading to check it out. Right. And yeah. he goes there. He's like cleaning up the blood and everything, and then Wilma returns home and kind of sees the note while she's drinking whiskey and milk oh god so gross uh, <laughs> it's like, like the grossest thing is that like an alcoholic thing that people do i guess it's just like if you don't I've like whiskey it just it. like kill it like I, don't, I know people have said like milk coats your stomach so like it like makes it less like harsh on your stomach if you drink milk with it but i don't fucking know if that's it makes true. me just want to vomit thinking about that it makes me think you're gonna definitely if you weren't gonna have diarrhea from just whiskey you're yeah. definitely gonna have <laughs> diarrhea from fucking whiskey from and all milk. that all the milk that lactose is gonna be shooting out your ass like fucking <laughs> yeah. turpentine so yeah she finds a note and um it's like that henry left explain and this he has this whole story he yeah. explains to her that uh you know ever since dex's wife had died he's just kind of been a mess and he's getting in all this trouble with these the co-eds uh or the female grad students and he attacked a woman and she like crawled in yeah. like a co- in a dark corner and they can't get her to come out right so yeah. he's like come on please come over here Wumble. you're so good with these things with like Women that were raped. You're the best yeah. with rape women. Well, and through we didn't mention this either. Like throughout the beginning of the story, she consistently says to him, "Like, what would you do without well, me? You what would tell. you do without She's me?" She's like the gossip queen. You can yeah. tell. Oh, like, yeah, she, she, mm-hmm. like she would just like she like he knew that she would just be like she wouldn't go to the police because she would want to fucking get she all the details part, right, herself right in, before yeah. anything was mm-hmm. like you know. But she wanted to just get in on that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, when she arrives, um, Henry like can't contain his excitement. So he's yeah. acting all like goofy. He's <laughs> he like is. all giddy and shit. He's like, and he starts like laughing. And she's like, "What the fuck is the matter with you?" He like leads her under the staircase. Um, well, to the under the staircase, he kind of like pushes her in there. He's like, "She's back there in the corner crying, and she won't come out." And she's like, kind of looking. And he's like, "No, no, you have to go like further back, further back." And he kind of like pushes her in there. Mm-hmm. And what happens well and then he's like someone pick up well she's um she's asking what he's doing and he's like something i should have done a long time ago and then he's um he starts screaming and he's screaming wake up wake up but nothing's happening like the fluffy is not attacking her right away yeah he's getting all frustrated yeah and then um she starts hitting him remember she starts beating him with her bag she mm-hmm. turns around and she's just like beating him with her bag oh, this one's just that good line you're a regular barnyard exhibit sheep eyes chicken guts piggy friends and yeah. shit for brains 
get out of my way or you'll be wearing your balls as earrings. And then as she's yelling at him, at Henry. Mini Splash um, comes. Yeah, he, oh he my appears. God. And for the He's red like, light, like goes shit. on. I got your back. Oh my god, we didn't talk about it earlier when that Murder dude this when that dude Charlie gets bit like on the side of his yeah. head. That effect looks terrible. Yeah. It's like oh, fucking yeah. like it like the sculpt and everything is horrendous. Yeah. He said like he like used Velcro and then like when the thing bit, it kind of pulled back. Oh, the, when he the, slashed the across skin. the face. You're yeah. talking about yeah 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 yeah. yeah. It, it looks fucking bad. So then the mini squatch bites her in the neck. And then what does he say? Uh, Just tell it to call you Billy. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and he runs out, and he's kind of like gagging. And he um mm-hmm. he gets the padlock and goes back under the stairs, and he locks the crate up with mm-hmm. the chain and the padlock. Yeah, he gets um, like the lock. Well, he, gets, he gets the lock on it, and it, like pops open because mm-hmm. it's like a very like, tense moment. And yes. then he finally like locks it. Yeah, and then um he takes it to the quarry. But yeah, but you, at this point, there's also a voiceover now of Henry mm-hmm. telling Dex. Like what happened? Mm. Um, how he got rid of the crate, and he pushes it into the quarry off yeah. the edge, mm-hmm. and he put the other bodies there too. That was he like him, it was him getting yeah. his ball sack back. Yeah. That's what yeah. the whole story's about. Yeah, and the I crate. guess, and isn't he? Isn't his buddy like, well, how did you know I wouldn't go to the police? Or he's like, eh, you're fine. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he knows he won't say anything. And uh, Henry tells him he ex- he expects to whip his ass at chest twice. Oh my god, it's a real yucko twice moment. a week, twice a week for the rest of their lives. So then, yeah, and it's just like yeah. cut back yeah. to the quarry. Dex, Dex is like worried it's gonna escape. From the crate, but Henry's mm-hmm. like, "Nah, I'm telling you, I drowned." And then, yeah, it's bo- sitting at the bottom there, of the like, quarry. It's like mini squatch, like breaks free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the cr- in the crate, he found his balls. Yep, that's what was in there. Yep, it was inside. And that's it. And it cuts back to the the comic book. The comic book. Yeah. And yeah. then the last tale. The last one. Maybe, maybe the best tale. No, my least favorite. <laughs> no. Oh, I hate it. I hate I hate cockroaches so much. They are ah. creeping up on you. Oh my god. So yeah, this is a quick one. It's very short. Um, yeah. but I I think it's awesome. I think it really like kind of makes the whole package like just seem like a whole cohesive book of good stories yeah. no, and all, I, I, and, well and what, what were you we saying before Steph like when you did that little thing on um on Patreon when you were asking people for our, um Charles Clary a VHS giveaway oh, yeah, yeah. what their favorite segment was this actually came up a lot yeah it's, this huh. came up quite a few times and you know it's funny the ones that I think are my favorite mm-hmm. I mean some people agreed but like I don't think I like, didn't, no one really I thought Father's Day was their favorite and it's crazy that's to me because like yeah. that, that's that, the best that, that is the most iconic like one of the most iconic yeah. scenes yeah. from the movie and I get it I guess like overall story wise like it's not the one that's the best for people mm-hmm. but I feel like I always miss this one like I I don't know the last one I just, you just don't remember it I don't or, remember it at all it's yeah. short and sweet yeah. so let's get into it yeah, let's it's get into fucking it. art from Christmas Vacation he just he's like he, so good in this he, though he looks like just fucking disheveled and unhinged and as insane, shit. Yeah. His fucking hair is crazy. He's walking around in a robe and and fucking slippers yes. and like PJs. Carrying, carrying roach spray. Carrying roach spray. <laughs> and it's just like a white sterilized room. It's got like kind of like mm-hmm. the retro future condo. He owns the building. Um, you know, he's a germaphobe. Super OCD stockbroker. OCD. The thing that I, that I thought, and even like initially and throughout the story, was like, is this really an apartment or is he in an insane asylum? Because yeah. everything is white. I mean, that could be know? a great twist. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they did. They're very literal with this shit. They're not yeah. trying to like. There's not there's really no deep, any like no deep meaning. There's not really any crazy twist. Yeah. Per se. Oh, I would there's... explain how patronizing everybody is. Yeah. Towards yeah. Him yeah. Too. It's like, oh, you crazy as shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna talk real slow because anything could trigger you at any moment. So George calls. Um, he's like killing bugs, like stuff, yeah. stuff like that, and he calls to tell. Um. George calls to tell him about a business partner killing himself after the takeover of his company or something like yeah. that. And you just get this is like a cool thing just to get a very quick idea of like what this guy's demeanor is like. Uh, yeah. But basically, he doesn't give fucking shit about it. No, he's like, else yeah. but himself. He's Scrooge. Scrooge. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you did good, George. Go out and fuck someone. 
but use a goddamn rubber. Everybody's got the damn herpes these days. <laughs> oh, my God. Did he say that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then he's like, once you get bugs, you never get rid of them. Oh my God. That's my favorite line, though. Oh, they the breed in the crawl spaces, the conduits, the very core of the building itself. Everybody said it. Mm-hmm. He was like the man yeah. Like to work with on the set. Like They're like, oh, like, what would they call him, Steph? Each. Each. Yeah, they're like, each. Yeah. We're just going to mm-hmm. fucking douse you in like four boxes yeah. of cockroaches. You down with this? And he's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Oh, and somewhere in Pittsburgh, these cockroaches yeah. live on. They, they live do. on. <laughs> they do. They were in Utopia. Yeah, just like Slade Dion and Titanic. So as he's like getting ready to get off the phone with this person, they're like, the ro- a roach crawls on his hand and he like kind of like moves his hand over to like this little like pneumatic tube and like yes. sucks it down. Yeah. What the hell is that? Like a, he has like a vacuum system in his apartment. Put a dick in there or I something? Think, like, <laughs> I think it's just like all trash like goes down there. Yeah. Or his penis. Yeah. Or yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it's well, like that vacuum that chick had in um Skin Deep or whatever that movie was. We I mean, John, reviewed. I wasn't going to say it, but like, yeah, if that was my pneumatic tube, there'd be penises a flopping down there. Well, we yeah. know. Just to see the <laughs> suction. If I get sucked right off, and then what would you do? <laughs> well, that's what he's going for. He wants to get sucked off. <laughs> the penis I mean, let's is resilient. Be real. Like the, I was like, say, it's I like, mean, like, it's like a step. I mean, like it's, it's stuck in there. Like, it's aerodynamic Listen, to be sucked upon. When you're a very it's small child, you you you, you, okay. you realize the physics of the penis, like, <laughs> and you realize like if I pinch my dickhead and stretch it really far, it's never gonna rip. And, you, and, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I know, and, you, and you'll just I don't do know that. Like, all right, so you never like grab your labia and like pull them, see the elasticity. No, no one would ever do that you, you never got your labia and rolled it along a pencil to like you know just to <laughs> Wait, see how many, how many times concerned. you can roll around a pencil <laughs> i'm concerned what you're talking about <laughs> who the hell has labia that's like that like roast Steph, beefy st- okay okay people <laughs> all right i mean people like do. Beauty, beauty comes in all that, shapes and listen, sizes Steph. there's websites dedicated to roast beef lips yeah. okay and i'm not saying that, anything wrong look, with it, but, but that's jesse that's just arby's that's not like no that's a, actual, a specialty that's fetish actual, site looking i mean Ew, what? Is it called that? It's really? <laughs> oh, no, no. They like the sandwiches? Melissa, like your treasure. Like the sandwiches? No. Is it really? There's God a, damn it. There's a website called Big, I'm in Big Montana. Don't, don't Google Arby's. No, I'm no. in danger. Go to www.bigmontana.com. No, I don't want to. And it's just mm. girls with big old roast beef lips. I don't understand why. Because why Montana, though? Because Big Montana is the name of an Arby sandwich. And Did they like it? And it's just a sandwich that's like stacked full of roast beef. Is it really? I swear no, to God. No, I don't believe you. The Big Montana no. is an Arby sandwich that's got like fucking like. No, it isn't. I swear to God. It is. Oh, oh my God. And if you get the big and if you get the Big Montana with cheese, it's fucking heavenly. Uh, but don't no. ever get don't ever get a. What about the curly fries? Real, don't, don't ever get a is real life. <laughs> don't ever get a real life Big Montana with cheese because it's not good. Well, do they like stretch it or is it like natural? No, it's just natural. It's yeah. just like it's just like it looks like a like a broom hanging out of their pussy yeah. I didn't tell you the story the one girl I fucked with like really big lady oh god damn it no we didn't hear the story I was, like, I was like fucking her like folding it inside no. at the same time it was like being she was hot though so like I was okay with it yeah oh. listen I mean everybody's god. body is different everybody uh, the, all vaginas are beautiful except when they're not <laughs> and that's and that's up for you to determine on a person to person basis <laughs> much like penises listen yeah penises, oh, there's some ugly penises, penises can be straight penises can curve a little bit penises can be like fucking like just like coat hangers they could just be like an acorn. Like, like you know, if you ever see that kid on the fucking jungle gym, like hooking his dick on fucking like swinging around and <laughs> shit, like gymnastics and shit with his I dick. Is, it, is that a thing? I mean, I've seen, I haven't seen it, but I mean, I imagine it's a thing that people do if they I have curvy dicks. I don't know. This conversation brought to you by the pneumatic tube. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah so he kills he kills that bug. It's sucked down the tube, and then he just he keeps finding them. Right. He finds mm. another one, sprays it dead. Mm. The phone rings, and it's the wife of the business guy. I, I, got, a, who, I got a I got a serious guy. question. How many of you yeah. destroyed you monster? 
Who gave you my Everything is white in this apartment. How does he tell where, like, when he jerk when he jo's, like, where his cum goes? Oh, he's an old How guy. does he, he clean do it? That. He doesn't jerk off anymore. He doesn't do I that. Mean, he has OCD. He doesn't do that. An ideal situation is for someone named Jessup. <laughs> no one can ever judge you for the white smears. But I mean, no, like, but, I but, feel but, like but, dirt would get but, on I mean, him. You blank, would every see blanket it. was white. Cum is not like pure white. I mean, no. let's be honest. I mean, here. it's not. But like, if you let it sit long enough, if yeah. you let it sit there dry, I mean, listen, it'll just get covered I mean, in dirt. If, you'll see it again. If you fry it up on a skillet, okay, it's <laughs> no, white. Uh, you don't should do that. But, no. I mean, if you've experimented in the ways of the cook simon, <laughs> you have not. I mean, I may have. No, in my younger years. No. No. So, but. yeah, she, she said, how many? <laughs> Probably just says, like, to be. <laughs> actually, you as an asshole revenge thing probably did J.O. on, like, a pan. And then the next morning, watch your entire family. I, I mean, look, if you had, like, pancakes the next day and you looked at Bisquick in the pan, which, could you tell what, what were the semen and where was the Bisquick? That's disgusting. Where does the semen end and the Bisquick begin? <laughs> always, <laughs> always ask your lover if they want fried onions with that. <laughs> Throw some fried onions on. Oh, God, what? Disgusting. No, and always salt and pepper. Gordon Ramsay will shame you if you don't properly season your cum. You do have to season it. It's true. This cum is unseasoned, you donkey! Oh, my God. (laughs) So, yeah, so when she says, like, how many have you killed? He's like, only the stupid ones. Yeah. Because he's heartless. He is heartless. Um, No, no. I hope you get cancer in the worst place. Leprosy. Syphilis. Mm. And then the building supervisor calls from Florida. And he wants the exterminator in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, next year, you can take your kids to Florida on your fucking wealth ch- welfare <laughs> check. You got <laughs> <Yes>. that? <laughs> so he's talking to himself and he's eating. I, I don't know. What is he eating? Cereal? Some brown mush. I thought it was supposed to be like oatmeal. Like oatmeal. But then, I it, think looks it, was like oatmeal. A, yeah, but then it looks like a cereal box. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because yeah, he's looking at it. But he was like blending it. I don't know. Um, and then he's like. Oh, dude. Spooning it around, and there was roaches. His bar sucking. Oh my god! Like you could tell there's roaches in there, and then he like goes over to the box and he like dumps it out, and it's uh-huh. like fucking goddamn just roaches scattered. Yes. Oh my god, that's so gross. The doorbell rings. Although they're essentially brainless, you've got to watch them because they creep up on you. <laughs> so says, so yeah. nasty. And he looks down, and he sees them in the oatmeal, like you said, and Blech. then he hears a door, uh, his doorbell ring, and he goes over there, and it's Mister White from the desk. Who's mm-hmm. black? Desk. Right. And he shows up and he says he can, he's going to fumigate in there at like a, by 1130 or something like that. And yeah. they're, this is when they have that weird conversation where they're like, he's like condescending or something yeah. like that. Yeah. He's like, not me, Mr. White. No, sorry, bye. Yeah. Like, and they, cl- it's like close ups of their, of their mouths. Oh, their right? mouths. Talking. Yeah. yeah. So they weird. said, like, he said that when they were like talking back and forth, he just kept saying to um the guy, the actor who plays Mr. White, he's like, you know, listen. I'm not really racist, okay? I'm going to say some other stuff, but it's just like me acting. It's just me acting. And the, guy, and the actor's like, I know. It's just a movie. Relax. I know. This isn't street trash. I'm He's not like- going to tell you to say, say the other words. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so um, they decide that like, the, but the bugs are only stunned. Or he, he decides this. Mm-hmm. and uh, Because roaches are hard to kill. And it's when he says that they, they creep up on you if you yeah. let them. He's mm-hmm. like, I know what to do with a bug. Spray it. Squash it. Kill it. And then it's a blackout. Yeah, the stoop. The blackout happens, and the ro- and the fucking bugs and the roaches start emerging from the drains, oh the light God. fixtures, Everywhere. fucking everything. And Everywhere, blue light, blue lights show showing right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, he frantically starts switching the flips. He switches. Like, <laughs> 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 <I can't stand. laughs> and uh, the emergency power turns on. He calls the police. And he calls the police. What are they going to do? I love it because they they basically just think it's a prank call. Right, mm-hmm. they're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. like whatever, dude. You're crazy. Don't they say like everybody's got a bug problem right now? Yeah. There's a power right. outage. If they're in New York City. Like, are yeah. you supposed to believe that like it's it's like a post-apocalyptic event where bugs are 
are now taking, taking over, over taking over the I world. I didn't think sure about that. Are. I just considered that it was New York City and it's the bug capital of the. I mean, Steph, what was your it? best? What was your best pastime when you were a kid? Smashing bugs on the fucking goddamn street at night, right? Yep. As soon as they would come out of the shadows, I would smash them. Smash them down. That's what you feet. do. That's what you do in Kennedy Town for fun. <laughs> it's like other kids are like in the suburbs playing video games and stuff. It's like I got a game. It's called Roach Smasher, <laughs> and I just go around and I smash the shit out I of did. them. They're <laughs> everywhere. So gross. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the roaches are everywhere. He's freaking out. Um, he tries calling Mr. White on the desk, um, but Mr. White is stuck, stuck in, in the, the elevator, elevator yeah. because of the power outage. Oh so he God. locks himself in like a panic room. But I thought it was a panic room, but it's it just like bathroom. it's like no, no it's right? his bedroom. It's his bedroom. It's his bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought it was a panic room. I don't fucking know why. But it, but it looks like it's a sealed room, right? Yeah. That's what you think anyway. So then the phone rings and it's that fucking woman again that uh, her husband killed herself, and he's, mm-hmm. she's like, "I hope you die. I hope you die." And then roaches like engulf him, and he like yeah. kind of collapses to the ground. Mm-hmm. Which, like, why would you do that? Oh, my God. Millions of them. And so as that's happening, Mr. White rings the doorbell and he's like, what's the matter, Mr. Pratt? Bugs got your tongue. Because he's trying to, like, ring, 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 and he's not answering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And then it kind of, like, goes back into the room there because it's kind of, like, sealed off and it's, like, got, like, a glass window. Mm -hmm. And then you see his body just kind of hanging out there. He's dead, right? Yeah. Quivering. But he he starts, his forehead starts pulsating. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the bugs just start coming out. So they said, like, how they did this effect was... They basically, they had like 2,000 roaches they were to funnel, and they didn't know how it was going to work, so they did mm-hmm. like a couple takes of it, and they found out like that the, they weren't coming out like, they weren't like coming out and running, they were just coming out in big blobs, yeah. and just kind of like, just like slopping over, and it kind of looked stupid, so they just ended up putting like a piece of, um, of, uh, what you call it, um, like a paper towel, mm-hmm. and then they just like painted it the color of the flesh, and then the bugs just pierced right through it and just started fucking... F- coming out like yeah because they like pour out of his chest mm-hmm. yeah. so gross and they said like everybody was like dry heaving it was like all the women were like revolted the women's stuff yeah oh, I, the, not, not the men not, not the men they were no, excited they men, were turned on men but, love roaches but the men were ready to get it on yeah no <laughs> probably because the women were crying and they were like boob yeah they're like we love tears <laughs> so then it shows the panic room and it's like full of fucking roaches at yeah. that point yeah. like deep as shit and then it cuts out of that one and that's the end of and the last story yes and mm-hmm. it goes back to the but comic but then you get the prologue or what is it called the ending epilogue mm-hmm. epilogue yeah epilogue and you see some garbage men and one of them looks very familiar because like it's the, the Savines. It's mm-hmm. the Silver Fox. Yeah, it sure is. The Savines, the Silver Fox. Uh, yeah, they're picking up the trash, and um, but the other guy stops and he picks the comic book up yeah. off the street. And Savines notices that the it's mail away for the voodoo doll is missing. Yes. And then so it cuts right. It cuts back to the fucking goddamn table where mm-hmm. Atkins is trying to eat his brekkie without his, a stash. With his wife, so yeah. I had no idea who it is. Ugh. And he starts saying like he starts screaming for little Joe Hill. Yeah. Like, where where is he at? Yeah. And then he starts like, ah, oh, my fucking neck hurts. My neck hurts. You yeah. want me to get the Ben Gay? She's like, you poor old bear. <laughs> yeah, oh and, he, and he thinks, at first he's just like, oh, I have a stiff neck because mm-hmm. the way I slept on it. But then he gets up and, and he has like Joey's a sharp like, pain. Little Joe's yeah. like, fucking bitch. And yeah. he starts like stabbing little fucking like, pins oh in the neck. Gosh. And he's like, oh my God. And, and then Atkins like grabs his throat. Yeah, and he's just stabbing the voodoo this doll. Was, stabbing the voodoo this doll. was little John when like his parents threw away all his Nintendo power posters. He was like, he had like a little like dolly made of his fucking mom. Just yeah. trying to stab it, but it wasn't working. But I was <laughs> I was like 16 at the time, so that been really weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, John was 26. <laughs> and then uh, he and he says, "Ready for another shot, Dad?" Is that what he says? Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I, then it cuts to the comic. Like mm-hmm. Atkins is clutching his throat, and it turns into a comic again. Yeah, he and then his last dying breath, Tom Atkins vows to never shave his mustache again. Never again. And then yeah. he just drops dead. Like Jessup. Drops to the ground. Yep. God, I love it. Uh oh. Uh. 
So good. Love that movie. Creep show finally. Jesus Oops. fucking Christ. After so many delays and so many yeah. so, so many things. Well, do you, yeah. Would you like to start us off, Jessup, and tell us how much you love this movie? I don't like going first, but I'll and go how first. it's a 10? It is a 10. It's uh, <laughs> and it, like as a package. Um, I, I think it would be cool to say what our favorite stories are, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is probably going to be um, something to tide you over just because it's, I don't know. I think it's cool. I think it's like um, the other ones are kind of like teasing at a story where, the, where like something to tide you over feels like it's like a complete like narrative where mm-hmm. the other ones just seem kind of goofy um all the actors in it are fucking phenomenal like it's one of those movies where like everything came together just to make like a really 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 like tight and just amazing movie and it's one of those movies i watch fucking multiple times a year it's got a, like iconic characters in it i don't know there's not really much i could say about this movie it's not like a movie like street trash where i can like defend it and say yeah. amazing things about it. i feel like this movie is like if you don't like if you don't like creep show, you probably just don't like horror movies in general. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot to love about it. Um, I didn't grow up with um EC comics at all. Uh, I didn't start appreciating EC comics, which is like what this was like, you know, not based on, but like George Romero had a lot of love for those things when he was growing up. Uh, yeah, I didn't read those as a kid, but I did start reading them like you know in my mid twenties, and they're fucking awesome. Um, it's something very different about those comics, like coming from someone that like grew up in the eighties where. A lot of that stuff was like very accessible. Yeah. Um, the gore and stuff like that. But when you look at the EC comics, like think of somebody that grew up like during those during that time, those uh, like stuff like that wasn't written, you mm-hmm. know. So it's crazy to go back. Like I can't have that perspective because I didn't grow up during that time, but I can appreciate it. Um, and it does really nail like the whole comic book feel. It does feel like a comic book. Um, and all the actors really just do like an amazing job at being. I don't want to say cartoony, but being like characters, yeah. you know, not being like normal people. I, I think that's part of why George Romero said you need to dial it up, dial it up, because that is that kind of comic booky, pulpy feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody does an amazing. We I, need the I expressions. Don't, I don't think yeah. there's like one person in this like whole thing that like th- that feels flat for me. Like everybody's just like everybody is just so like that's why I think like all, I th- even the last story, even though it's like it feels kind of like weak in comparison to the other ones mm-hmm. i still think as a whole it needs to be there it's like it's a great great story it's a nice, they it's a nice little story and yeah. especially yeah. like if bugs bother you like oh, that's yeah. that's gonna be it's something so creepy yeah. yeah and each one of these stories like it's like a different horror element it, it has something that like i remember as a kid when i saw it that just felt weird but out of all of them the ones that made me feel the weirdest were um Jordy Verrill, just yeah. because like <laughs> I, and it's like and it, when you're watching it now it's goofy but like yeah. when i was a kid i remember seeing him and it seemed like and it's like the thing me and john talked about before where you think the scene's a lot longer mm-hmm. when you know when you're a kid and you watch it and it's like oh it's very short but i but i remember being a kid and just seeing him in that like full costume like and then just thinking like god damn dude he's fucking covered in this shit yeah and he, and he blows his fucking brains out you know yeah and as a kid i always remembered that he blew his brains out in the tub but he doesn't blow his brains out in the tub he just mm-hmm. falls in the tub and the shit grows on him. yeah um yeah it's a 10 man i don't know what else to say yeah aside I'll, from that i'll go next um i agree it's a 10 uh i yeah i don't have anything i don't have anything bad to say about it at all um my favorite my favorite is probably also something to tie you over. I love Father's Day, but and of course I love Stephen King and Jordy Verrill. It's sad um, because you wanted you wanted George Romero and Stephen King to work together yes, like much more than they ever ended the time, up doing all the time. Uh, but I just love something to tie you over. I think Leslie Nielsen is amazing. 
uh ted danson i'm not a huge fan of his or anything but mm-hmm. he's great he's great in it yeah. it's so good and uh, and like you said it is like a cohesive story and um it's a cool little twist at the end yeah. it's not like a huge twist but it's, no, cool, it's good you know it's good I, I really like them when they come back as like they're sea zombies or whatever um but i like i like everything my sea least zombies. <laughs> 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 like sea monkeys. Um, my least favorite story is the just last add water yeah. watch them grow just add green just add green juice it won't look yeah. like ted danson but it'll be close <laughs> yeah um my, my least favorite is the last one like i said and um mm-hmm. not that it's not a it's just it's just a, but i think it is a nice short little story it's to a good end, thing to end, end the it movie. on yeah, yeah. yeah it's, good. So, no, it's a good note to end it on uh yeah and i don't remember seeing this as a kid i remember seeing creep show 2 the raft that's the only story i remember from yeah that but i don't remember ever seeing this as a kid i don't think i really watched this until i watched it with you for the first time no. just it was on tv um, all the time yeah i don't remember it but uh i love it and uh i think uh, everyone should that see it. it's and, funny uh, like, my stepmom's a monster mentioning like um the second one real quick uh because you just said it we always talk about that it's one. the raft is the only one mm-hmm. that syncs up with me in with tone yeah that the first one that, uh, that the stories in the first one do the other ones are like comical in their own way but they're very different yeah. mm-hmm. the raft is like managed to capture everything that was awesome about the first one and be mm-hmm. like comical but serious but have like just like over the top characters mm-hmm. in it oh i was terrified yeah. i used to swim in a quarry all the time and i was convinced that thing was gonna show up and eat me <laughs> Like um, uh, Chief Woodenhead in the second one is so fucking corny, but it's awesome when he comes back and yeah, starts killing is. people. But it's like, but it's like, it's too, it's too it's much. Too much. Yeah. It's like, it's it's corny as well, fucking shit. What else shit. is in that yeah. one? Because I don't. The guy that's that's Italian, but he plays in like Native American face pretty much in it. Um, oh yeah, he's a, yeah he's in the Chief Woodenhead one. Yeah, and um, he's, he's he's white, right? He's not. He's Af- white. He's, as shit. he's not yeah. Native American, but he's they like they white give fuck. him a deep tan. He's. I mean, listen, he's doing Ted dancing with Whoopi Goldberg again. He's like, listen, <laughs> God damn it, you remember? <laughs> he's like, I can be brown. I can be brown, right? And he's like, fuck yeah, I can be brown, and I can have long black hair like Cher, but it's not really mine. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I I remember that more than those more so than I remember Chief yeah. oh Thanks for the ride, lady. That's yeah. that oh, that, I like that one. That one's funny, but yeah. like That's that's why I say like I like Creep Show too, but like tonally that's the best part mm-hmm. about Creep Show is all these stories, there's five of them, and they're all consistent, which is a very hard job to do. And again, I think that's a that's a credit to George Romero being able to direct all these various actors in different scenes that all I mean like uh, Something to tide you over runs very long compared to all the other tales, and to have that consistency, yeah, five like times, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's just man, it's just, and it's crazy because like basically what he was saying was like we basically did five movies in one movie because yeah. like they would do they did each one separate chronologically, so like they would do one, break everything down, then start a new one mm-hmm. and build everything for it, well, and then you know, I and mean, when did Tales from the Dark Side happen? Like that's. That was that was the 90s, I think. Yeah, the so movie. Was, I mean, like I this think that was 1990. This yeah. movie's crazy because it's 82, but it doesn't feel like it was made in uh, 82 to no. me. Like when I even when I watch it now, like it feels like it feels like the tail end of the 80s because it, it feels like a lot. When you watch like the early 80s movies, they feel like 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 the burning like, like, like 70s. 70s, like they yeah. feel like that, you know. But like this movie feels like 80s as fuck. But yeah. maybe just because they're being so pulpy, you don't really get a handle on like the actual like time. That's another thing I wanted to say too that um that is so awesome about this is that there. Are, there are four, five individual stories that are very, very different, but it feels cohesive yeah. because of the way the lighting and all that mm-hmm. it ties everything together and mm-hmm. it, it the does the framing and the yeah. comic book mm-hmm. and, and it works. book ending yeah. everything. And it's crazy because like they had five different editors editing these things and doing their own thing, but like trying to keep within the same theme, and it all still yeah. managed to be yeah. cohesive. And it's all sandwiched within a story, and that right. and that's cool too. Like yeah. yeah, the prologue and the epilogue is really, really awesome. 
it is. It's like from beginning to end. It's so, it's so fun. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a, a lot of fun. It's a fun ride. Yeah. Yeah. Melissa. It's a 10. Always going to be a 10. <laughs> right. Of course. All right. But um, <laughs> my, okay, favorite, my favorite yeah. one is um, the Father's Day one. And then I would say that the Tide one, uh, my least favorite is either the bug or the uh, sad story of Jethro. Oh, no. I hate that of one. Jethro Tull? I hate it. I hate it. Of Jethro Tull. Jethro, I don't know. Jordy Farrell. What Jordy, the whatever the fuck. I'm I, not good with names, words, whatever. I think also a good thing to keep in mind is like the way that the, the, the order that they're in is really cool too because like the last it's a really good story to end it on um they're creeping up on you because it's not like the top it's not like the best but it is mm-hmm. cool kind of like just like chill out and then it's over and the first one's awesome because it like really gives you an idea what the fuck the movie is going to be like oh yeah it's like oh yeah check this out and it's done yeah there's not like what mm-hmm. how the fuck did this come back how do you come back to life what's no. he doing next it's no. like no that's it yep. and then they move on to the next one you know mm-hmm. so i did uh o- overall it's the best of course it's a 10 I mean, come on now. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought Johnny said it was. He did. Yeah. I, I kind of just like. He said around. a lot of words. <laughs> am I, am I, am I, I was just adding flavor text to the rest yeah. of your guys' commentary, but and my favorite one is probably the crate because I, I just like the crate. I do love fluffy. the crate too, yeah. And I like, I like that they kind of have fun with it and they, kinda, you know, they get to fantasize killing off Wilma mm-hmm. and doing other stuff. Um, I, I, just, I just like that. The subtext of that too is good. So yeah. You like the homoeroticism. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely not in there. He's like, he's like John's like, I love. non existent. He's like, I love to picture learned men although, in a study although just I, I basking do in the hot sweat and humping. I think I wrote something down about with the one guy is explaining what happened with the crate. The other dude is looking real seductive at him. He like, is. All roofing. And him. So he, that was the only. Anytime I see a but scene. But not the time you If says. there's ever a scene where two men are looking at each other and they're licking their lips like L. Cool J, like it's oh fucking homoeroticism <laughs> is happening. Okay. Doing it, doing it. Like doing watch it right. deep, watch Deep Blue Sea and count how many times L. Cool J oh licks his lips. Constantly, like, he was some chapstick. Like he, no, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like L. Cool J could have chapstick on, but his lips still won't be wet enough yeah. to the way he likes it. Yeah, he likes some moist. He likes some fucking dripping. <laughs> like he's not, ba- not his fault. He's basically dripping like drool out of the corner of his mouth, trying to lubricate those lips. You know, he was in Deep Blue Sea. What do you, what do you want? And his head's like a shark's fin. So I mean, what the fuck. Uh, so the IMDb rating is uh, Street Shark. 6.9. That's, that's low. It does feel low. I, I also think that's what fucking Street Trash got. So that mm. I, I'm pretty sure it was like a 6.5 or something, something that Street Trash got. People be hating. I mean, I'm, I'm on board with that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, hate is yeah. going to hate. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to announce uh, the next movie. Finally getting to this next Finally, movie. Finally, wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, this was a Patreon pick Ho- by... Hopefully we just like get to weekly episodes again. By our mm. buddy Jay, Lower Level Low Life. Uh, from the director who brought you pieces. JJ Castillo! Oh my goodness! The, right. the Rift and Cthulhu Mansion. Mm-hmm. What? It, it's a mansion of just like tentacles. <laughs> this bed is made of tentacles. This doorknob is made of tentacles. Oh my God, this bedette's made of tentacles. <laughs> and it's in my anus. <laughs> they ooze, they slime, they kill. It's my dick. Slugs from 1988. Slugs. It may be the most shocking movie you will ever see. Slugs. I'm so excited about this movie. Um, I'm something. It's going to be a good one to talk about. <laughs> I don't know what I'd rate it, but it's going to be fun to talk about. Yeah, it's going to be so fun to talk about. There's a lot going on in that movie. There's fucking... <laughs> Melissa, you're gonna love it. 
You're gonna love it. It's a movie that you're gonna like just have to pay attention to because there's a lot of subtext. No, there isn't. (laughs) You're such a liar. There's a lot of like different characters doing a lot of different things, and it's probably like spookies with slugs. I'm gonna tell you right now, you have to pay attention to this movie. It's not a movie that you can have a beer with. (laughs) You can't fast forward. You have to pay attention, (laughs) otherwise you're gonna be lost. I don't believe you. You're like, where do these slugs come from? I do not understand. Oh, man. It's probably just going to be like Night of the Living Dead or whatever. Night of, Night of the Creeps? Night of the Creeps, that one. I know you meant. Um, <laughs> <so, laughs> um, I'm going to just uh, announce our new patrons. We have a lot of oh new God, patrons. Oh my God, we got a lot of new patrons because I, I said it before, but that's what happens when we start depriving these people of goddamn... Oh my God, Doodles just sharted. Did he? Oh no. Yeah, he's, no, no he's, he's he is, he is, it's a slow motion yeah. shart. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's, he's currently pushing a finger size shit out of his ass. He's oozing like a slug. Yeah. He's like, I heard yeah. slugs and I can show you one. He's literally <laughs> fast asleep and shitting himself at yeah. the same time. It's wonderful. <laughs> so on that note, I'm going to just get right into the to the patrons. Oh, get into it. Because um, we like them. Like jo- a shark. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph- the patrons are like a shark. <laughs> just like a shark. Uh, Joseph Charlesworth. Charlesworth? Charlesworth. Oh my god, he's like a um, Charleston Chew. What? Is he, a, is he a butler? Or is he, yeah, he no. does sound like a butler. <laughs> Charlesworth, please get in here. Wipe my ass, please. Wipe the Char- shark. Charlesworth, you've not been cleaning my cum cups and they have accumulated oh so god. many. Look what John, you- put your shirt down. You have unleashed ungodly farts upon us. You have. That can't be no. anywhere bad as my dog shirt. Jesse's sulfur <laughs> fart from his burrito cleared this oh, fucking yeah. basement. Okay. Yeah. Jesse currently Remember has the high time, score though? in farting. No, you farted into a fan one time while we were recording. And half my face melted off and yeah. I couldn't do the podcast until my skin grew back. No, John's dad. But at least a fart dissipates. The, the shit is still <laughs> actively with us right now. John's dad. The doodles is precious and his shits are as well. When we were painting over John's house, John's dad let out a fart and I thought it was John and uh, and then his dad's like, nah, it was me. And it, it was beefy. It smelled like a fucking fart that was That's inside inside like of a dead woman, woman's farts. ass for like fucking years. It was like a fucking mummy fart. They fucking dug up the mummy and then a fucking fart came out of the fucking mummy's ass that had been just fucking just bubbling for fucking centuries. As it does. All right. Cody Hatch, Ryan Riggs. Kind of ha- Cody Hatch was gone and now he's back. Yeah. Thank so you. So I feel bad. I, you know what? Fuck you, Cody Hatch. Because you should have <laughs> never left. Yep. Go, she's go she's down been to the, go But he to, came right back. Go down to the dollar tier. Don't but be a bitch back. and just for Shanna. Um, That's confusing. Wait, did I say Ryan Riggs? Ryan Riggs? Yeah. RJ Lindsay? Riggs? Billy Jones? Billy Jones. Robert Putney? <laughs> oh, Putney! Christopher Wood? I love Mango Putney on my like. When I give you an Indian Mag- food. Chutney? Mango chutney? Yeah. <laughs> chutney putney. We're just, we're just playing with words. Mango yeah. putney. Uh, yeah, that's it. So um, Many, many patrons. Guys, it's exciting, is it not? It's so exciting. We have many patrons. We got a couple more uh, $50 levels. So yeah. Got some, got some new movies we got up. some catching up to do we because do. <laughs> I was like, we're finally caught up. And then it's like 50, 50, 50. So now we got to fucking, we got to dig Rolling ourselves. it. We got to dig yeah. ourselves out of this mess again, guys. I know we do. This fucking shit mess. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so uh, you know where to find us on social media. Social we, media. We're on Facebook, Say You Love Satan 80s Horror mm-hmm. Podcast. Instagram, Say You Love Satan Podcast. By the MySpace, way, did, did you Say like- You Love Satan Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you, what did Wait, you? we're not on there? Oh my God, MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. Live journal. Oh, well, Melissa's got jokes today. <laughs> oh, nice, got <laughs> it's what, a Monday. What, what about- She's like anything to distract you from the slow motion shit coming out of my dog's ass. <laughs> no, that's the eye of Mordor. There's a homemade Tootsie Roll coming out of that <laughs> thing. Well. 
our website, say love Satan podcast dot com. Potty. On there, it's like a net, it's like a neti pot. On there, you can email us. Uh, you can link to our red bubble red bubble shop and buy red bottle. Rye, buy that, so that many things. Rye? Oh my god. Rye. Fucking interrupting me, God! This is worse than when you try to do your pathology perversions, hey, and we just I know. talk how over. Do you, the how do you how do you ride by? Yeah, can I can I do the outro? Hi, guy, you want to ride by on the website? My name's Taylor Satan Podcast. You come to me, you buy thing. Okay, bye. What? What was that? I don't know. That was stuff. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I think you did it. You just cleared up Good all job. the social okay, media stuff. Okay. Bye. All right, until next episode. Say you have Satan. Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life. <laughs>